Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Five here on this Friday afternoon. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, ABQ.FM, RockofTalk.com. 550-5500 here on this beautiful Friday. It really is absolutely tremendous. Uh, if you're looking outside, time to get out. Play, throw a little bit of the pigskin around uh, because it is beautiful. D.Dot Muska here with me, hour one. Going to have a lot of fun here for the next three hours. Maybe longer. I might actually go longer. I got so much of that uh, that tape out there and uh, see if I can indulge uh, Dowd or tease him into doing a little bit longer. We're going to take your phone calls here this afternoon. If you want to go ahead and uh, call in, say who you voted for, uh, you want to say anything like that, be happy to go ahead and do it early voting against tomorrow. Uh, don't forget, you can catch us directly on Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, podcasting on Citrus SoundCloud and Spotify. And uh, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, you can download our apps for rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com. Uh, D-Dot Musk, you got like dots around your picture for some reason. It's a it's a weird thing. Let's see it. Switching you back and forth. Okay, there you are. You're, <laughs> you're right there. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm well. You know, I, it's weird. Yesterday I went through a little... Sometimes you get one of those real 15-hour kind of weird things, head and stomach, and then it just sort oh, yeah? of goes, goes away. Okay. Uh, I'm back at about 99% right now because I think I have a good immune system because I eat the right things and I get outside a lot and I don't cower at home. Uh, yes. It was a little nasty, but it was it was like oh, two thirds no. two thirds of a day, and I am at ninety nine percent and raring to go right now. Oh, there we go, ninety nine percent, and <laughs> uh, you know, ninety nine hours until the polls close. Yes, count them, folks. I am uh, weirdly stupid about numbers. I numbers go into my head and they never come out. It is absolutely a trap door uh, for that. Uh, never to go ahead and uh, leave. Uh, well, I guess we it'd be nice if we could just count down the hours all the way through. I'm terribly excited because I'm interested. To, you know, it's like Christmas. You, ne- you know, or or uh, I guess uh, in the case of Forrest Gump, you, you never know what you're going to get in the box of chocolates. I, I truly am. There's only been a 13% turnout uh, for the um, election. I just want to tell you, I'm totally okay with that. I'm just fine with only 13% turnout. Right now, it, this, is, uh, this whole situation from top to bottom has been uh, playing uh, into our little hands, uh, so to speak, and there's not much you can do about it right now. Uh, the entire election, I would probably say, more or less, uh, Dowd. Would you say that's mostly played, I think, into our hands? Uh, yesterday, KKOB took the debate, uh, took the bait, <laughs> debate, <that's> hilarious. <laughs> uh, they actually took the bait on the um, 4.6% black. I guess they got a new guy that's over there. He's not that bright or intelligent, and that's fine. You know, I, I covered all that stuff for, what, six hours on Wednesday night. I got uh, pretty bored. Uh, Eric Strauss is honestly the worst talk show host after all that whining if you did not hear my segment i will be playing it tomorrow morning for six hours straight you've got to listen to that stuff it is it's amazing and i understand i'm like i was trying to figure out like how did eric strauss ever get onto the show how did he get into the radio program you know it's like Wasn't he a teacher well he no not was is and oh, he's still on the payroll he's still on the payroll yeah he's a deca teacher i did a little bit more investigation i was like you know how did this whole thing happen because you know eric uh, picked up the phone and called me, and um, it was this. He called me and he said he wanted to meet. And I was like, yeah, I just thought kind of want. We got to start circling the wagons. I'm like, I'm not really sure what that means, but it sounds like you're uh, up to something. And so let's figure out what it is. So he's like, well, I'd like to see your studio. I'm like, okay, you can come see my studio if you want to go ahead and do that. This is the guy who can't even acknowledge me on the air. And then he's like, 
oh, well, let, let's get together sometime. And I took him out to eat over at the country club, and we, we sat down, and I said, well, here's what I think of Villanucci. Here's what I think about all these guys. It's my interaction with them, shared a bunch of information, all these types of things. Like, oh, Eddie, you're really not a bad guy. And I'm like, okay, well, that's kind of cool. That's very nice for you to say and all this kind of stuff. And then we try to get on his air, and it's like, nope, not going to happen. You can come in my station. You can come and visit. I'm like, wow, you're just a real derp. You're a real scumbag. Like, you <laughs> You don't need to be a politician. You're a total. <laughs> he has a future in politics. <laughs> he does. Well, actually, he doesn't. He's unelectable. But anyway, it was really interesting because um, the segments that we carried here just have him sort of tailing off and losing his ability to sort of kind of carry on and sort of, you know, what, what you call sort of connecting. And uh, it, it really is, you know, I, I think a skill that you learn because you're so well read, you have so much information and you can make those kind of, kind of connections. And he just, he just, he just tailed off. He trailed off into all of that. And so I'm like, well, you know, he must not be very good. He needs calls to stimulate his program. And you know, this isn't me knocking him. And I said, well, that's, that's interesting because most talk show hosts, you know, the Rush Limbaugh's Sean Hannity, Sean Hannity's a lot of scheduling. Uh, Glenn Beck is quite effective. Uh, it's a very well-prepared show, highly produced. Very polished uh, and very entertaining. I want to say the bits are becoming even better and better, and I certainly like that. And then Clay and Bach, boy, you want to talk about the ability to connect? Because, look, look, KKOB is, like, wiped out right now because they've got no Bongino. Like, well, don't you know who's coming in? Well, it's like, <laughs> you mean the guy who replaced Rush Limbaugh? No, he didn't replace Rush Limbaugh. Clay and Buck replaced Rush Limbaugh, and he's directly on our air. And so I said, who knows this? Who knows the question? Who knows the answer to this question? It's like, how did Eric Strauss get started over at KKOB? Turns out uh, he started by winning a contest. <laughs> yes, that is correct. That is absolutely correct. That he explains won a lot. a talk radio contest where they allowed him to go ahead and speak, I guess, back in sometime in the mid-aughts, you know, 205, 206, 7, something around there. And that's how he got on. So I'm like, well, that's good. Good for him. I'm glad you won the contest and all that's that's good. But, you know, in terms of preparation, living your life in such a way, you know, you would definitely say Rush and Clay and Buck and all these people live their life. You know, Mark Levin live their way, uh, their life in a way that, you know, sort of, you know, backs up, you know, the things that they talk about. And so anyhow, I just thought, given what we've been listening, and we'll do a little bit more of that today, uh, we're going to hear lots of. Recorded phone conversations, et cetera, et cetera. I'm really going to go for it. So they have this other guy that was there yesterday. Um, don't know his name. Uh, David can call in or somebody can text me in uh, all of his uh, information. But you go to www.rockoftalk.chat and you look at, he took the article that I put up there, which is talking about me being, what, what is it, 4.6% black or something like that, right? I think something along those lines. Let me, let me search for it here. Um, first black mayor and we leave this out there it's like really funny uh there it is uh albuquerque's first black mayor proposes 50 million dollar budget reallocation from woke politics to fighting crime like in the title itself ladies and gentlemen okay just in case you think that it's just about formulating opinions online on your feet and uh, coming up with things it states it right in the title of the actual article itself it says albuquerque's first black mayor and then it just cuts the other way $50 million budget reallocation from woke politics. Well, where does woke politics come from? Colin Kaepernick, Black Lives Matter. Like, we know all of this kind of stuff, okay? 
Now, this was a temp back on September the 24th, which was just a few days prior to the uh, the um, the Black Voters Collaborative, I think I want to right, say. Right, right. And if you even look at the first few lines that are there, does Eddie Aragon's DNA test show he is 4.6% black? Right? I mean, you have probably something like that and whatever. These ancestry tests are just, you know, what they are, which is double the percentage of black people in Alberta. So he went on as like all the fantastic things that have ever been said by politicians they see him here. I'm like, well, you're really nobody. Nobody recognized your voice. If T.J. Trout was saying it, maybe it would be something uh, interesting. And really, it's not even that. And it literally says, my first quote, I am an African vato. If that doesn't tongue in cheek, if that isn't uh, turning around and slapping identity politics in the face, I don't know what does. And I embrace the values that come with my full and diverse heritage. What I'm basically saying is I'm every man. We represent a diverse culture. If they want to recognize me at that, I'd, I can't say that. And then I went on to talk about the Republican Party, which is very important because the first 23 black members of the Congress were Republicans. <laughs> and then I went on to say a little bit more that hey, the first, and this again, tongue in cheek, this is all about not identity politics. And I'm also obviously clearly there with a couple of people who aren't taking themselves very seriously. They're holding uh, uh pictures that say my body my choice no jab and enjoying themselves gregariously really and then it writes ironically enough carrying the torch of black conservative values that his top priority day one is to eliminate the millions of taxpayer dollars wasted on racist pandering ladies and gentlemen that means we will do no hiring based upon your ethnic background that is correct I state emphatically, we've had enough of woke politics. I'm going to eliminate the Office of Equal Opportunity and Inclusion. I'm going to go a step further and say, I believe that police should be watching over us. We don't need to be watching over them. Certainly something that Black Lives Matter would never advocate for. You're actually talking about the organization organized back in 2013. I said, this is a free country, and it will remind everyone that no matter how much money you throw at it, you can't stop people from being bigots. And that's exactly what you got yesterday when there was a sad attempt to try and go after me and call me dumb and suggest that this is something that should be taken seriously. In fact, KOAT, TJ Wilhelm went so far as to also assess that this is a very serious thing that he's saying. Maybe the people who are doing their investigative reporting would do better to read through whatever has been communicated tangibly and not just an audible form for the record, but also on websites. And I write, black people don't need more pandering. Hispanics don't either. Talk therapy <laughs> from pandering elitist Democrats like Keller has only made crime in Albuquerque worse because more energy is spent trying to be popular than trying to make a difference. And that includes the public shaming of his fellow white folks for the sake of headlines. Race baiting doesn't do anybody any good. When we talk about the ethnic breakdown the city of albuquerque i just literally want to just like end it all i don't want to talk about it i'm not interested about it what i am interested is one tim keller who's done a lot of racist pandering himself black lives matter and walking the streets has made it his sort of life's mission of all 2020 if i'm not mistaken doubt correct me if i'm wrong but to go out and talk about you know how black lives matter i can't breathe all these types of things and then you go out you do a full-blown assessment top to bottom of the ethnic composition of the city of Albuquerque, like I care, honestly, but I did it because I wanted to poke fun at it. And I knew it wasn't up to snuff, and certainly it wasn't, 123 
black individuals work for the city of Albuquerque, none in leadership positions, which is 1.7%, which is less than the total amount of black people here in the city of Albuquerque. It doesn't accurately reflect it. Now, this might seem mind-numbing and ridiculous conversation. That's what you get when you have people who are regurgitating these types of things. And that would be the folks over at KKOB. You might want to think a little bit more about what you read, what you write, and who you listen to. Okay? There is such a thing as fun here in this world, folks. And we do an awful lot of it here in the Kiva each and every single day. You know, this is a highly entertaining program. We look at things and we, we turn everything on its head. We write copiously. You could say such a thing. We are very invested in what we do here to make Albuquerque and New Mexico a better state and city. It's important to us and incumbent upon you that you educate yourself on all these things because we just want to improve because we get bad information year over year from all of our media sources, which includes the leaders in media who would take the time to go ahead and bash me for no reason. So we get to take the rest of the time here on this slow Friday afternoon to go ahead and listen to more of the gatekeeping. And by that, I mean not allowing people who support candidates that they, as a radio station, do not support actually make air. As it was described to me, something called mens rea. Don't know what that is, but it has a lot to do with uh, creating an environment of unfairness. Is that, am I, I don't even know if I'm anywhere close. We're, we're speaking Latin here, and that's the way it was explained to me. So I'll, I don't know if I'm actually referring to something that that, that is uh, actually real. So. We're going to do that this afternoon. We're also going to get to uh, doubt it. Do we talk about both of your write-ups this week? I mean, you have three, but have we talk about... Uh, I think we covered Monday, but not Wednesday, and then one just went up five minutes ago. So Why don't we do that when we return? Let's cover those two, and then uh, Dow's going to check out of here at 645. He's always on deadline. Always, always, even on Fridays. The man works hard. I, I love the uh, beautiful alignment of the pink, orange, and uh, green in your background, Dowd. And uh, how's that map looking? <laughs> Have you uh, created a new redistricting map there behind you? Oh, my, my. I, don't that, get me that, started. Is that the people's map behind you? Uh, yes, <laughs> I always speak for the people. If you I, have, and he just don't, after Election Day, we can get into this whole redistricting fight. I, I love oh the fact God. that Republicans here or anywhere yeah, in the yeah, country yeah. are whining about, you know, having been redistricted, you know, we're, we're, we're not going to be as viable. How about you take a good message to people of all races, creeds, and colors, and that's how you're viable, no matter what their background is. But don't get me started. Don't get me started. Dow's hopping on the other train going the other way right now, but that's fine, too, because we love free speech and we don't screen the calls, and you're welcome to go ahead and call in and check in as well. At 550-5500, that's 550-5500. It's literally 99, folks, 99 hours until the polls close. Get out there, vote. For the next few hours, or go ahead and vote all day tomorrow. 10 to 7 is uh, the time for you to go ahead and vote. Uh, get out to an early voting. Thanks to all of you who have uh, given us your attention, my campaign your attention. You can actually uh, find all that directly at fightfor505.com. That's fightfor505.com. Back after a quick break right here in the Kiva. <laughs> Wer dabei wandert am Horizont, 
The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. Memory Revitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Pepu Gone Wild, located in Rio Rancho, pampering your pets with a full-service dog wash. Pet Food Gone Wild, two stations for one to three dogs at a time, cats too. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild, ready to solve pets' anxiety from summer thunderstorms. Come into Pet Food Gone Wild for calming treats, 10% off, pets.theplaceilike.com. Get your mobile coupon and tap to call Pet Food Gone Wild at pets.theplaceilike.com. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. 
This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. four times this week i think already i just uh, i forgot how good that music was d dad musk i mean the police are gonna have to go back to the uh, little little age jam there that was a quite a amalgam of talent there with those three guys who didn't always get along but they made some good music i don't know did they not get along very well i have no yeah me neither but i do know that things got contentious at times <laughs> Man, the band manny uh, manny gonzalez just got really excited he's like i don't know much about the police he's like cut that out Make sure you copy that and record that and put it out there. He just said that. <laughs> Take a couple of quick phone calls. Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, what's up, Eddie? This is Daniel. Daniel, cheer up, bro. What's up? Hi. Friday uh, afternoon. Yeah, it's Friday afternoon, right. bro. What's up? <laughs> You're right, man. You're right. Well, I had a hard day. So there's oh, going tell on me, in this world. Yama, man, tell but, me uh, what's well, going anyway. on. What's happening with you? What? Uh, why was it a All hard right, day? Well, check it out. Well, first of all, I want to talk about the tape that you those recordings that you had the other day uh-huh. that you were playing. Yeah. Well, I decided yesterday to call myself Eric Strauss and get on his talk show, and I got on. Uh, everybody was complaining about the four hundred fifty thousand dollars that these immigrants are going to be getting for that settlement that were separated at the border with children. Okay. Complaining, complaining, and complaining. So I decided, well, I'm going to call in and I'm going to, you know, set it up. Start, we'll start with that, and then go into your mayor, mayoral campaign. Uh, so I called up. I got on, um, started talking about it, going on a little rant, and then I said, well, you know, it all begins locally, right? It all begins locally. We have to start by getting Eddie Aragon as mayor, no. and we have to get him in there and then get rid of MLG. And then instantly he went up, so who do you got for governor? Who, 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 who do you want for governor? You know, he like completely yep. he kind of cut me off on that. Talked about a little bit more about governor, you know, kind of mentioned Ron Ketty or whatever. I heard he was coming into the race and then came back to you, came back to you and said, well, what do you think of Eddie? I want to hear your opinion on Eddie. Like, you know, this is a conservative talk show radio. He started talking. He go, yeah, he started talking, right? He started talking and then he hung up on me. Yep, yep. He hung up on me. And I was um, at first I was in my car driving and then I got home. So I was on my phone. So when he hung up, I couldn't hear what the response was after I, like after I hung up. I ran to my car because I don't have a radio in my house. Everything's streamed. So I ran out to the car, and I missed what he had said. But it, it, like right away, man, he steered me the other way. He steered me the other way. Yeah. And then just like, uh, yeah, so that's what bothered me the other day. And then like today, I can't mention where I work, but I'm a painter. I'm, a, I'm an automotive painter. Mm-hmm. My I have ventilation systems, like, the best ventilation system throughout the shop. There's three of us that work here. We're all in, well, in the paint shop. We're all within 30 feet of each other because, you know, the shop's big. Okay. They came in and, like, just hit us that we have to have those masks on 100% of the time. One of the other guys that works in here is my son. The other one is his roommate. And it's like, it doesn't matter. It was like, 
it's just uh, feels like they're going to start tightening down more and more. And it's just, it, you know, just kind of sucks because I really enjoy where I work and I, I enjoy the manager that I work for. And uh, I just feel like I walk around with this rainy cloud over my head, like just waiting for something to happen. So that's a little frustrated with all that. And I wanted to call you, tell you that <laughs> those takes, man, I tried to call and exactly they, he hung up on me. It wasn't cool. Well, let me uh, send something uh, to you. And uh, this is really important. Let me. Uh, Sandia National Labs, Los Alamos National Labs. This is these are this is all the pieces that came out. Just so to let you know, like everybody right now is in this same boat, and we know yeah, that well, my sister-in-law is going to get fired because she works for Sandia National Labs. Okay, let's 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 talk about without specifics or anything like that, because you know people are sort of triangulating. Right. Hey, we know you. You work in the paint shop. <laughs> You You're have a right. sister-in-law, yeah, you know like, and this like, is a you know small what? town. I'll, I'll, let's let's stop honestly, there. Honestly, I put myself out there, and I stand up for what I stand for, and I had a conversation with that lady that came through. I said, I, you know what, that's fine. I'll do what I can. I'll do what I can. I'll, I'll try to keep a conscious mind, but yeah, I'm, I'm working with my son. I can't guarantee it, and, like, you know, I, I'm not going to be mad at anybody. I've made my decisions, and so be it. It's fine. I'm very outspoken. I'm very outspoken, Eddie, all because of my relationship a couple of years ago. Yeah. I think you're doing uh, the right thing. This. I think you're doing the right anyway, thing, and we're doing some stuff for you. Stay on the phone, okay? Because you're you're dealing with a lot. It's Friday. Let's uh let's not go grab a six pack and uh, drown there or do anything <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? You know what's up? Yes, so let's uh, let's yeah. ha- let's hang out up here because this is let's elevate the conversation. We've got a lot a lot to cut through. So this is what the folks over at Sandia National Labs got today. And I spent an hour on the phone with one of the guys who's sort of heading things up. And you know, it's it's all about you know the plan of attack. How are you going to look at things? How are you going to assess and how are you going to move forward? And remember, they want you to always go the legal route. One, it's expensive for you. Two, it strings out timelines and gives them time to go ahead and and adapt. So every time you try to take somebody to court, it's like letting them know that, hey, we know that you're going to hit, you know, we know that you're going to hit us at the same time that you hit us. So that's not what you want. You want to go ahead and litigate all this in the the public sphere and that's what that's what's happening like whether it's you and your mask and your paint booths and by the way those are nice i used to do a lot of industrial real estate and so i know a lot about that right right so the sandia national labs guys all got the same when they were doing their religious exemptions all got the same response here it is <clears throat> excuse me to sandia proprietary personal identifiable information so they're trying to scare the you know what out of them to prevent them to send it to me but the, this stuff is going to get sent to me every time okay? right Right. Says, thank you for submitting your religious accommodation request, which is currently in the review queue. Part of the interactive process, Sandy is requesting additional information. Please respond to each of the following questions. Number one, please describe whether, as an adult, that's always, that, that's always very complimentary. When, when someone says, as an adult, as an adult, you have received any vaccines against any other diseases, such as flu or tetanus vaccine. And if so, what vaccine? you most recently received and when to the best of your recollection. So what they're trying to do is with a question, they have just equivocated the new mRNA Mm -hmm. vaccine with any vaccine that has been developed in a more proper timeline channel, which we know is at least three years uh, to five years that has been done. So they have by the very basis of their question have already suggested that their vaccine is legitimate. Okay. So I'm like, Uh don't answer that. Don't touch that. Not with a 10-foot pole. Because you you're think of this uh, relativistic uh, argument that they're creating. 
And then if some good guy wants to go in there and say, hey, I had this vaccine, this vaccine, then, well, you can take this vaccine. I'm like, okay, do I get to keep my job? He's like, you just killed off the leverage that you had with the other guys. All right, here's, to, here's number two. If you do not have a religious objection to the use of all vaccines, wait, isn't that a trick question? Didn't you just thank me at the outset for my religious exemption, you idiot? Why are you trying to gaslight me and change my mind? If you do not have a religious objection to the use of all vaccines, please explain why your objection is limited to certain vaccines. Okay, well, that is a very tricky little question there. They're not letting you argue the what? The science and all that. <clears throat> your religious right. exemption is, well, I generally don't put, let, let's think of a business a, objection. I generally don't put anything in my body that could be a liability in which I cannot, <clears throat> excuse me, get a refund on, meaning sue the company that has administered that particular vaccine. In all, pragma, in a, in all practicality, it is a very pragmatic decision to say, I don't want to put this in my body because I can't go after the very company that invented it. Okay, number two, that's the way, but you don't want to answer that. Just leave that alone. Here we go. I'm going to turn you down. You're, uh, I think you're putting some uh, Barbies on the girls. You've got to ship on the, shrimp on the Barbies there, Don. <laughs> number three, if there are any other medicines or products that you do not use because of the religious belief underlying your objection, please identify them. Wow. Now they want you to crack open, like, okay, I don't eat uh, pork because I'm Muslim. You know, I don't eat whatever, right? They want you to open yourself up to a company, excuse me, that's essentially trying to get rid of you because you won't do what they say. Are you going to share that information? And would you benefit by doing so? No, you would not, and you're not going to share that information. So three, strike it out, okay? Let's just, let's just go ahead and progress logically through this. Four. Remember, I'm not an attorney. Uh, according to, uh, I don't know, Doug Fernandez and Chris Ramirez, I'm just a talk radio host, right, Doug? Yeah. <clears throat> no, he has no degrees. He just talks loudly, right? I'm like, you're an idiot. Uh, number four, have you seen a document circulating around? Oh, bait, bait, bait. Have you seen a document circulating around the labs with instructions on how to resist the vaccine. <gasps> Will you be willing to rat out other people? Name names. Name names. Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to me? So including asking for informed consent along with a prepared list of detailed questions. Recommendations to elongate the process. Document all. This is a directive. You're an employee receiving this. And they're saying, document all your communications with Sandia management and pursue accommodations. Wow. Or you aren't going to touch with a 10 foot pole, maybe a 20 foot pole at that one. Never actually seen it. Is that 10 foot pole? Is that the one where you like sweep all the gunk out of the, the swimming pool? Number five <clears throat> is your request for accommodation based in whole or in part on a document or information you saw on the internet in an email or Church, uh, here's an example they start giving you. Church Marietta Statement of Faith. I don't know anything about this, Dad. You probably do. Stand for Health Freedom or We the Patriots, etc. Did you submit this? Like, is this under perjury here? Can I not answer? Like, don't touch that question either. The moment you lie on that, we'll probably terminate. Like, this, all, this, this questionnaire 
is a violation of your religious exemption, if you think about it, because it's invasive. It's invasive. Not only is your shot invasive, but you're questioning me as if you don't trust me. And there's no reason if I say no, no means no. My body, my choice. I mean, we can go a number of different ways on this, okay? And you can't call me selfish or humiliate me or peer pressure me into doing something. And it's, we won't even touch the constitutionality. You already know it's not constitutional, but they're going to say that it's, uh, if you want to keep your job, they don't really care. Here we go. Number six. If so, please describe the document or information and how it relates to your request. They want you to follow up on that, ladies and gentlemen. And finally, number seven, did you get your independent statement of faith or your personal statement or any portion of them off of the internet? Boy, wow. you're a really stupid person for getting all that information off of the internet. This is what Sandia National Labs received in their email today. Now think about that for a moment. These are people who are threatened with their very livelihood. These are not risk takers. These are, are people who are team players. They've invested for a long time in their education. They are not the kind to kind of pick up and move on to the next job. They're very conscientious about their home life, their personal life, and certainly you know their life of uh, civic life. They probably show up to vote. These are people who make educated decisions on whatever it is that they're about to do, and they're getting questioned like this. Not to mention, they don't like to take risks. Very few scientists, I think you know that, right, Doubt? Don't, do, do not like to take risks. This puts them in a very, very, very bad position. And what do they do? They've been separated from each other for the last 19 months. They can't organize because they don't know who they, each other is, and they've been separated, right? six feet of uh, separation while at, the, at their business. Many of these people have been working from home are now being forced to say, hey, you must come to work. You must come to work and you must get the vaccination. Very different than what we had for the previous 18. Why can't I work from home? I worked from home for the previous 18 months. Suddenly I have to go ahead and come into work. Doubt is that we actually have adopted a whole brand new work pattern for Dow based upon <laughs> this very thing. I'm like, I never thought of Dow working at home, but he likes working at home and I'm totally cool with it. These people have to get together. They have to organize. And there's now case law, Daniel, just like there is there for personal choice, where the federal government at any level, and look it up, Dowd. It just showed up yesterday in the Federal Court of Appeals in the, uh, I don't know, what something circuit, right, in the District of Columbia, which suggested that the federal government cannot require you to get a mandate. You have personal freedom and personal choice. So tell your sister-in-law, tell everything that's going on out there, Daniel. Don't answer these questions. Get involved with a group of people who is going to do whatever they can to go ahead and preserve what semblance of individuality and personal choice that she has. Her life is not her job. She shouldn't be threatened with her own personal income or livelihood. And let's not forget, how much money does it actually take? Or excuse me, not money. How much leverage does this collective group of people who have not got their, their vaccines how much power do they wield? I would imagine quite a little bit. I would uh, suggest that the Sandia National Labs, right down, would probably be a little bit dysfunctional if they're missing, you know, a few hundred of their employees, oh right? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. So that's yeah. something that they definitely have to do. So, Daniel, cheer up. Things are going to be good, you know, um, and uh, we're make sure that you turn out and vote and uh, get the information out there on what we're doing. And don't forget to watch our mandate town hall as well, okay? All right. Hey, Eddie, thank you for all that you do, man. Yeah, absolutely. Good stuff. I appreciate you very much. Well, see you finding, Doug. Uh, just stunning, Eddie, those questions. Uh, yeah. I, I, it, 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 
I'm not of the conspiratorial bent, but it sounded a lot like those questions are the kinds of questions that attorneys and cops ask suspects in order to get them talking so they could trip themselves up. Right. Uh, uh, you know, I'm thinking of something like a perjury trap uh, or, or the way an, you know, an attorney wants to get someone on the stand and give them enough ro- rope to hang themselves. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I'm not. I'm not an anti-vax religious person. I just, I'm just not afraid of the coronavirus. If I were a person who were, who submitted one of these religious objections, I would, I'm not giving legal advice. I'm not qualified to, but I would be very wary about answering those questions without consulting with some really knowledgeable people. Um, I think my posture would be all you need to hear from me, employer, is my personal religious beliefs, which are intimate to me direct me to say no to this vaccine. I have no intention of going on at length explaining this to you about where I might have read something or who might have spoken to me. Right. That yeah. is that is that is East Germany kind of stuff. I mean that is really, really spooky. Uh, I think the decision you were referencing, Eddie, it's um came out of Louisiana. Okay. This is the second uh, circuit Court of Appeals came late yesterday, Thursday. Uh the Louisiana's largest health system was attempting to fire, as of, I guess, today or tomorrow, the non-vaxxed employees. They are not permitted to do that, according to this ruling. Um, let's see. Throughout a lawsuit, and let me look. There's another article here. Uh, they cannot discipline uh, or fire in any way uh, nor, uh, Louisiana employees who refuse to get vaccinated. That's the Second Circuit Court of Appeals in Shreveport. Uh, they just almost hit the deadline for all of the fi- filings. Uh, the Second Circuit Court's rulings do not affect district courts outside of northern Louisiana, but it's a okay. signal to businesses statewide that vaccine mandates, uh, well, I mean, we're, we're still fighting this war. So, listen, we'll take a, a favorable ruling where we can get one. And I think you need to hold out. You have to organize. You have to stick together. And you need to make sure that you are non-responsive on all of this stuff. Because I'll tell you, you start breaking links in the midst of all this, and what will inevitably happen to you is they'll find the one guy that'll work on him until he squeaks. And yep. they do every single one, uh, so on and so forth down the line. In fact, many of your, you know, uh, uh, fellow workers and employees uh, who have signed on for all this, they've caved up pretty early. But let's sure. not fault them for that because we don't know what's going on in their personal lives, what they've had to deal with. But I can tell you that a majority of them who have taken the vaccine would su- have suggested, based upon this wonderful song and all the rest of the science that we've shared from Dr. Yeadon, and the body's natural immunity and antibodies, the mRNA, like all of the information that's out there, they would not have taken this uh, quote-unquote vaccine, which we know is gene therapy either. Back after a quick break, we're going to get back to uh, D-Dowd Muska and his stuff uh, that he has written. All you have to do is uh, tune back in, back in four minutes, and AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. We're thinking of everybody out there, all the Los Alamos National Labs employees, Sandia National Labs employees, City of Albuquerque has already pushed back. There's no mandatory vaccinations there. There's no mandatory vaccinations at Bernalillo County. And we know they have listened to this radio station. They listened to uh, my mayoral arguments uh, for that. And we've achieved that. Just that very little bit has done for my candidacy. Can you imagine what we can do if we win this city? Vote for me for mayor. Fightfor505.com. <laughs> Thank you. 
selection from nine top designers including the disney collection to 18 different lines brings the shopping experience of new york and dallas right here to albuquerque call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience and matthew's bridal 890-3736 located across the street from coronado center at 6121 manal boulevard Hi, this is Mark Minacucci with the Minacucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, health care, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683, 883 883- Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness. Do you know what your building is worth? Would you like to get a free cost analysis within 24 hours? We can help. Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. Hi, this is Mark Minacucci with the Minacucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, health care, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683, 883 883- 3683. Raw Greens on San Mateo, north of Manal. Come into Raw Greens, all natural CBD and hemp products for anxiety, stress, sore muscles. Raw Greens topical creams, tinctures, and pet products. Raw Greens online, cbd.theplaceilike.com. 
Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your creditworthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Get the daily news dropped to your inbox every morning at 4 a.m. Sign up now at rockoftalk.chat. Get the conservative calendar, top 10 clips, and links of the day, local U.S. and global news briefings, all at rockoftalk.chat. Red 450. I got into an 80s mood here, so we're going to hold back to that for maybe a little bit later on in the show. Uh, that's when that will slow down. Sorry about that, Doubt. Uh, simply Red, I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't heard that song in forever. I'm going to go there, but maybe I should have uh, held back on that instead of holding back on the years. Uh, D. Dowd Musk uh, has got a couple of reports that he filed this week. One's on Wednesday, one on Friday. We'll get to that about bottom of the hour. Next hour, Murder Mike, we're going to get to the latest with that. Sorry, my, my throat was a little, it doesn't generally get out of sync. Uh, um, you know, I'm sort of gifted. Oh, uh, by the way, I'd want the punt. I forgot about that. Someone just texted me. He's like, did you win the punt <laughs> and kick contest? I indeed did. I did. I uh, beat, uh, I beat uh, Tim Keller. Timmy. Timmy. Tim Keller and uh, Manolo. Hey, Manolo. By the way, uh, let me ask you, when you guys try to say, well, you're on the radio, that's cheating. I'm like, uh, it's not cheating, actually, and well within my rights, and they're welcome to uh, their time here on the radio, uh, however they want. You can't uh, file a request and a complaint. I mean, did uh, Sheriff Manny Gonzalez give up his time as sheriff and him being a breadwinner during that time? Just, just a question, just an answer for you out, out there. Huh? How about that? Did Tim Keller give up his job as mayor? Do I need to give up my job as a radio talk show host? I mean, got to put, remember, I'm poor. I'm homeless. You got no money, right? <laughs> I love it. I see oh, that shopping I cart behind it. you. <laughs> yeah, I love it. All the, you see the shopping cart behind me? Like, like, yeah, this is all just totally bogus. So anyway, if they can pursue their things and uh, he's still on the job as sheriff, he's still on the job as mayor, then I can be as on the job as talk show host. Nothing that would prevent that. I mean, we can have all the moral relativism. Uh, relativistic uh, arguments that you want, but I did beat them. I got, uh, I don't know, like 117 yards. I think um, Tamai got like 102 yards or something like 105 yards. And, and then, Manny uh, got negative 13 yards. <laughs> uh, well, he's 0 for 5 in the ethics, and then he got 81 yards. And then, ethics uh, and athletics. Really, really sad thing about yesterday is like, you know, I started playing. I'm like, uh, you ready to warm up, Manny? He didn't say anything to me. 
And I started tossing him the ball, you know, because you know how I am. I think you almost love the, like, if I know you don't like me, I'm going to go mess with you and play with you as oh, much yeah. as possible. <laughs> like, I will find, oh, he doesn't like me. Let's go talk to him. <laughs> you know, I will, I will do everything I can. And so I tossed him the ball and he started throwing. And then Tim came out. I don't know what Tim was dressed in. You know what he looked like? He looked like uh, John Madden uh, when he was coaching the Raiders. You know how John Madden always w- walked out there? I'm like, Tim, you're wearing this giant black jacket out there and like slacks. So, at least, like, we were, the crowd was uh, looking to try and see, you know, if you had a pair of shorts in there, in there, you know? So anyway, that's uh, that Manny didn't wear shorts either. So uh, he actually dressed up uh, as a, as an 11th grade football player. So oh, that was interesting. But, More uh, like a corner for him, but you know, <laughs> yeah, and me, and me, I'm all dogging my, or wearing, you know, wearing the Aragon for mayor cap and then the, <laughs> I'm, you know, taking every advantage that I can to just promote the radio station. Got the giant Superman shield rock of talk shirt uh, out there. And I'm wearing red just to make sure everybody knows that I'm a Republican. You know, like doing everything I can. And a cape. <laughs> yeah. So we went out there and we punched it and I threw the ball. We punt, pass and kicked. So anyway, it was a pretty good event. And uh, thanks, Coach Turcott. Congratulations to the St. Pius the 10th star. Oh, they won. To the charges of the Albuquerque Academy. It was pretty cool. So I was very excited about that. And that was a big win on homecoming night, right? Hmm? A little homecoming there, right there at Nusenda Stadium. I figured out what I'm going to do. I'm going to call my friend Jason Harrington and Peter Trevestiani after we become mayor. And I'm going to paint the entire stadium black and black and yellow, right? I'm going to play right. black and yellow, black and yellow. You, you don't know the rap song, right, Dad? You don't know the black and yellow, black. And, you don't know that song? So I'm going to play the whole thing black and yellow. And then all the home team, all the home games for St. Pius X for the New Senate will be played right there. There we go. We'll be, we'll be doing that. Yeah. Right? Knocking yeah. out, knocking out 10 birds with one stone. The New Senate <laughs> Stadium. And by the way, I did look it up. It's New Wanda. New Wanda from Dead Poets Society. Remember? Ah, uh, yes. Figured out yes, those. There we go. Yes. Anyway. All right. I just, uh, wait. Dowd only gets one story in this thing. We'll take it to the top of the hour. Pick your Wednesday or Friday, uh, Dowd. Which one? Uh, yeah, we'll go in uh, chronological order. Uh, okay. th- th- this is uh, a piece that uh, I think is it, it affects every single person listening to us, Eddie. It's about Ooh. gas prices. Oh, and uh, I don't think people are uh, strangers to knowing how uh, high those prices have risen. And uh, let's see, I looked at the national data. We are up, what, a buck 22 uh, from the last year. In New Mexico, in the last 12 months, we were up 60 six percent so wow what in the last 12 months i mean yeah and i last time i checked the one of the large outside of saudi arabia one of the largest reservoirs of oil oil on planet earth is right here in new mexico so uh something that's just bugged me for a while in, in terms of why gas prices are what i consider to be unnaturally high here they're a little bit below the national average but don't forget the national average includes places like california new york connecticut you know states that have 50 60 70 cent gas taxes our gas tax is, is amazingly in this state one of the lowest uh in the country so you can't really blame gas taxes i've been looking at um refining capacity it seems to me there's a a coal uh, a correlation between refining capacity and mm. uh, cheaper gas rates. And, of course, these, this is where the, the infrastructure is, where the crude oil is brought to. They make asphalt out of it. They make propane out of it. They make high-test gasoline. They make middle-of-the-road gasoline, those big uh, crackers, those big cracking towers. And I did some research, and I, I have an interesting book from the 1970s that's sort of an overview of the state economy and geography and culture. We had eight refineries in New Mexico in 1977. Eight. 
We have one operating refinery in New Mexico today. We actually so that, have that's a loss of 88%. Is that correct? That, that is. Well, but get this. Even though all the, you know, most every refinery in the country, like nuclear plants, they're always uprating. You know, they're making themselves more efficient. They're doing more right. with less. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a number of different projects you can do to increase the capacity. So yeah. you don't have to build a new greenfield refinery because in New Mexico and lots of other states, if you try to build a new refinery, the environmentalists will sue before you even have the thought of building another refinery. I mean, these are people with deep, deep pockets. So you don't necessarily have to buy a piece of land and start a new refinery. You can uprate your existing. Uh, we have have less overall re- refining capacity. Our capacity in 1977 was 114,500 barrels of oil a day. Our capacity today, uh, four and a half decades later, is less. 4,000 barrels a day less. We're at 110,000 capa- uh, barrels capacity at the one refinery we have left in New Mexico. Way to go, New Mexico. Oh, you yeah. Really, but but really think of this. We used to refine 35% of all the oil that was tapped here in our state. We used to refine a little over one third of it. We are down to having the capacity of refining only 11% what? of the oil. Where that are is we trucking that stuff to? We're literally we're trucking fuel to refine the fuel some other place. Why aren't we doing it right here? And oh. as capacity has waned here, it's uh, it's gone up elsewhere. Uh, not not surprisingly, you know, we have a terrible policy environment here. Here we have ter- you know we don't have a right to work law, which Heavy industry loves those right-to-work laws. Yep. The situation is so bad, Eddie. This is insane. Gasoline, and I'm not saying this is the sole reason our gas prices are high. I'm saying this: if we had gone in a different direction, we'd have a lot more refining capacity here, and I think our, our prices would be a lot cheaper. Indiana and Florida are states that have 30-cent higher gasoline taxes per gallon. Their overall cost of gasoline is lower than New Mexico. Indiana and Florida, where you don't find any oil. So that's how crazy things have gotten in this state. We should not be paying as high a price as we pay for gasoline. And I humbly suggest in this piece, available at rockoftalk.com, if we had kept up with or even expanded our refining capacity, we'd be in a different situation. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, Dowd, uh, you know what I'd love to see? Comparison of the increases uh, uh, since uh, uh, 2020, since the beginning of COVID, in each of the prices. As yep. a proportion overall. So let's uh, maybe, maybe we can take a look at that. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, we're going to check back with Dowd uh, with our Friday piece, uh, which is coming out, not to mention our releases uh, right here for the week, right here on AM1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, and rockoftalk.com. A little Metallica here to exit out. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Yeah! There you go. Jam out. with second hour coming up next. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Democrats say they will reach a decision soon regarding the hard infrastructure bill and social spending package. California Congressman and Progressive Caucus Deputy Whip Ro Khanna spoke about this on Fox News. I believe we're very close to having both bills passed. We will have a significant investment in infrastructure, including our ports. He adds that people can, in fact, vote on the two bills separately, 
even though Democrats like House Speaker Nancy Pelosi have advocated for both bills. A CDC advisory committee is set to meet next week to consider approving the Pfizer coronavirus vaccine for use in younger kids. This comes after the FDA authorized the same vaccine for children between the ages of 5 and 11. Once the CDC signs off, about 28 million children will become eligible to get vaccinated. USA Radio News. COVID is spiking again, and it's just not clear how to keep your family safe. Fever is the leading symptom of COVID, and the only way to reliably detect it is with an accurate thermometer. Be vigilant and be accurate with the Exergen Temporal Scanner, whose accuracy has been proven in more than 100 clinical studies. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers. They are proven to be inaccurate and will not reliably detect a fever that might mean COVID. Learn more at exergen.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes I know it's just October, but it's never too early to look for Christmas gifts and give those you love the gift of a good night's sleep. Go to MyPillow.com, shop for great gifts, including the original MyPillow, MyPillow slippers, mattress toppers, pet beds, and of course my promo code USA will save you up to 66% on anything on the MyPillow website. Go to MyPillow.com, promo code USA, and give someone a gift that you love. It could take weeks to determine the cause of Brian Laundrie's death. From the USA Radio News Cape Cod Bureau, Chris Barnes explains. It could be several weeks before the manner and cause of death is known when it comes to Brian Laundrie, Gabrielle Petito's fiancé, an autopsy on the remains of uh, Laundrie, were inconclusive, but the results of another examination by an anthropologist are still pending. Partial skeletal remains were found and identified as those of Laundrie's found last week in a swampy section of southeast Florida where he was known to have been camping at the time. Former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is expected to turn himself into authorities next month. Back in August, the Democrats stepped down after multiple women accused him of sexual harassment. He's now facing a misdemeanor sex charge of forcibly touching a woman. Cuomo's expected to turn himself into the Albany County Sheriff's Office on November 17th. USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroos. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. The investigation into the shooting death of a cinematographer on the New Mexico set of the Alec Baldwin film Rust is intensifying. Many gun experts will tell you death by a firearm is never an accident, only negligence. Trial attorney Jeff Harris on CNBC explained that a question of negligence on the Rust movie set in New Mexico last week could come down to the level of firearm training that actor and producer Alec Baldwin received. Typically, negligence is something that occurs in the civil context and if you have gross negligence which is the kind of negligence that is likely to re result in someone's death that's criminal negligence and I, I frankly think that if you have a movie set where you've got live ammunition that is intermingled with dummy ammunition and intermingled with blanks that's the kind of activity that rises to the level of gross negligence and I do believe that someone ultimately is going to be charged with at least criminal negligence in this case from the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry.
A federal judge is imposing an indefinite ban against state and local law enforcement in Minnesota from using force against journalists in the field. Thursday's court action went into effect as a temporary restraining order was about to expire. The order is linked to a class action lawsuit filed by the ACLU of Minnesota after the police killing of George Floyd in May of last year. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon. The Rock of Talk. Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM. Rock of Talk. Dot com. 500. Hour two just for you. Me and D. Dowd Muska here in the Kiva here. I might be going for a while, just so you know, just because I've got so much that I've got to get to in terms of the uh, KKOB uh, record the secret vaults, the tapes. <laughs> Remember, uh, was it? Didn't Geraldo do that? Uh, the, the what was the Al Capone's vault? vault. <laughs> the Al Capone's vault. Uh, there we go. Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV. We can podcast on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. RockofTalk.tv, RockofTalk.com for the apps, and then RockofTalk.chat as well. We'll get to article number two uh, very quickly, and don't forget to vote, folks. You have until tomorrow at seven p.m. tomorrow night, Saturday night, at seven p.m. for early voting, and then it's it's cut off. No soup for you. You're done. And then that will happen 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon. Little Moody Blues all the way through the evening. And don't forget, you can catch all our great commercials, which are all going to be available Monday and Tuesday. You guys pick the best one. It's running all day long, ladies and gentlemen. You know which one that is. We got so many compliments on our last commercial because uh, we know funny and uh, we found funny. And uh, we'll just put that out there. Eat out, Muska here. Your Friday afternoon blast. It went out to so many people. So uh, who did he go out to, and what did you say? Uh, just very quickly, I, I forgot in the last hour to thank, uh, not to thank, but to uh, congratulate all our fellow Nevadans. Today is Nevada Day. Uh, that is the oh, holiday in our uh, adopted yeah. second home. Uh, now, I guess technically it was October 31st, but the state now recognizes the last Friday of the year as, as Nevada Day. That was uh, commemorating when Nevada came into the union. Um, not exactly legally. Uh, they didn't have the appropriate number of people to qualify as a state, but the Republicans in control at the time. And I believe that was the 1860s. There was a little bit of trouble going on in the country in the 1860s, I can't recall exactly what was going on there. Uh, Nevada entered the union, and that is why the official state motto, Eddie Aragon, as I'm sure you know, is battle born. Battle uh, born. And, and, yes. And uh, so thank uh, my, all my, my fellow Nevadans. Eddie and I both lived there for years. I was the, Eddie forced me to go back to Nevada a couple months ago with my family to have a little fun there. And uh, it's just such an amazing place. And ladies and gentlemen, it's more than... Las Vegas, there's a lot of cool stuff in Nevada. I, I spent the vast majority of my time outside of Las Vegas when I lived there. So uh, check it out when you can. Um, yes, article number two. This this just moved a couple of minutes ago. Uh, I was a little uh, ill last 15 hours or so, but I'm, I'm doing better now. Um, it's been two weeks since we heard the news, and this is something that we're used to hearing in New Mexico, Virgin Galactic's next flight delayed. 
Um, they're what? not even trying to fudge the numbers anymore. They're talking about maybe a year delay uh, as they go into what they're calling their maintenance period. Oh, okay. Uh, maintenance. You know, I got it. We, 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 we've heard this so often before. Uh, you know, they, they, get, they do a test flight or they announce some partnership with some vodka company and they get all the press and then, and then they leak out a bad piece of information the next week or on a Friday afternoon. So I've, I've been given my, I call them the dead enders, the Spaceport America dead enders. And there's so many of them. One of them is running for governor. Um, I gave him a little two week uh, lapse there. I didn't, I didn't beat him up for two whole weeks. Um, and I just, I gave him time to kind of calm down and soothe their wounds, uh, before I came forward with uh, my next piece regarding, uh, the so-called space industry in, in New Mexico. What they have said for a number of years, these are the cultists, the cargo cult, uh, down there and, you know, Bill Richardson and Rebecca Dow still looking up from the spaceport waiting for Richard Branson to arrive. Um, they've said for years, oh, no, 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 we built this for Branson, but it, it's such a great facility uh it has we give you the first mile for free it's a mile high 5,000 feet in the air uh it has the only inland restricted airspace because of white sands right next door you know all these amazing qualities that spaceport america has which is just going to be a catalyst for creating a wonderful space industry here in new mexico yeah not so much um you look at the numbers and i've been tracking this for years our employment in the, the federal government tracks aerospace parts and uh, products manufacturing as a category. Uh, we were at uh, 2,586 employees in that field 12 years ago, 2008. So we had uh, about 2,500 New Mexicans were employed in that world. 12 years later, as of calendar year 2020, we had 687 people, 687 uh, employed in aerospace products and parts manufacturing. That was a decline, a 12-year decline of 70 percent in our state. Uh, the people who are telling you that the space is the next big thing in New Mexico, we're going in completely the opposite direction. These people are really have taken leave of, of their senses. And I've been meaning to do this piece for a long time, which is basically look at where the investment in some of these are literally hundreds of millions of dollars, where the money's going in commercial space. Now, Eddie and I have talked for a long time about the special purpose acquisition company, the SPAC, the, this vehicle by which you can, it's kind of a blank check company. It's kind of a shell company and it's a, it's a pot of money. And then they go out looking to merge with a space company and go public. There's been a lot of that activity. Uh, and of course, none of it involving Virgin Galactic since they went public two years ago and we're, we're really at the two-year mark right now. I just looked at the investment announcements publicly available. A lot of this stuff happens behind the scenes, but publicly available money flowing into commercial space just in the month of October 2021. This is just one month. Uh, so, you know, there's all kinds of deals all the time, but I just looked at a little over four weeks. And I sort of walk you through uh, Terran Orbital, big company that's gonna, about to go public. They just announced a $300 million facility in Florida. Uh, Rocket Lab, they make little small rockets for smaller payloads. They built their own private, fully private facility in New Zealand, even though they're based in California. Uh, and they're also going to start launching out of Virginia. They just acquired a $40 million company in Colorado. Uh, there's a really interesting organization, a startup that I didn't know much about until fairly recently called Rogue Space Systems. They're out of Laconia, New Hampshire, of all places. Uh, they just closed on their Series A uh, initial round of investment. We have the announcement of potentially two new space stations with some very very heavy hitters. Lockheed Martin is partnering with one of them. And then Blue Origin with one of the world's richest men, Jeff Bezos, just over the state line in Texas. Uh, he's partnering with another space company to look at potentially competing 
with Lockheed Martin. So all of these major significant investments and VC allocations going to space companies, what do they all have in common in the month of October? Not one of them has any presence in New Mexico. We are basically just watching all of this money flow into the states, many of them bordering us, places like Colorado and Texas. It's not coming here, and we still live are living out this fantasy that somehow Spaceport America, that's a quarter billion dollars of your money, is going to act as some kind of catalyst. So the next time they tell you, oh, well, Sir Richard, you know, he's having some problems, but there's all these other companies. No, there aren't. They're not coming here. We're not attractive. We don't have a good workforce. Our our launch facility is in the middle of nowhere with no infrastructure around it. We don't have a, a lengthy history of space commerce in our state like places like Florida and California have. Uh, we don't really offer them a lot. We offer a terrible policy environment with a bad tax system, no right to work law, a lot of a lot of uh, impediments. And space companies just aren't coming to New Mexico. I wish they were. I want. I want commercial space companies to come to New Mexico. They're not. But boy, there sure are a lot of people in government taking your money and telling you that we're going to be the next big thing in this industry. Uh, I think I make out I make a fairly compelling case, ladies and gentlemen, that the evidence just isn't there. Well, uh, you don't have to make the case They're The companies themselves, by your research, are yep. showing that they have made the case. I yep. think that's the big thing uh, to sort of step across uh, there is that uh, we aren't attracting them down. Do you see any future for space exploration coming out of the state of New Mexico? I mean, honestly, and try to be generous or uh, maybe slightly magnanimous uh, insofar as I could use that word with the D. Dowd Muska. <laughs> it's possible. Well, you know, it's funny. Next month marks the 23rd anniversary. Like all good Gasburgers, I remember the dates of everything. Since I became interested in commercial space, I was living in my, my first adopted state of Nevada until my second adopted state of New Mexico came along. And I read just a little AP wire piece about a uh, company wants to start launching rockets from uh, just outside Las Vegas. And I remember reading that and not really knowing much about space history or the space industry. And I thought, well, space, that's a government thing. There's no you know, commercial space. That doesn't even exist. What are they talking about doing this in Nevada? And that is what sparked my 23-year interest in, in this subject. I am excited as hell. We've made People have been making promises for years that commercial space is finally going to be here. We're going to have tourism. We're going to have space stations. We're going to have people going up and doing um, you know, uh, orbital, uh, orbital manufacturing. Uh, zero gravity, apparently, for certain types of crystal formation is very good. Uh, biotech can, can be done in low gravity or, or no gravity. Eddie, I think it's finally here. We're, we've been promised this for a long time, but commercial space is here. I'm just so disappointed that New Mexico doesn't create that wonderful little nest, that inviting spot for them to come here, because I think we do have uh, wonderful things to offer otherwise. Um, The money is flowing to Colorado and Texas and Florida and even California, which is a crazy state. But, you know, California is a legacy aerospace state. They've been doing it for so long. That's where the military invented ICBMs out there. Uh, You know, the bombers were made out there, Lockheed Skunk Works. So they have a big legacy out there uh, uh, of aerospace. I'd love to see it come here, Eddie, but I despise the politicians and the Chamber of Commerce dummies who say this is right around the corner when there's no evidence suggesting that it's right around the corner unless we change our ways. We've got to change our ways, and I think we could be a dynamo, but you know, the best time to start this would have been yesterday, and we're still waiting. We are waiting. I think we're going to continue to wait, uh, and it has a lot more to do with the people and who they vote for. You need to make sure that uh, you have the right politicians in place who answer to nobody and make the best decisions on behalf of the state of New Mexico. The only way to make that happen is to have people who aren't going to be doing corporate welfare handouts 
and uh, leverage. Look, we have the highest PhD per capita anywhere in the country, right here in good old Albuquerque, New Mexico. And it's not hard for us, you know, when you think about where the nuclear bomb was invented, right here. Where's Los Alamos National Lab? Right here. Where's all these wonderful inventions and patents that have all been created? Right here in the state of New Mexico. Why wouldn't we want to leave from here? Who has the bluest skies and the highest elevation? I mean, it makes all the sense in the world, Dowd. And we just haven't uh, done it. 550-5500. Thanks for that answer, by the way. And insight. And uh, dare I say it, Dowd, a little uh, insight uh, to your hopefulness uh, with the space industry. Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Good afternoon, everyone. Wow, that's checking in early there. Uh, we got Dead Air Dave on here. And uh, how are you, Dead Air Dave? <laughs> well, uh, you know, we're talking about this uh, flu vaccine and all that stuff. And I had just come across a new book to me today, the Encyclopedia of Common Diseases. Rodale Books, 1962, and went straight to the flu section. And they talk about vaccines and all that. And uh, apparently... Flu is very common. What we got coming out of uh, China this last year and the year before is basically another version of the Asiatic flu that apparently was being a pandemic in the United States back in the 57. And the interesting thing is is that uh, there's something particular about vaccines. They are coated in eggs. And people have... Some people have an allergic reaction to eggs, and being used in a vaccine, it can have fatal side effects. As I note me here, one young lady died from the vaccine, and it had a, a lot of adverse press about it. And there was another uh, doctor who uh, put out an article in Washington Daily News. September 11 of uh, 1957. Is the big flu scare worse than the than the flu? The article goes on to quote, Doctor, catching the flu is the least of my worries right now. The whole thing has been blown out of proportion. So far, the typical case has been comparable to a heavy cold. Another comment. Although the public has almost ignored flu vaccines available since 1945, for other viral strains, the Asian flu has suddenly become fashionable. Mm. That kind of sounds like our current uh, issue right now. And there's another part of the book where it covers cures for the infectious disease. Repeat that again. That uh, first word was slurred a little or whatever. Conquering the infectious diseases. No, there was something before that. But anyway, go ahead. Okay. Anyhow, the uh, thing that it comes down to is vitamin C, not necessarily from citrus, because apparently some people do not have a good reaction to citrus, and citrus is not the only way to get vitamin C, as we know tomatoes and some other things. But they also mention in here rosehip. And here's one for people of New Mexico. Green chili. So if you're into the green chili, you've got your bag, your bag of hatch, you've had it roasted, start eating that daily. In fact, at some point, they say every two hours, make sure you dose yourself with some form of vitamin C. It'll, it feeds the white blood cells that fight the infections. 
So I thought that was rather fascinating. You know, I've read the book for less than five hours, and I started diving into it because I was preparing for tomorrow. Well, what's, the, what, what, what's tomorrow? Saturday, Liberty Ladies. Oh, my God. All right. That's not, you can check yeah. in over there. There you go. We now know where to place you on the radio station. We uh, he can call in on Saturdays, Liberty Liberty Ladies. What do you think? He's a regular caller. I listen to oh, is he really? Dictionary Dave all the time. Oh, okay. He's the only person in New Mexico who has more old books than I do. <laughs> Does he? Is he actually reading? Do you think? Well, you know, Eddie, I think he brings up an amazing point, which is they are either and they've done this from day one. They are they have either ignored or I think in some cases increasingly. I know I sound kooky, but rewriting the history of how people dealt with viruses uh, and, and moved it all into lockdown, crackdown, quarantine, uh, you know, mRNA technology and, and no focus on boosting your immune system, no focus on treatment and therapeutics, uh, no focus on the need to be outside uh, and, and get your, you know, Dave was talking about vitamin C. I've been reading lately a lot about vitamin D because I'm getting less sun out with the dogs because the days are shorter and the, the sun is lower. Um, and, and, and the diet contribution to this, maybe if we ever return to sanity, we will look back on this time and just think the dereliction of duty on the part of people who just decided like Pol Pot, this is year zero. Everything we've learned about fighting pandemics in the past has no applicability to this and just shut up and do what we'll tell you. Uh, there was wisdom in those old days. Um, the 50, Dave just mentioned the 57, 58 flu. That was rough. That came through the United States. Um, there was also one around Woodstock when all those kids were stomping around in the mud. There was a there was a flu going through and it was kind of like page seven or page eight news in the newspapers. They, they tracked it, but they didn't do the fear porn that, that we have now. Viral outbreaks are part of the human experience. And by all means, we should do what we can to deal with them, but also recognize what uh, what we can't. You know, Dr. Disgrace, I tweeted out a comment at the Rock of Talk uh, yesterday. He has some comment about, I, I don't understand. We've hit a pl- plateau in cases, even though we have such a high vaccination rate. This is, I don't, I, I can't, I just can't, can't account for this. I don't know. I, I, well, maybe, doctor, you can't explain it because you're not God, because life and nature doesn't conform to your preconceived theories about the way things should go. Uh, maybe a little humility on your part, Dr. Scrace, uh, is warranted. But, of course, you people have never been about humility. You people have been about commandments, mandates, and telling people to shut up and do what they're told. And that hasn't worked out very well for the whole planet, has it? Well, it hasn't worked out for the state. We noticed that uh, what infections are up, especially those uh, amongst the people who have been double-vaxxed. Is that what I'm hearing right now, Doubt? Who 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 could who could have predicted that? Who could yeah, have nobody. That? Absolutely nobody. nobody. Back after a quick break uh, here in the Kiva, we're going to check in with Murder Mike uh, here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, and rockoftalk.com. That's rockoftalk.com here on a wonderful Friday afternoon. I don't know that the weather could get much better than it's getting right now. It's, it's time to go ahead and, uh, oh, in the case of D-Doubt Muska, walk your dog. That's uh, what he's going to do. And, just enjoy yourself uh, out there. Back after a quick break and uh, Murder Mike up next. Should you care if you're feeling good? 
This is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, health care, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road, JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. 
Takotote on Central across from the historic Highland Theater has the family of five meal deal. One and a half pounds of meat, fresh homemade tortillas, the sides, and don't forget the salsa. Enjoy takeout, dine in, Takotote, hugetacos.com. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229-884-8229. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tanrio Westlight. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tanrio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Sun's up and dine-in tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manal, Louisiana. Breakfast and lunch at Sunny Side Up. You know, it just doesn't get any better. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's a place I like.com. Alarms are ignored, kill switches are easily detected and reconnected. RFIDs are hacked using a basic code grabber. And GPS tracking systems, well, they're good at locating your vehicle after it's been taken. Give us a call, 505-550-4994. Hey, Grandpa and Stella, we need to get back to work. We are working, Eva. Yeah, all this cleaning and sanitizing is hard work. You do it right like we do. Exactly, Stella. Especially while serving all the yummy Monroe's food with a smile. Behind the mask. And in a safe, sanitized place. Hey, Hey, Eva, we want to race. I'll give you two a raise. Go and raise the flag and get back to work. We are going to Monroe's in Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. I need something sweet. Chocolate, vanilla, fudge with fruit, nuts, cream jelly, mouth-watering, tingling, sensational, and I need it right now. Not just from anywhere. It must be the Candy Lady in Old Town, and they'll even deliver. Check out the Candy Lady at candylady.com. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Teach me how to be
one here in the Kiva. We got Murder Mike, a little logical song there with, uh, well, Super Tramp. Remember 9-11, Breakfast in America? You got to go down that uh, fun little rabbit hole if, uh, if you like. Uh, maybe something to do over the weekend uh, as well here on this All Hallows Eve Eve. Right, two days away from Halloween, we got uh, Murder Mike here. Uh, hopefully, uh, you're not uh, Mike Myers. Murder Mike Myers. Oh. So had, can I tell you what <laughs> I did I'm last night? Do you want? Do you want to hear what I, I did? Can't get my chainsaw going. I know. Oh, <laughs> no. wrong, you're totally confusing your character. I don't think Myers uh, ever used a chainsaw. I can't no. see where he's like cutting Straight up knife. Out. Yeah, you're, he was all about knife, and uh, he's a vile creature, no doubt about it. Total psychopath. You know. I mean, just oh, the guy that wore the mask and everything, right? Is that uh, the one? Which one? Wow! <laughs> Mike, God, I, I <laughs> hey, you know, it's all a blur after a while. Yeah, I, I would imagine. Can I tell you what I did last night to Tim Keller? Tim Keller, I, I, I've been Keller. waiting to hear about this. <laughs> I walked on. So my my uh, my shirt, right, for me to go out there onto the field, is black and yellow. So of all of the shirts that I decided to go ahead and wear on the field while Tim Keller was out there, which do you think I wore? Oh, I hope you say Murder Mike. Murder Mike. I wore, I wore the Murder Mike shirt, yeah, because we were at uh, 103 last night. So, oh, By the way, did you notice the news, uh, news agencies here locally are now touting the uh, murder rate once again once we started making a big deal about it? Just a few yeah. Just a few days left. I think uh, Doug, Doug and Shelly were out there uh, touting 91 last night on KOAT. So, yeah. Sorry well, for they're getting push. close. We're still at 102 or 103. 103. So. Yeah, 103. The hot day in Albuquerque. Yeah, that might be a record. I don't even know what the hottest temperature ever was here in the city of Albuquerque. But uh, 108. I think I remember 108 or 109. No. Uh, I was Come on. Oh, uh, uh, well, temperature. I, I, I Follow the logical. I can't remember. Anyway, but uh, yeah. At so five thousand feet, one hundred seven. Um, I I beat him in the punt passing kick. I don't know what happened with us. Uh, wow. he, well, he, mean, he complimented like, uh, the uh, roast commercial. He really liked the roast oh. commercial. He said he he said it, it was. Uh, he called it therapy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and uh, Manny's guys were like right in front of me, listening and all that kind of stuff. Like Manny shows up with an entire entourage, hmm. like an entire group of people. There's like 15 people on the field. I'm by myself. <laughs> now, Keller's got APD with him, and like, uh, who's this? Who's this Eddie Aragon out there? Has nobody. What? What is this? What is this third party guy or this uh, you know candidate that nobody knows about? I'm just out there by myself. I'm trying to. I, you know what I am? I'll tell you. You know what I am when it comes to this race, uh, Murder Mike. And I know that you you'll yeah. know something. I'm the I'm the rodeo clown of the uh, of the race. That's what I am. Now you have you have your bull, right? And then you got the the cowboys trying to ride it, and then you got the rodeo clown. But you know what? Everyone turns out to always. They never. No one's interested in the bull. Nobody cares about the guy because he takes like ten minutes to get on the bull. You're sitting there waiting. You're going through a beer, maybe two at the old rodeo, and the rodeo clown's out there entertaining everybody. And and you're like, well, this guy gets it. You know that that's me. I think that's my role. What do you think? I like that, yeah, because the rodeo clown is actually the star of the show. He's the one that almost really gets is. scored. And, yeah. Uh, I've been to a few rodeos, and boy, the rodeo clown's out there. He's the one that saves the the, the bull, the cowboy on the. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's saving the, like, people. Uh, he's a gentleman. He's a nice guy. He's colorful. 
I meant that in that they color many colors that are out there on on him. You know, yeah, colorful. Not any sort of sort of a racial way, and you know, he's the one who puts himself in most danger too. That's true. Yeah, he's the one that gets that bull off that off that cowboy (laughs) that's coming at him. So you know, and that ain't no bull either. Oh, wow, that's really good there. Um, Yeah. yeah. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. All right. All right. Let's. uh, This is actually what Tim Keller was thanking me for this wonderful commercial. We began tonight with Mr. Gonzalez. During COVID-19, we had sex offenders that were flying into Albuquerque and having sex with underage girls. And nobody should be able to walk around downtown without any clothes on. Mr. Gonzalez, we asked a question about how you're going to help businesses. Mr. Gonzalez, you you may answer the question. Can you please repeat the question? Yes. Please explain, after I gave you use of my radio station, Sheriff Manny Gonzalez, uh, why you decided to put me in front of the ethics board. Thank you. I have not put you in front of the ethics board. That was the doing of my political consultant. Uh, You just admitted that you are colluding and using your political consultant, and you just admitted that your MFC is working directly with your own campaign, and you have now just admitted fraud, Sheriff Gonzalez. The, ro- the rodeo clown. There it is. It's literally there right go. there. <laughs> and your commercials are so unique. I've never seen yeah. nobody's ever put any kind of commercial even close to that. I mean, they are oh. they, they stand out. Right. So are you afraid? Of, I, are you I, afraid I, of getting fired at this point? Uh, only if you become mayor. Then I don't know what <laughs> I'm going to be doing. Are you, are you taking any <laughs> prescription medication? <laughs> All right, go ahead, sir. Fire away. I'm going to allude to what we first started with at uh, the top of yesterday morning or yesterday afternoon's hour. At 1.48 after yesterday afternoon, uh, APD and AFR had responded to a shooting in the 6700 block of Coach D Southeast at the Coach D in Florida. Florida. Yep. Right in, right in. Well, there's a big mobile home park there, and it's really, uh, well, it's ghetto. Uh, it's, it's gangster city, so. Uh, well, upon arrival, they discovered a 27-year-old male suffering from gunshot wounds, one to the neck, one to the chest. He was unconscious with diagonal breathing and was pronounced dead on the scene. And in the following, the, the previous morning, uh, and this is something that they, they, it was dispatched once. There was no follow-up. There was nothing. I, 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 this just blows my mind. But I know what I heard, and it was at uh, 2.30 in the morning at 7th and Central, APD and AFR responded to a reported shooting in the downtown area at 7th and Central. The victim was described as a 20-year-old male suffering from a gunshot wound to the head, unconscious with agile breathing. No, nothing was said about it. The mainstream media, I don't know what happened to there, so I'm just going to leave it as it was a unspecified shooting. News. This is something we were going to allude to yesterday. CSO. And BCFD responded to two separate fatal accidents uh, that night. The first one occurred at Rio Bravo and the Rio Grande River. Upon arrival, SO and BCFD found a vehicle on its roof with one victim being ejected on the ground, unresponsive. The victim had sustained extensive head trauma and was found dead at the scene. The second accident was a hit-and-run crash involving a pedestrian, and that occurred at 12.13 in the morning at Corzin Adenal. The victim, described as a male, approximately 40 to 50 years of age, had suffered a high-speed impact uh, crash from a vehicle. 
he suffered obvious head trauma, visible head trauma, and was DOA at UNM Hospital. And uh, moving over to the west side, at about 1.30 in the morning, at an address on 56th Street, Northwest, this is why, what I mean about assaults becoming really deadly. A meth-crazed man with an extensive psychological history began assaulting his girlfriend with a machete, threatening to kill her. When APD arrived, they located the female victim hiding in a closet, uninjured. They took the suspect into custody, who is now facing numerous felony charges, including aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. So Wednesday night stats, there were four assaults, four shots fired calls, uh, three uh, calls for domestic violence. There was one suicide by hanging that was completed, so that was unfortunate. Uh, there was two disturbance calls and one DWI arrest, a residential burglary, one stabbing, and one, one drug overdose, fentanyl-related, and he was deceased beyond help, which uh, state police did something about that. And then an update on a story that we first brought you on a road rage incident, which occurred last Tuesday afternoon, a female driver, along with her juvenile daughter, was cut off in traffic. The driver then began chasing her, firing shots at her until she finally turned into a police substation. The female victim gave a detailed description of the driver and his vehicle to police, who immediately put out a bolo on all airs. That's a be on the lookout. The offender was located the next day, Wednesday, after numerous reports began coming in regarding a reckless driver on I-40 cutting off motors, nearly causing several crashes. APD quickly located the suspect vehicle on I-40, initiated a high-speed felony, or a correction, I mean, a high-risk felony stop, took the driver into custody. Joseph Turner, no age given, was booked into the MDC on numerous traffic offenses, as well as various charges regarding the road rage incident from the previous Tuesday. So that, that's kind of what happened from yesterday. Quickly looking at today, as we all were, everybody was talking about, Wilson Stadium was evacuated last night during a football game between the Valley Vikings and the Sandia Matador. Wasn't that yesterday? Yeah. That was yesterday, okay. yesterday evening. You, yes. said, uh, you said that was yesterday, then you went to today, and they said, well, back looking back at yesterday. <laughs> oh, okay. what, what day is this again? <laughs> yeah, that was last night, about, oh, probably about 7.30, 7.45. And that was between the Valley Vikings and the Sandia Matadors. The evacuation occurred after a credible threat surfaced on social media of an active shooter. The stadium was cleared. The game was rescheduled for Saturday. And it's going to be a no-attendance game. Uh, Story-wise, there were shots fired into a dwelling in the 7600 of AmeriCare Court. No injuries were reported. That was at 10 o'clock, a little after. At 12.17 a.m., a road rage incident ended up with shots being fired between two vehicles at Ventura and Harper. Large amounts of casings were found, but no injuries were reported. Bullet went out on all airs, and all local hospitals were checked for possible gunshot victims. And at 2.18 in the morning, AP was dispatched to the Audioso Apartments in the 4200 block of Montgomery Northeast in reference to a fight in progress. Upon arrival, APD found one suspect, one suspect that was armed and barricaded in one of the apartments. Further information came out that the suspect was a wanted felon and wanted to shoot it out with police. Tactical units were dispatched to the scene. We don't know what finally happened over there. Stat-wise for last night, uh, there was five domestic violence calls, three suicide calls, 
Aggravated assault, there were three. 18 shots fire calls, so that's still up there. A residential burglary, a commercial burglary, three psychiatric calls, two DWI arrests, and three down and out. So that's a look at the last couple of days and nights in the Albuquerque area, Eddie. And, uh, boy, all I can say, we really need to. I was reading an article uh, briefly on the morale of the police department. We really need to get behind our, our, our officers on the street, let them know we're behind them, we support them, and we're with them because their, their morale is really low. They're, they're leaving the department in record numbers, and we need, we need to do something about that. So, Eddie, that's a quick look at what's happening. Good luck, my friend. Back to you. All right, good stuff. You got a prediction for Tuesday? Don't do it. I will uh, make sure that I just hang up on you right then. There. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to ask him before he just ran out. Uh, 550, 5500. That's 550, 5500. You want to go ahead and check it? They're having a rally. People are out there. And um, hold on one second. Whew. There we go. Okay, so. They're having a rally. People are flashing our signs. People are getting people to get out and do the vote. And that's really what's awesome is that so many people care about uh, changing the city. And that's really what we're all about. But um, young uh, Murder Mike actually alluded to something. And I want to share that. So let me do this because this is important. We had, and you guys are sending in your, your ballots, all this stuff. Uh, I shouldn't say who shared this, even though I want to. Here's the official numbers and the responses of quarter one. The past couple of months, have you seriously considered seeking employment in a different line of work? This is all of the Albuquerque police officers. Okay. Answer choices. Yes. 85.75%. 361. No. 14.25%. Like you can't get worse than that, folks. It doesn't get worse than that. Doubt. I'm literally sending this to you as we speak. I want a full and complete breakdown because who we choose to lead our police officers, and I can tell you right now I have the confidence of many of these people, uh, is going to largely determine the direction this, this city goes. Okay, Those police officers are the leaders here in the city. They are the front line. They are the attitude. They are the muscle. They're the guys that are keeping us safe. And what they say goes, I can tell you a lot of people have reached out to me directly, but if literally 85%, eight and a half out of every 10 people within the police force are looking to go ahead and, and uh, leave the police officers. My plan is the only one that works, which is police officer retention day one. As I've stated to you, it's something that absolutely has to happen. So I certainly hope that each and every one of you uh, find it in your hearts to go ahead and vote for our, our police officers uh, by voting for me. Fight for 505.com. Eddie Aragon for mayor. Get behind Dan Lewis. Get behind Lori Robertson. Get behind Renee Grout. Get behind our school board members. We have to do everything we possibly can here in these uh, last uh, few days. Uh, to go ahead and make sure that we change the city. Go ahead, Doug. Yeah, Eddie, if you just indulge me, I, I have from a very good source, someone that I trust immensely, uh, I won't say the woman or gentleman's name, APD, obviously a huge issue, but, you know, AFR, another very substantial service provided at the municipal level, um, a poll was conducted of AFR, this, this is the union membership, um, AFR, I'll leave aside my usual uh, criticism of public employee unions just to look at this data, and again, this is from an impeccable source, and I, I won't reveal the source, uh, 416 members responded out of 729 firefighters, a grand total of 24.75% are saying, uh, you will have to terminate me, I will resign, or I will retire, 
if you uh, make me get the vaccine. So you're talking about one in four of the rank and file of AFR, the people who come help you if you're in an accident, if your building's on fire, you know, they're, they're pretty important public, uh, public employees. Uh, 20, you know, just under 25%, one in four. Uh, if you combine those three responses, either I will retire, I will resign, or you will have to fire me. Uh, 24.75%, just, that just came in last night from a very reliable source, and I thank the source. He or she knows who they are. Um, Eddie, it's, you know, what we're seeing this, this is not unique to Albuquerque, not unique to, to New Mexico. We're seeing this coast to coast. Uh, uh, they are not the people who are the first responders who run toward the danger while a lot of us run away from the danger. Um, I think, I don't know, their opinion matters. And if we lose 25% of them or 35, 30 or 35% of them, I think it's going to have an impact on public safety in our communities. Maybe something that, um, the Fauci fascists might want to concern themselves with, but I guess for them it's all about power anyway. There you go. D-Dod Musco is doing all the analysis. And you got that yesterday? I uh, came in late last night, just before midnight, from an impeccable source. 24.75% of the people who responded to the union poll, AFR, I will either resign, I will retire, or you will have to fire me. I'm not taking the vax. So both from a VAX perspective as well as a crime perspective, I mean, sort of on both ways, correct? Exactly. I mean, it doesn't matter which way that you look at that. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Back after a quick break, uh, we're going to wrap the hour. And then 6 o'clock until close. I don't know when I'm going to close here, folks, but uh, it's going to be nothing but uh, all those bit audio bits that were recorded directly from KKOB. I'm going to go ahead and uh, put that stuff uh, out there because I want you to hear them. I want you to hear the biased media that's out there that's trying to shut us down. For the record, we've already gone a good five hours. It'll all play tomorrow. And then, of course, uh, we've got the next stuff that's going to be there uh, as well. Thanks, everybody, for listening right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 com. Crying, 
your home or business security to the local company with an armed response. They sold out and now you got selected. Now your security is on the brink of being bought out by a national corporate giant. I'm Aaron Jones, owner of International Protective Service, IPS. IPS isn't for sale. I'm invested here and care about your home and business security like it's my own. Let the highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols of IPS protect what's yours. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229, 884 8229 Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tanrio Westlight. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tanrio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness. Do you own a business that's expanding? Are you outgrowing your space? Do you need a second, third, or even fifth location? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. 
Are you fooling yourself about your retirement savings? What return have you seen on your retirement funds in the last year? The last five? Now's the time to reach for new support to move toward your goals. Call Tom Crow at 243-2281. This week can be your best week. The week when you get onto a better path with your money. Call me, Tom Crow, at Crow Financial Advisors to give your nest egg the attention it deserves. 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. It's made Albuquerque famous, Breaking Bad and the Candy Lady, a national landmark and an old town anchor for almost 40 years. Right here at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com, a tribute to Breaking Bad and a spectacular taste sensation that you'll never find anywhere else. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Sun's up and dine-in tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manolan, Louisiana. Avocado toast, chicken avocado omelet, and any of Sunny Side Up's healthy, tasty lunch choices. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's the place I like dot com. I'm gonna 
music doesn't exactly appeal to me my uh ringtone i should probably tell you this uh dowd uh you couldn't guess my ringtone in a million years my ringtone is a locally produced television or a, a, one of those netflixy type things and i just love it i've actually never watched it before and you may have do you, do you watch any of those do you do the binge thing where people binge watch or binge? Oh yeah, watch? yeah, I've been known to. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I have uh, an obsessive personality. <laughs> okay, so locally, a locally produced uh, uh, show that I actually um, have used as my ringtone, but I've never seen a single episode. Care to guess what that might be? Um, well, the obvious is the obvious. It's, it's got to be less than the obvious. Uh, what's what's you you wouldn't go for something obvious because Eddie is a He's an intellectual. You, I, you think I'm intellectual? <laughs> what? You mean I've, I've you have thoughts? There it is. Ooh. This is the coolest thing. It's so art belly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? I just love this. I might actually watch this this weekend. <laughs> You know what that is? Sounds that is like Stranger Things. Oh, yes. Yeah. We're now paying for it in New Mexico this current season. Yeah, I think we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Homegrown and produced. There we go. Six o'clock, six o one. Uh, commercial free all the way through hour three. Caller, you are in the queue. Go ahead. Hello. Hello. How are you? Go hey, ahead. Hey, Eddie. how are you? It's did you miss me? It has been a year. Oh, to, to the day? To the day? Shirley. Uh, pretty much, is yes. This, is, this, so, is this stalker, yes. Shirley? Is this sto- Are you a stalker, Shirley? Yes, I am. Watch. <laughs> don't tell anyone. I won't tell a soul. There we go. All right. Okay, what's it. going on, Shirley? How's it going? Uh, thanks for checking in a uh, year 365 days later uh, into the Kiva. Go ahead. I know. So, the crew from last year that focused on the national elections is back in the game, and this time uh, we are doing a freedom ride and a protest, and it's twofold. Yeah, Shirley, you're the one up in in uh, Rio Rancho, right? Shirley in Rio Rancho, you and your husband, you guys do all the stuff, right? And you moved here like I don't know, like four or five years ago. Is that about right? Did I, did I am actually in Albuquerque now. Oh, so, oh. So, yes, I will be voting on Tuesday. There it is. Okay, wow, <laughs> look at this. Yeah, are you, and by any way, she is now deceased, but were you in any way related to uh, Miss Cleo? Call me now. Um, um... I can't. I, yeah, I cannot say. I cannot say. Do you know? Do you, do you remember Miss Cleo, like the late night sidekick? Yes. Not, yes. Not sidekick. I used to watch her. Oh, did you really? Were you fascinated by her? Oh, she was amazing. Was she? Was she able to predict the day of her own death? That's all I want to know about Miss. Call me now, Miss Cleo. 
I don't know, but uh, yeah, I may be able to do other predictions, but I don't want you to hang up on me. I'm not going to hang up on you. I, <laughs> I am going to die on July 26, 2016. Call me now. There it is. <laughs> she was, uh, uh, let me see for her heritage. Where did she, oh, from Jamaica, man. The islands, yeah. yeah. The islands, man. Yeah, there she, you go. She was a yeah. shaman. She was a shaman man from uh, Jamaica. Are you, uh, Shirley, where are you from? I am from Romania. Oh, wow. And totally, yes, besides I, totally, wow. I totally screwed this up. That's it. You can hang up on me now. There it is. <laughs> Don't call me now. I uh, mess up uh, I mess up a uh, phone call. <laughs> That's right. Well, uh, uh, besides my Jewish heritage, I was also told that I do have some gypsy blood. Oh, so, Roma yeah, people. The Roma uh, people. Yeah. That's good. Me um, too. I'm, uh, you know, they they pushed us out. We were Jewish people that were pushed out of Spain. I don't know if you guys know that or not, but and then yes. we 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 started building all sorts of stuff for the cat. We had to so, start marketing for the Catholics, and then uh, mm-hmm. we became full full Catholics. And uh, you know, we drank a lot of wine. We worshipped a lot of Jesus Christ. And we made a lot of babies, and then we started this great uh, big state, 100 years ahead of uh, United States of America, and that of course would be the territory of the state of New Mexico. 33, 31, 31 families, 28 from northern Mexico and three from Mexico City. Aragon, Medina, and the Quintanas came up from Mexico City. And, uh, uh-huh. we, yeah, we showed back up in uh, 1693. And uh, then they started taking down our statues 320 years later in the plaza and uh, taking down the Indian uh, palace. Isn't that correct, Dowd? Uh, we still haven't got to the bottom of that one. Yep. Yep. I know, uh, I know, yeah. And, and this is sad because there is a lot of heritage and history here in New Mexico and that's why I love it so so much. Yeah. I just wish that we would be able to preserve it just the way it is mm-hmm. with the good and the bad. I love it. We want it all. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so what's going on tomorrow? Uh, lay it on me. Okay, so tomorrow we are going to have a freedom ride that starts at the intersection of Huantabo and Central in Franklin Plaza. And we are going to go down on Central. Um, and the final destination uh, is going to be Luigi's Restaurant on 4th Street. I hope everybody knows where that is. Uh, we uh, plan to arrive there around one thirty. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Can I bring my and, Can uh, I bring my hitos over there if uh, I need to do that? I think he's uh my my hito might have a uh, football game, so I might need to check out early. But we're gonna go in and give everybody a high five. And oh, then you better to, straight, bring them. Yeah, straight to the football game. Uh, right. Yeah, after that. because we are going to have candy for the kids, All and we are right. going to Don't have know. live music, and we are going to meet the local candidates. Okay. Um, and uh, there will be different booths with merchandise and petition signatures for next year's elections. Okay. Uh, and also, we are going to make our voice heard because, honestly, we are getting really sick and tired of the mandate. And now it's even scarier uh, because we are just about to lose our medical at- autonomy. 
Yeah. And uh, do you, uh, are you, well, I'm not going to ask you. I don't think that's necessary. Yes, we're going to stand up for that and then some. Shirley, thank you so much uh, for checking in. One more time, very specifically, tell everybody where to be at 1.30 p.m. tomorrow. 1.30 p.m. tomorrow at Luigi's Restaurant Luigi. on 4th Street. Whoever wants to be a part of the Freedom Ride, which is going to be awesome, flags, signs, bring the family. Uh, we are going to meet 11 a.m. at Huantabo and Central. That's Franklin Plaza. All right. There we go. That's going to be awesome. All right. All right. I appreciate it, Shirley. We're going to make Eddie, sure we're going to go to so, Luigi's. So Don't much. forget. Yeah, no problem. And, we'll uh, yep, yep. Um, okay. One more thing. Okay. One more thing. Let's go, Brendan. Let's go. <laughs> oh, there we go. I love that. All, all right. right. Good stuff. See you all tomorrow. We'll see bye you bye. tomorrow. Mario and Luigi tomorrow. What do you think? Yeah, I, like it. I like it. I like it. That really is like 8 bit audio all day long, right? Yep, yep. Koopa Paratroopa and Koopa Paratroopa, right? <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that uh, at one point you stayed up till 4 in the morning just to get to the 8th level? Oh, yeah, big time. Dash 4, right? Uh, A lot of mushrooms in that video game. It oh, felt like you were on mushrooms playing that video game. So many mushrooms, there it is. Now, what are the, all the name of the characters back in the day? Luigi! <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, I, don't, I forget where we were going with all this. Anything else, Dowd? Uh, should I? Am I ready to crank into the uh, KKOB uh, recorded vault for? I know David's waiting anxiously. Oh. <laughs> He's licking the chops. <laughs> I just, you know, Eddie, I just will cannot I, will believe. I, will I go till 10 p.m. tonight? What will happen? Just the quality of. And listen, I wrote a column. Yes. I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. I wrote a column after the 2012 election on. How the state of I called it the state of the punditocracy and how just how what poor quality commentary you get from people on the radio and on television who really half the time don't even know what they're talking about. I still have PTSD from listening to Gene Grant and was it Merritt Hamilton Allen talk about the mayor's race. Eddie, they didn't even know what they were talking about. They they kept raising that issue of you know. This this legal challenge, it had already been dismissed earlier that day. Uh, one of your supporters called them to inform them that it had been dismissed. They weren't even aware of it. Uh, you know, in the case of Gene Grant, that's the guy I would assume if he's associated with New Mexico PBS, you're paying at least part of that guy's salary. And this is this is the, the quality of commentary you're getting, folks. I Do you mean, like that you know, drawn in uh, breath where he goes, oh, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Any Aragon. <laughs> yeah, I'm worried about the money issue. See, uh, Eddie Aragon once came on to the. Uh, <laughs> he showed up. He showed up at the studio. He just showed up one day. We had to put him on because he just showed up. <laughs> oh, man. That guy needs help. <sighs> I mean, honestly, like, you know, one toke over the. Yeah, it was a lot. A lot. A lot. All right, here we go. Oh, uh, where do we, where does it begin? Where does it, where does it end? Where does the rainbow end? All right, uh, folks, remember, this is sloppy. We're going through this live. I'm hearing it for the very first time as you are, okay? Um, this might be a time to sort of settle in for the next uh, three hours and 49 minutes. And uh, I don't know, we might go four hours, 49 minutes. I have no idea how long I could potentially go. 
I mean, that happens, right, Dowd? You've seen that with me. I just, oh, yeah. Uh, got a case of that Mississippi leg. Best just to let him finish. You know, just kind of go right there. That, that real tomato ketchup, Eddie. All right there. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's see where we're at. KQB. If you have a lot of high interest bills to pay every month, wow, that sounds really serious. Come. You know, I uh, through all the Bob Clark commentary, he actually uh, he actually did okay down. You know, okay. I thought he was he, he's the least offender. <laughs> well, he's he's more he's he's not the least offender. He's the most professional. Ah, okay. Yeah, I don't I don't know what I don't know what that means comparatively speaking uh, within the. The ranks of all that. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, Facebook. No I remind thing. you again that the seat. Does 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 TJ Trout actually do any of his own stuff? Like you, you know, Twitter, any of that? I don't. I don't think so. I mean, probably doesn't. Probably just has somebody do it for him. Sack, uh, largest pumpkin growing weigh-in carving contest and uh, pumpkin glow. Saturday, October twenty third, from four till about. Do they all sm- sound like they're smoking pot? I mean, the inhalation and uh, accent. Of, uh, pumpkin. Uh, what did Darren White leave behind there? <laughs> Alameda, just east of 2nd Street. Way is probably going to have around 5 o'clock. Carving contest, judging directly following that. And then we're going to light them all up and glow them. Right, Dad? Yeah. Just listen to that part right there. Hard-hitting stuff. And then we're going to light them all up and glow them. And again, no carving on premises. The way the carving works, go get a pumpkin, either at Jericho or somewhere else. Carve it ahead of time, bring it back, and then we'll judge them there. Oh, my God. You know what? There's not enough judging on that station. I think they need way more judging. Poor judgment. Here we go. Let's uh, let's uh, skip ahead a little bit. Scale. I want to thank Tamaya Vineyard. There is. Oh my gosh! Stop. There you go. I'm going to be had by all. Yeah. And you got one. Oh, fat guy laugh is back on. Let's You're go. taking. You 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 are taking yes. one in. Hey, can I bring multiple? You bring as many. Don't believe me. Bring as many. Can you have four pump? Can I eat four pumpkins? Yes, you can eat four pumpkins, Brent. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> I may, I may have a couple here. How big, is, how big is the biggest one? Or you want to keep this from? I don't know. He's not a good judgment of size. Just look at him, folks. Just look at him. Do people He's a big to dumb him? animal. Say yeah, it, they do. It's in the large realm. Large. Yeah, it's super large. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm very curious. That was literally three minutes that we've got through there. Still, still nowhere. Nine. <laughs> I'm gonna. Keep- Man, that fat guy laugh is the best. I want to just hire him to have the fat guy laugh. What do you think? Does that work? Well, I don't know. I mean, it's gregarious. It makes it sound like, you know, the guy who's eating the most and, you know, drinking the most and then laughing the most. Like mine. Jeez. I'm going to keep taking pictures of those rocks, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Oh, did, you, did you see uh, the poll? Oh. Which one? The Emperor's poll? Yeah, the- oh, if anybody saw a poll, it's these guys. They saw a poll. Any poll of suppression? That could possibly put me down. They saw it and they added to it. Let's go. The papers poll. Yes. Yeah, the uh, the uh, the new poll I'm reading. Al- the new poll shows Albuquerque mayoral front runner has twice the support his opponents do. But that, but election day is just a month away, and we start getting some insight now. It was released uh, Tuesday by the paper. By you ever heard of public polling policy? Yeah, yeah, they do. I mean, they're around. Hey, they do. Ooh, insight, insight. They do, you know. Public, they're around. Public polling policy. They do. Yeah, they're they're somewhere around here uh, doing 
you know, all the policy, and then they kind of fill in with a little bit of polling at the same time. Yeah, Mexico. Usually uh, Democratic polls. Okay. Use them. Okay. So, I mean, you're so used to seeing Sandorov involved in all this, but I guess he's yeah. involved with the journal, right? Yes. He's a, yeah, I think he's exclusively with the journal now. Yeah. Well, it, it, These guys know a lot about polls. It's interesting because it right. says that Keller has a 47%, Manny Gonzalez 21%, Eddie Argon 11%, and not sure is 21%. Yeah, fifth of the votes yeah. out there. Yeah. This poll. Those so, are great fractions uh, there. <laughs> I bet you yeah, he takes half man, of the I mean, pie. It's more than that. Keller doesn't. Keller only needs to pick up what uh, a little over three percent, according to this poll. Yeah, three percent of that twenty-one percent. But can he? Oh yeah, he's got to. You, you, you. Oh, did you hear that? It's like the Kool-Aid guy popping out of the red tent. Oh yeah, can he? Oh yeah. <laughs> like this is like Dole's holding you. Can he do it? He will, and we're going to stop talking about the marriage race as soon as possible. And we're going to help him get those three points. <laughs> Whatever we can do. Oh, yeah. Waka, waka. In this poll, yeah, 3% of that 21%. But can he? Oh, yeah. He's got to. Oh, yeah. You, you think? Yeah. 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 So, oh, he doubles down. Yeah. Can't wait for Eddie Aragon to lose. That's all I want. I don't care about anything else in this world. I just want to be the best talk show host. Moving on up. Um, the runoff will happen. A runoff will happen if uh, no candidate secures that 50% threshold. Oh. But uh, mm. Sheriff Gonzalez has to make uh, make it. Well, he, he's got to get 29% more in order to become a become the mayor. Has ever has Manny Gonzalez ever got 29% more of anything in his life? At any point, out. I mean, that's a real question right there. Oof. I mean, that type type of down. I mean, you're not going to close the gap, you know, with uh, you know, ads that uh, sound like the the way they sound. It's just well, I will give these two dolts credit. They actually mm-hmm. understand, at least on in, at this instance, they understand that there's potentially a runoff. Uh, the night I listened to Strauss after the debate, uh, he kept saying how Eddie was going to uh, split the vote against Keller, oh, apparently yeah, yeah. not grasping that it's a 50% plus one vote election. That's when he uh, knows that. He went five to 8% and he was like, Pew. I was like, <laughs> he went tangential. He was uh, assaulting the LGBTQ community, his producer. Then he went off and started talking about educational stuff, and transgender bathrooms and like, where are we at? And I think he, at some point he was talking about abortion. Oh. Like it was just a hodgepodge. Of, hey, we got to get, that was, one of the most classic segments, and I didn't even have to do hardly anything. I just let the man go. Yeah, you remember four years ago, uh, there was a runoff, but there was a lot of different – there was like eight candidates yeah. on the ballot. And, you know, electable candidates. I mean, people that had been <laughs> – As opposed to anybody else that's on the ballot. You, you mean Little not... Gus was an electable candidate? Little Gus? Pedrotti. Whatever, <laughs> whatever happened to old Pedrotti out there? <laughs> He was electable, Brandon? <laughs> He was so cute. I wanted to throw my arm around him. You might, you might remember I debated him here on this radio station. He came in for some airtime. He's like, oh. boy, am I sorry I did that. <laughs> I debated him right on air. I was like, uh, Bernie Bro came into the Kiva, and oh, it was an ugly scene, ladies and gentlemen. It was like uh, Dikembe Mutombo. I was like, you know, get that weak stuff out of here. City councilors, yeah, the community. So that one did go to a runoff. Yeah. Oh, was that still with RJ, or is that with Keller? You know a guy really knows the city of Albuquerque when he doesn't even, doesn't understand even know the last election. Like, which the election was. TJ Trout, was that with RJ back in 20? Did he run for re-election in 20? 20- 
17. Uh, no, he actually checked out at that time. He could have kept going. <laughs> yeah. Boy, real deep dive. That's your talk show host, ladies and uh, Deep talk dive, show. the deep dive. Okay, you realize I went away for a while, right, so, so, yes. so I, I missed that. Oh, yeah, yeah there's you? something called the internet, well, sir. Uh, are they going to legalize it? T.J. Uh, Trout here. We're keeping up every No, day. I was oh, you were too, away. I was communing <laughs> with my deer in my backyard, <laughs> right. not listening uh, re- or reading the journal. Yeah. The fat guy laugh can literally occupy like 30 seconds now. Fill a lot of time, yeah. Literally, I mean, just I mean, you got that fat guy laugh, and it just goes. So it beats having to supply content. Does this surprise you? Does anything about this surprise you? I'm surprised there's so many uncommitted voters. Okay, twenty percent. Because yeah. I mean, it's it's not like these candidates are close to each other. By the way, the background sound that you hear is uh, Dave digging through his fridge, brushing his teeth, shaving his face, or. A number of other things he might be doing wherever the heck Dave is at. You know, I mean, uh, there's a lot of different different ideas yeah. here. Yeah, for sure. For, from all three of them. Yeah, yeah. Really. So I'm surprised. I, I thought, you know, undecided would be, you know, 10, 15 percent, but 21 percent's a lot. Right. I agree. I, that's, that's That was my major thing. I didn't expect that many people to be undecided. Yep. Is Dave uh, eating Carl's Jr. at this point? I mean, there's something there. Another thing that, that I, I got to say that, that surprised me was uh, Aragon showing at 11 percent. Oh, oh yeah. of all the things that really, that really nailed us, Dowd, yep. the, the one thing that really surprised me was the fact that the guy who's literally handed us our ass for the last five years on the radio, and we had to go through Scott Stigler, and I had to come in all the way from Florida just to sort of hold the uh, coat hangers of the, of the uh, radio station together now that we'd lost Dan Bongino as well. The fact that Aragon got 11%. No, not that, uh, you know, Tim Keller is about to cross the threshold of 47%. Right? No, it was that Aragon was at 11%. Who is this Aragon character who, who is he anyway I think that probably surprised you a little you and i have talked about this off the air I oh I, I bet you've talked about eddie aragon off the air be under 10 yeah in, in this poll yeah and I, I i still think uh when the race happens he's going to be under 10 oh how about some money let's go brandon let's do some can we do a little can we do a little let's go brandon uh bet here do you think does that does that work do i get to do that under 10. Uh, okay, we'll see. What do you think? Wait, where, we'll where are we going to end up at? That's what I want to know. I want to know, like, you know, com- completely, top to bottom, you know, where are we going to be, you know? Where are we going to be with all this, you know? I think we need a little let's go, Brandon, right now, just, just to warm okay. us up. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Somebody got to do it. Hey, let's go, Brandon. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. When you ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. You ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey. Fire said the jab stopped the spread, it was lies. I remember how you wrote, but you haven't opened your eyes. These politicians are demons just in disguise. Look at Kyrie Irving and Nicki Minaj. Look at Australia, that's what's coming next. 
we don't stand up. Stop complying with them, taking our rights, it's time to man up. Republicans voting for red back laws, that's just what I can't trust. If you ever spot the facts, then they gonna ban us. Hey, this is about control, everybody knows, everyone complies, we're the kinds of pros. I don't need a plane, I just hit the road, I do what I want, I can sell my soul. Market about the crash, this is what you chose, ruining the country, I've been best to go. You gon' take the mark, I take never rolls, I'm a man of God, I can never let's fall. Let's go, Brandon, I can like I'm Nick Cannon. Good music, you know. Uh, St. Pius was actually uh, jamming to that in their locker room. Uh, Maybe not that. Uh, It it sounded just like it, so I can't tell one from the other, but I can definitely tell it when someone's anti-pandemic versus pro-pandemic. Good stuff right there. That is a Christian rapper. We'll get to more of that a little bit later. Where are they, guys? I'm saying more 5 to 7%. Ooh, 5 to 7. Do a little bet on this, man. Okay. Yeah, where's the bet? Show them your money. Put it up. Put up or shut up. What do you say? Four times that? Five times that? What do you got, TJ? Uh, what do you got? <laughs> oh, well, it, it, that was a short, short fat guy laugh because he's like, well, I, I better not be laughing too long. But, but he sure, see, this still makes me, this still makes me wonder about collusion. I don't know. Keller wanted, did Keller want Aragon in the race to split the vote? Oh, was there a conversation had about that? Wow. <laughs> Is there backdoor dealings or double dealing, kind of stealing? What's going on here, huh? Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, the last, the last thing Keller wants is a runoff. He doesn't want a runoff. Yeah. He wants this over and done with. Well, hello. Let's do a little analysis right here. Let's Let's pause for a moment. And when I get into the race, let's understand that the only way that an actual runoff could happen is if I'm in the race. Because otherwise, Manny Gonzalez gets his ass served up to him on election night. It's that simple, folks. It really is. He should be thanking me. I'm glad he's in. And we go to a runoff so we can take Keller out. That's what will happen. Understand that. Remember, they're two Democrats. They're splitting each other's votes. This is nothing but propaganda that's coming in from T.J. Trout. And remember, this is the guy who doesn't even remember that Richard Berry didn't run for re-election back in 2017. You know. And I mean, I'm talking like he's the perceived winner, and we don't even know that. Who knows which way that 21% could go, yeah, and who really knows how accurate this uh, this poll is. I mean, he's a front-runner. Yeah. I mean, it's no, no doubt about that. Right. It's his to lose. Yep. So actual election day, Tuesday the 2nd, right? Yep. Early voting starts uh, Saturday the 16th, hmm. runs through the 30th. Now, voters can also vote uh, in person or hand-deliver a completed and signed absentee ballot at the clerk's annex now, I understand, right yeah. now. And then he said he showed up a few days later. So That's Was he crazy. reading that? <laughs> uh, he's got to be. There's no other way that... Yeah, uh, I understand it, what I'm reading right in front of me. <laughs> I see dates, there's times, there's information, and I'm trying to get through it. Let's uh, go to the next one. Uh, this I don't know how this one will go. Let's see. Uh, a lack of enforcement of the traffic laws. People have fear of doing anything they want on the roadway because our- and the other thing that, that you really have to try to avoid is like well was it it was his fault it was her fault what my fault yeah. Just quick wave if you do find yourself because a lot of times i would think it's just sort of innocent it all starts with something very innocent in terms of traffic yeah. if you cut somebody off maybe you didn't see them Maybe you didn't actually mean to do it. But the other person, man, you just declared World War Three. 
Where's the hook here? I'm trying to. Where do you jump in on this doubt? I mean, it's just I don't see hook yet. I failed to find the interest. Let's let's keep going. Because maybe they got cut off. Well, I would agree that criminals here, I think, are just getting away with more, and that would extend as well to traffic violations. Hmm. Well, no, so, like, I'm not violence yeah. on the road. No, yeah, but it, it's, it's a symptom of the same problem. Yes, there, there. Yes, there, there are similarities there, but again. Well, hold on to nothing. Let's see if we move on. Somebody like this, Candy, you better, you got to tone it down because your kids love you and they need you. But you, the community and the world has to think on a, on a bigger level and a broader picture of what's happening because the government, for all the good they want to tell you they're doing, the borders are wide open. Where these people are coming in with weapons. And, and yeah, what are they going to do? I appreciate your phone call, but this is, this is not just an illegal immigration issue. I mean, come on. Oh, come on. Don't be so racist. That's, uh, leave that to us. We'll go ahead and do that and talk about Eddie Aragon being 4.6% black. That's what we do. We, we have plenty of U.S. citizens born and, and raised yeah, here. Yeah, terrible drivers. Who are, out, who are a big part of the problem. Yeah, they're well. huge. And don't pay attention to the immigrants. They're not part of the problem. Let's just focus entirely. Forget your point. You're a racist. I'm not a racist. And uh, here's where I come over the top of you. 243-3333. Mike, you're next on News Radio. Come on, Mikey. Yeah, good morning. Hey, um... What happened to the good old days when you, if you had a problem with somebody, just get out and use your fist. That's bad enough, and that can actually turn deadly too, but anybody that pulls out a gun on somebody like that, man, you are the biggest coward. Why don't you stand up like a man with your fist on and your just fist. And You know what? We go from guns to fists. <laughs> I don't know about you, but when I really want to just, like, switch it up a little bit, whatever happened to just standing up like a man, don't get your gun out, you know? I'm this is uh, heady stuff. This has nothing to do with the election, which is what we're mostly looking for here. We'll uh, continue with this uh, barrage of uh, recorded uh, important pieces of information from KKOB. Do it that way if you really got a problem with this. You know oh. what I mean? Oh, no, I, I know exactly. Oh, what yeah. From Mexico. Did Bob Clark just agree to, like, going from guns to fists that that's okay to go? Ahead? I know exactly what you mean there, Bob. Go ahead and do it. Is that endorsing a certain level of violence? That's kind of crazy. Oh. We have guns here. You know what the problem is there? There's bullets. I'll tell you what the problem with guns. Somebody made bullets. That's the problem with guns. And they come at you really fast. They shot the guy in the head? Yeah. Did he get away or is he in jail? I don't know if he's been arrested yet. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, no. I I mean, I... I'll double check, but I... Yeah, I would would triple check and I don't need to check the first time because I guarantee he hasn't. This is the level of conversation in the city, folks. Shades of gray on violence and almost like endorsing it. Uh, is that not almost advocating for vigilante justice? It's, does that sound like to you? Like, oh, yeah, yeah take care. Yeah, whatever happened to being a man and puffing your chest out, you know? Go ahead and stop over. Test your, t- test your metal here. You know, this is the uh, State Fair 24-7 right here on I-25 and I-40. Who cares about your kids? You know, just get right out. You know, you got a problem with somebody? Why don't you take it up directly with them? Yeah, that's what we need. Like, this is such a bad messaging. I don't know when this was or what was happening or what jumped in uh, anybody's uh, breakfast cereal, but it wasn't good, I'll tell you that much. Brother. What do you mean, oh, brother? What, what, why is that, oh, brother? Uh-oh, here we go. Here's David. Hi, 
I need some radio KKLB. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I got one. I got one. Yes? Yeah, I got a road rage story happened just the other day. Really? Yeah. And I wasn't even driving. And I wasn't even driving. I was walking. What? Pops, which has been every time I call the cops because I'm afraid of the cops. I'm not afraid of the criminals. All right, we're gonna we're gonna step out of this. We're gonna don't worry about that one. We're gonna find some more. Here we go. Uh, this is Richard Strauss uh, and the Viper Show. Here we go. Family. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. He's got Viper Pit discounts just for you. Plumbing. Heating. What do you think we should call our pit? You down? <laughs> you have any ideas about the uh, uh, knowledge what? pit, uh, experience pit, uh, <laughs> credible analysis pit? How about the policy pit? Policy <laughs> That's good. Pit. That's very good. Okay, the, the PP. You know, pop our peas on the air. We just pop our peas in the policy pit. Cooling, drain clog repair, swamp cooler repair and installation. Yeah, he makes me not want to buy anything from anyone. Day and night plumbing, 24 hours a day. Oh, my God. Is he still on plumbing? Jeez. Come on. Let's move it up. Service there, but I'm telling you, you won't find someone that does. Is he, like, begging for them? Please renew for another month. I need another month of income here. Please. Please buy. Just call one time. See? Didn't you get a call? Didn't you get a call? Please. Please keep advertising. Shout to him. 505. Oh, my God. He's still going. That's a minute and 20. I was like... I'm like skipping ahead. I mean, mayoral questions. Ooh, here we go. Mine's pretty good. Maybe I should do the debate. I'm gonna reach out. To yeah, you. I would kill you. I would literally maim you. You would like. Have you ever seen a massacre? That would be me on you in a debate. Can't be and say, do you need an extra panelist? Panelist. Dave, you're on News Radio KKOB with Eric Strauss. <laughs> hey, good evening, Eric. I'm a big fan of yours, and I think you do a great job on the radio. Oh, yeah. Uh, my question would be to. Uh, that's at the point, uh, Strauss, where you say, Thank you very much. I appreciate you listening to my show. Uh, why, a few years back, the voters turned down the uh, speed vamps, and then they brought it back for a vote. Yeah. Um, why, why did that happen? Speed vans. Why are they back? Thank you for repeating that. Yeah, when the voters already, I think four years ago, turned it down. Because here's the thing. Watch this, Dave. You want to bet? If we, yeah. if we vote against the stadium next year, yeah. they'll build it anyways. Yeah, yeah. You're exactly right. And that's another question. Why on earth are the voters not listened to? Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Thanks for thanks for the call, Dave. It's a good one. I understand. Where do you get money for a stadium that hasn't been built yet and hasn't been approved? If it's not like literally that, nothing instills hope about you or a lack of, lack of hope of you visiting the polls on that. Uh, then sort of sending people mixed messages. Fans, oh. Why are they back when we voted against them? And that's Keller and this city council. Okay, not bad. Well, another way to not respect the voters would be to uh, not talk about one of the candidates for mayor. I, I, I would yeah, I would say that would be a good way to go. Two four three thirty three thirty three six forty two. So if you're just tuning in, we have a couple open lines. We're collecting. The guy always has a couple of open lines. Doesn't matter what time you call, he's got a couple of open lines or one open line. Your questions, uh, and you've got another segment to get in, and then I'm going to film them and I'm going to send them to KOB TV. And hopefully use some of my media juice, some of my juice, you know, kind of a big deal around here. Yeah, right. That's a joke, Jeff. You're like, yes, you are. Yes, you are my special joke. I, I'm, I'm about to, am I about to get embarrassed here, 
Should I shut this? I don't know if I want to play the rest of this. Is it six forty-five yet? <laughs> Here we go. Here we go down this weird road of almost like embarrassing, creepy telling. Uh, sort of, you know, it's like uh, the the uh, fixation that uh, one mayoral candidate uh, has on uh, a certain thing. I mean, it's really kind of sick. You know, it, like, right? Do you, you feel that? on the one thing what if i got on the radio every single time and i said see alice for your soul and viagra for your whatever i mean <laughs> am i really attracting the female component of my audience at that point <laughs> the man's actually literally talking about pills i'm always and thinking of the- those that commercial where the the couples in the in the tubs holding hands you know on a promenade somewhere <laughs> right yeah there we go they're, they're always on the promenade i don't know what promenade is it sounds offensive to me. Uh, speaking of creepy, here, let's take a listen. Mr. Gonzalez. During COVID-19, we had sex offenders that were flying into Albuquerque and having sex with underage girls. And nobody should be able to walk around downtown without any clothes on. Mr. Gonzalez, we asked the question about how you... I mean, you know what's not included is all his attacks on... Mayor Keller's wife. Is <laughs> yes. Like that's like totally omitted in any of this. Like we're just talking like how many times did the, the man bring up sex on stage on a live debate? Right. Ever since that flying, you know, um, did you, you yeah. realize what my parents would do to me if I talk like if I oh, spoke yeah. like this? Yeah. You know, my dad and mom. If I yeah. went on and I went and spoke like this on stage, my parents would just oh man they. I'm not going to say they're disowned me, but let's I just say there might be a couple of weeks where they didn't talk. Well, to me. Like, very early on in the campaign, Eddie, remember when that flying, that blow up uh, male yeah. uh, organ was brought to the, the sheriff via drone? It kind of set the tone for the campaign to come. Yeah, I would uh, <laughs> I'd have to actually agree with that. Maybe that. <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday, folks. Oh, it's Friday. Great girls. What? During COVID-19, we had sex offenders that were flying into Albuquerque and having sex with underage girls. Was, was anybody <laughs> stopping this stuff? Was, was there policing going on of this? Are we, are we aware of what's actually happening? And nobody should be able to walk around downtown without any clothes on. Mr. Gonzalez, we asked a question about how you're going to help businesses. Mr. Gonzalez. Businesses. Actual businesses. Can you, please, the question. can you please repeat the question? Yes. <laughs> please explain, after I gave you use of my radio station, Sheriff Mady Gonzalez, uh, why you decided to put me in front of the ethics board. Thank you. I have not put you in front of the ethics board. That would... Didn't he almost say sex right there? I mean, listen to <laughs> yes. it. Even then, even when he's talking about ethics, it almost sounds like I did not put you in front of the sex board. I mean, listen, listen, listen closely. Just, just. I wish I could slow this down. Yeah, listen. Do not put you in front of the ethics board. Ah, ah, did I nail it? Did I? Doesn't it sound just like it? Now that's pretty close, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty close. This we could slow it down just a little bit more. I have not put you in front of the ethics board. Oh, now, see, even then, it was still on sex. Even there. I mean, it's just nonsense. Got it on the brain. A political consultant. Uh, you just admitted that you are colluding and using your political consultant, and you just admitted that your MFC is working. <laughs> the mayor's like sitting, sitting there, like, yeah, I know, I, I know all about the laws. He's like, 
Yeah, that's what happened. That's my favorite part of the ad, where, where Keller's just nodding when you're talking. <laughs> because he's a politico. He knows he knows the laws and the regs, unlike yeah. Benny. <laughs> like, I hate Eddie Aragon, but I'm going to agree with him on this one. You have now just admitted fraud, Sheriff Gonzalez. There it is, Rodeo Clown, uh, Rodeo Clown 21. My gosh. And, you know, the poor people of Albuquerque, New Mexico, just like, uh, murder rate's never been worse. Finance has never been worse. Business has never been lower. We just want somebody to talk about the actual issues. Is anybody, anybody, Bueller, Bueller, talk about the issues. Talk about actually something that's, that's happening, that's positive, something that uh, like we can change the direction. Everything. That means business. we got to focus on small business. Harvard Business Review put us at 52% of our businesses in the state of New Mexico shut down or picked up and moved someplace else. We've got to turn that around from failure to first. It's not hard. It's just paying attention and caring enough. I'm the candidate who cares enough. I was so proud to grow up with my parents. My dad was an iron worker. Came from a union background. My mom, she was part of the food workers group. We were burning the candle both ends, scraping whatever we could to make things happen. They keep dogging us because we're 50th or 49th or 48th or highest in unemployment. I don't care. They can embarrass me all they want. I just don't want our state to be embarrassed anymore. There we go. I want That's our city to positive. uplift each other. These right. business Let's owners say forward. they wouldn't be where they are now without help from the community. There Commerce is everything. Commerce is the lifeblood of the city. Stand behind me. I will get behind you. Let's take this city back. Thank you all for being here. Uh, that's so relaxing, Dowd. I got to tell you, I just I feel like just talking about something, not. Uh, ooh, gosh. Just so you know, Joe Biden is the same member of the same party as one Manuel Gonzalez. There you go. So, uh, where were we on all this stuff? Oh, I know where we were. Eric Strauss. Guy, yes, you are. Mark, you're on News Radio KKOB with Eric Strauss. What was that? Hey, Eric. Uh, is he baby talking his audience? Did that feel like baby talking his audience? Bit, yeah, yeah. Was it? Was that what I heard? I juice, you know, kind of a big deal around here. Yeah, right. That's a joke, Jeff. You're like, yes, you are. Yes, you are, my special little guy. Yes, you are, Mark. You're on. Oh my gosh. <sighs> What's going on over there? Look, come on, Mark. Bring it. With Eric Strauss. Mayor stuff. Hey, Let's go. Eric. Uh, thanks for your show with Jeff. Thanks for being weird like me. Thank you. Um, yep. So, you know, my question would be, what is the mayor, what is his current relationship with Sam Vigil? Who? Because as you recall, um, you know, that was a politicized, tragic uh, event that occurred where his wife, Jacqueline, was murdered yep. and Bill Barr, you know, got together. They had the Operation Legend and all that. And yep. You know, There's always this inside baseball conversation that some random guy will toss out of nowhere that they'll talk about it like it's mainstream and it never catches anything. And people are like, who? What's happening? You know, it's like the biggest little uh, city that you've ever seen. And then the, huh? the mayor, you know, said, hey, we're not having anything to do with Trump stormtroopers coming in here. All and, and he stuff. said, and I quote, they're going to gaslight immigrants and people of color, not catch uh, uh, a murderer at large because right. he didn't care about that. All he cared about was the political. Oh, all right. I don't know what happened there, but they got burned out. I, I guess they lost him. He's open 24 hours a day. We do plan to remove all the homeless 
from Albuquerque. Be precise, because legally, you can't just put them on a bus, Eddie. <laughs> and then how precise? Oh, look at that. Oh. oh, I said we got some Eddie stuff. There we go. We'll, we'll get back to that. Good. Of federal agents that ultimately caught the murderer of his wife, and the media did not tout Manny's. They didn't give. That should have been celebrated. Yeah. Two four three thirty three thirty three. Jack, you're on News Radio KKOB with Eric Strauss. Jacked. Well, good evening, Mr. Strauss. How you doing, buddy? Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Good. Yeah, buddy. Real good. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Uh, real good. Yeah, that is it. Uh, I, got, yeah. I called on the, the the question you told me to call you about, and uh, it's about the right time to call. Okay, thanks for letting me in. Let's go. Tooting around today. Anyway, I have a few questions about. Give me your, your best account. one. Give me your best one. Yeah, the one I told you to call on. Give me the best one. Do you remember the one? Do you remember the one? one no, the one one? <laughs> do you remember that one? The one. You know, the one. The best one. Give me the best one. How precisely do you plan to remove all the homeless from Albuquerque? Be precise, because legally, you can't just put them on a bus, Eddie. And then how precisely, <laughs> question two, how precisely, Eddie, do you plan to remove Every medical marijuana user is good because you can't just go door to door, take up their guns, Eddie. And then number three is, Eddie, are you going to move all your stuff from the radio station across the plaza into City Hall and turn it into Rock of City Hall and run it in your transformer pajamas all day? Because that's what a lot of us think it would be, is Eddie in his pajamas (laughs) living in the mayor's office. (laughs) <laughs> give us your best one. No, we gotta we gotta run that back. That is so good. Now, that is that's, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, have a good weekend, and uh, we'll. There he goes. Dow Dow's out at six forty five on the button there for uh, D Dow Muska. He's he's had enough right there. We gotta go back to that. This is uh, this is really good here. Uh, here we go, and action. And the media did not tout Manny's. They didn't get – that should have been celebrated. Oh, yes. It's for Manny. Yeah. Let's celebrate. Two, four, three, 30, three, Jack, 30, you're three. next. Jack, you're on Come News on, Radio Jack. KKOB with Eric Strauss. Come on, Jack. Well, good evening, Mr. Strauss. How you doing, buddy? Hey, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Great. Real good. It was a great day out there. Um, oh, man. I tooting around today. Tooting hey, around. I have a few questions about – Give me your best now. one. Give me your best one. How precisely do you plan to remove all the homeless from Albuquerque? Be precise, because legally, you can't just put them on a bus, Eddie. Eddie. And then how precisely <laughs> says my name. Question you, two. you see how quickly he like just shuts down? Like, he's like almost afraid. I mean, it's very scared. How precisely, Eddie, do you... So uh, let me ask her his question now. There's one class that we bust out, and that's a criminal class. If they don't live here, it actually transport them out, who are taking advantage of the other three classes, which is mental, drug-addicted, right? We know that those uh, two that are there are economically insufficient. That fourth class is a brutal, violent class that's raping, murdering, stabbing the other groups uh, that are out there. All right, question two, sir. Plan to remove every medical marijuana user's gun. We don't. Plan on removing every medical marijuana user's gun. And I didn't say anything about medical marijuana user. I talked about Schedule 1. If you own a gun and you are in possession of a pot, I could either take your pot or I can take the gun. And very likely you don't have that gun registered. And if you did, we'll be able to take it on um, because you lied on your uh, form 4453. 
Know a little something about the law, you idiot. Third. Because you can't just go door to door, take up their guns. You just can't go door to door. Number three is, Eddie, are you going to move all your stuff from the radio station across the plaza into City Hall? And turn- so, so you know you have a pre-prepared question, which is totally, totally awesome. Uh, how about I'm waiting for the realignment of the districts to go ahead and figure out where I'm going to move. How about that? That's a pretty good way to go. Or how about the fact that I just don't need anything, right? I'm totally fine. Put it into Rocka City Hall and run it in your transformer pajamas all day because that's what a lot of us think it would be, is Eddie in his pajamas living uh, in the mayor's office. I'm not touching that one, Jack. Thank you for the yeah, call. But you've uh, actually been here to my radio station there, uh, Eric, and you actually enjoyed it quite a little bit. So, uh, well, yeah, I wouldn't touch that one uh, either. Call here in the Kiva. Go ahead. <laughs> Hi, how you doing, Eddie? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fine. Uh, this is Patrick Seitz. I want to wish you uh, luck for the rest of this weekend. Oh, that's sweet. How are you? What's going on with you, Patrick? You doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing all right, man. All we're, right. Still, we're still in it. You're still, still in, it? in it? Are you in it to win it? Uh, we're still... Well, you know, we <laughs> we both are. Uh, okay. We both are, Sounds Eddie. Good. And, uh, we, you know, we're still at it. Well, uh, I, I, I admire you. I'm, I'm glad you're <laughs> in there. I'm glad you're slugging it out. And I'm glad that you, you care enough about the city of Albuquerque to get your name out there. I, I wish you would do some different things, but, hey, you know what? You do you. Do you. I'm totally fine with that. We'll check out, we'll check it out after everything's said and done, Eddie. You're hey, going to take, take me out to dinner? <laughs> hey. Hey, we're through it, man. I don't give. I don't care. I mean, there's right. no, bad, how about, how about no I, bad, no bad, no, no bad blood on this side, man. All right. We always, we're always doing for for Albuquerque. For there we go. It. Good. I like that. Uh, I don't care how many times know. you say bad stuff about me or omit my name, Patrick. You're you're an A plus in my book, so don't you worry hey, about it, okay? I just wish I wish you guys would have said my name to the whole thing. I did. I, 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 I was I was did. like getting signatures <laughs> for. What are you talking about? I was getting signatures <laughs> no. for you. I was out there no, no, saying no. we got to get Patrick on the ballot and all these things. And then what do you, you wish I would have no, said no, your no, name. No, I no, talked no, about you all no, the time. No. no, I'm talking about now when after you came on, but that's all. Oh, good, but but you're not on the ballot though, bro. I'm sorry. No, I am on the ballot. I oh, am on the ballot. Okay, right, you, right, oh. underneath, I don't right, wanna, right underneath. Hey, it's Randy Gonzalez. Where? I know. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> right underneath Randy Patrick, Gonzalez. Patrick, stop, stop, hey, stop, stop. Uh, where, you where, a, are you, you where, are you, where are you in the Ruka going tonight? You know, you going to take her out for a steak dinner or what's happening? Well, we've been all over Albuquerque all, yeah. all, all day long, man. Uh, all right. I think we're going to go eat some uh, Olive Garden and eat. wrap it up tonight. And... There you go. Wrap it up. There you go. Make sure you get a double Start serving of that, double helping of that salad. And we'll get together after everything, okay? <laughs> That's it, man. Hey, uh, once again. Best of luck for both of us. I for the rest you. of the, the rest of us are going out here. All right. Um, and I am Eddie. I'm right underneath Manny, Manny Gonzalez, the thief. Hey, I, I, the region. <laughs> okay. The the region. The reason I wanted uh, to call you was Matt. I don't know that why. That commercial is hilarious. Which one? <laughs> Which the what? one? What? Uh, the the, the it's hilarious. I I I can't get. I, oh, I was laughing I all night, man. Oh, this one. <laughs> this this is the one you want, you know? This one. We began tonight with Mr. Gonzalez. During COVID-19, we had sex offenders that were flying into Albuquerque and having sex with underage girls. 
and nobody should be able to walk around downtown without any clothes on. Mr. Gonzalez, we asked a question about how you're going to help businesses. Mr. Gonzalez, can you, you may please, answer the question. Can you please repeat the question? Yes. Please explain, after I gave you use of my radio station, Sheriff Mady Gonzalez, uh, why you decided to put me in front of the ethics board. Thank you. I have not put you in front of the ethics board. That was the doing of my political consultant. Uh, you just admitted that you are colluding and using your political consultant, and you just admitted that your MFC is working directly with your own campaign, and you have now just admitted fraud, Sheriff Gonzalez. There it is for you. Are you you're good? Uh, that's good, man. Did you get hey, your fix? Once again, uh, that's it. I, I love that one, man. That's a, that's a good one. <laughs> All right. There you go. Thanks, Patrick. Best of luck to you. I appreciate it. Uh, by the way, Patrick isn't on the ballot. So there's three people on the ballot. I'm at the top. I think Keller's in the middle. Manny's at the bottom. Follow you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Yeah, a couple things. Hey, what's going on, Big D? Oh, that uh, a couple couple different things. One, that yes, Jack that you just Jack you just played. Yeah, yeah. Jack is Jack is a 15 year at least caller to KKOB. Hey, Jack. Jack lives in Rio Rancho. He can't even vote in the election anyway. <laughs> and, All right, uh, that's good insight. Appreciate the inside and, baseball. Go ahead, number two. Yeah. And, and and Jack is uh, has discussed openly on the air himself his alcoholism, and Jack has discussed openly on the air his uh, the money the big money he has from his family that lived on uh, oil land in uh, oh, okay. in Texas in Texas, and uh, Jack has uh, uh, repeatedly called into Jim Villanucci's program while he's drinking, and Jim and and he discussed uh, what what he's drinking and how much he's drinking. And so that's wow. Jack. I, oh, wait, wait, wait. One more thing on yeah, Jack. No, hey, Jack. Jack, you got the, hey. you got the floor. Sorry about that. Oh, no. And uh, Jack, uh, Jack, uh, and this ties into the, the, the telephone call that you heard me made to make to Francina. It'll explain part of it. Jack, for about four or five years, was on the same KKOB band list as I was on for oh. four for four or five years. I believe Pat Frisch made up that list. There might have been input from their other management yep. other than Pat Frisch. Uh, and let's throw in that I got I, I helped to get Pat Frisch fired. you don't want to you don't want to take credit for that, by the way. Just why not? Uh, oh, it's kind of like you already got it done. Just a little secret between you and me. You already well, got you it done. Yeah, you know, just I'm, get it done and you you're good. I mean you've done you're so effective. You're above you're operating at, at a high level up here. You don't need to worry well, about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I'm not. The state of New Mexico, remember, has is is at this very moment illegally trafficking my children. So I'm still right. a very, okay. I'm still a very, very, very small fish in this tiny little pond. Not for me, not for me, sir. You're a big fish, yeah. and I appreciate everything you're doing. I'm going to put you on hold, or you, you want to go ahead and just call back? Uh, put me on hold. Okay, I'll keep you on the uh, queue. We'll we'll hold that little number for you. Call you in the queue. Go ahead. Going once, going twice, caller. Hello. Hey, hello. How are you? I am fine. Oh, you mean you mean I'm on? Oh, I can't believe it. You're I so on. You, you can't believe it. You're on. Here you are, right here. You're a star oh. at six fifty four in the evening. Oh my Go ahead. god. Here it is. The hair on my back just went up. Whoa, Ooh. wow. That's ex that's exciting. I don't I don't know what to say about that. I would prefer no. not to publicly comment about that. Thank you. <laughs> that's okay. Don't worry. I went and voted for you yesterday. Wow, thank you. I have a question to ask you. You can have you can you. have you can have two. 
Go ahead. Oh, what, well, it might be even three. I have a question regarding the tiny houses that were built okay. um, right off Central. Okay. And, uh, you know, I think you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, about. yeah. Very familiar. All right. I have driven around. Yep. And my understanding is that there's only three families living in there. And there are 30 uh, tiny homes. Okay. So let me, and, let me stop you. Uh, I don't know what kind of. What kind of dog do you have? You have a Chihuahua, a Shih Tzu. What, what, what's going on back there? I have a Chihuahua. Oh, is that a Doberman? I have, I have a Greyhound, yeah, Greyhound, and I have a GSP German Shorthair Pointer. All right, let's keep them quiet down there for the first answer that's coming for your first of three questions, and okay. uh, that that would be this: they, a family cannot live in any one of those houses. Okay, it's too small. They're 100 square feet at a cost of 900 dollars a square foot. I'm telling you right now, there is zero chance, absolutely zero chance for a family to live in them. If you've looked at the floor plans of these, there's a bed, there's a little small, tiny area. You can hardly move around. It's smaller than a cubicle. I, I, I have, I, I've done a lot of architectural work. Okay. So I know exactly what you're saying. It's okay. very impossible to live there. Yeah. But the question that I have, it's more of a, uh, uh, Kind of like, uh, is it? It's a real what what the government is doing, spending okay. all the money, okay, all this money, millions mm-hmm. of dollars, to provide help for. Of course, I mean, I'm all into helping the homeless, sure. and unfortunately, those who are afflicted by drug abuse, okay. Yep. Um, but the the thing is, my question really has to do with the fact that the regulations for this tiny homes. People who are homeless do not qualify, first of all, because they're under the influence. So that right there is a big X. So it's not going to help them. So all this money spent, okay, it's geared to make them fall, to make them fail, because they're not going to be able to qualify for these programs that they're actually putting out. And it's a little aggravating because... You know, uh, probably 90, I don't know what the percentage is, but it would be, it would be great to find out what the percentage is of the homeless that are clear, uh, you know, they lost their job, they don't have a home, and they need a place to, they need a little roof. Number two would be who are those, uh, who need a home and are on medical marijuana? They should be able to go in there, but because of the federal laws, they're not qualified. Mm. And third... Yeah, wait, 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 wait. Don't just run through that. So your suggestion is that if someone's on medical marijuana uh, and they're they're homeless, they should be able to go... Okay, so... Wait, wait, wait. Stop, stop, stop. stop. Please, can I talk? I mean, you're talking a lot, and I need to get to... And and that dog, we've got got to quiet that dog down. I mean, I'm not sure. Well, what can I... Well, that's bit, like taking a that's well, like taking a horse to drink water. Uh, it's, it's a bit much for all the energy coming through the phone, and I appreciate it. Uh, I close sure. the door. Thank you. All right, so I don't know how to address it because one, I don't know enough about it, uh, and now I'm interested in your, you know, should a medical marijuana user, um, you know, this puts us as at an oh, intersection. Wait, wait, can I finish? Let me, yes, just, yes, let, let me think through this because I don't know enough about the answer. Like this is not something that leaders in the community have really contemplated. And it's something that we should probably put out in front of everybody because now I guess we're assuming that you can be homeless 
and a, and a medical marijuana user. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I don't know how the two coexist. Can can you explain that to me? Oh my gosh, I've run into many people. That's not what. Uh, that, I, that's not the answer. How does it happen? I'm interested in the, you know, paperwork. The economy. They don't have money. They lost their jobs if they're working. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I mean, there's many, many reasons why they they uh, they got kicked out from wherever they were for whatever reason. And uh, so, if you yeah, there's too that- much gray area here. I'm not. I'm, I'm uncomfortable with your suggestions. I don't think they're accurate. And I think you're speculating too much and you're suggesting that I basically, no, 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 no. You're basically uh, suggesting that I consume what you're saying and I can't because there's no logic following it. And I don't know enough about it and neither do you, which is what you just said. So we're going to leave two out. Let's the third one. Final. Go ahead. Okay. The third one is that the people that are homeless who are living around the tiny homes uh, most likely do not want to live in the tiny houses because of the regulations. Because they can't. Oh first gosh. of all, they won't. They they don't qualify. Uh, you they are you you pets. you are you are beyond the ability for me to coach you on any of this stuff. So like you're you're like wanting. Hey, they're homeless. They can have their cake and they eat it too. You, no. Yes. No, 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 yeah. I'm not yeah. You are. That. Yes. That's exactly what you are. You're like. Well, they don't want to live in there, and so because they don't want to live in there, they shouldn't have to live in there. I don't think that that's. No, that, oh, oh, come on, Eddie. That's not what I said. What I, my whole point is that this needs to be investigated because a lot of tax money is being spent in things that are really not helping the people. That's my goal here. Is it's truly not helping anyone. Just maybe a tiny little percentage. Okay, so so the qualifications to get into one of those tiny houses uh, means you have to be clean, drug free. Like you have certain you know qualifications to to get in there. But I would say the whole idea is just a bad idea. You know, you are not trying to build a home for homeless people. I think that's a bad idea. You know, in order for these people to do what they do, they should have economic freedom. They should have the choice. They should be upwardly mobile. They are in a transition period, right? It's like a, 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 a period of crisis. So if you have these temporary encampments, we track them, we get them the help that they need. Then they start working on an educational or they get a job or they do something where they can start to take care of things. That's a 30 to 45 day transition period. And uh, we have a source where we don't have these uh, camps growing organically, which is happening all over. They're popping all over the city. When these camps pop up organically, that's where a lot of this crime is actually fueling itself. Uh, and it is fueling itself. It, it's driving uh, in and on itself. But if we create the actual encampments themselves and resource them, making sure food, water, uh, you know, crisis points, which are people who actually can help these people get to the next step, uh, not to mention a warm bed and shelter, we can provide all that, plus police it because, <clears throat> excuse me, we also have the people who are involved uh, with drugs and alcohol and you know, people are involved in violence, we can screen for all of that and really kind of bring this down. The temporary encampment uh, situation or, or solution is the best situation that's there. If you're building real estate, whether that's the Gateway Center at $15.5 million or you're building another thing at $900 a square foot in the tiny homes, you're not talking about a transition period. You are literally creating a permanency for them and that's not going to solve the homeless problem because they're going to fall back on that and be enabled by that situation. You know, people need to understand that anybody who's going to pull themselves out of that situation sure, certainly needs a little bit of help, but they don't need the solution basically provided from them from top to bottom. And that's what the city has been trying to do. 
The nonprofit organizations understand that. They have a model that tries to turn them out. They resource them, give them some food, uh, whatever they can to con- in terms of point of contact for jobs, et cetera. But we have to slow ourselves down on this, on, on, on this uh, uh, problem because we're trying to be all things. Tim Keller has tried to be all things on this. And Manny Gonzalez was also behind the Gateway Center. That's a real estate deal. This does not help our homeless situation. And let me tell you, final thing, bet- between crime and homelessness, the number one thing that solves both of those is an increased level of prosperity. When we invite money, when we have better regulations, when we go and recruit corporations to come here and we may encourage small businesses to grow because we're not going to shut them down, people start providing more jobs and you have less homeless people. I totally agree with you 100%. And I believe that this is the wrong way to go go help the homeless. But the politicians are selling this idea of helping the homeless. And yeah, but it's, it's, just, really it's, just, it's just too broad. We've got to really drill down. we got to forget the arguments about blame and all that. And we have to just say, hey, here's how we can solve it. I want to go back to your second question because it's something that I need to understand. So I'm going to be looking at that. So uh, medical marijuana usage, which is what you paired with homelessness, and you said you were familiar with it. It's hard for me to bite off on that. I got to tell you. So let me let me jump on that a little bit better and understand that. I don't know how uh, reasonable, realistic that situation is, and that's not to disagree with you. It just I I almost can't believe that it does exist. Does that make sense? It does exist. I okay, I need to understand that better. People that I know here in Albuquerque are in that situation. Well, I, I'm ignorant of it. I need to understand how that happens and how these people go to, you know, sort of the medicinal marijuana places, yet they're still continue to be homeless. Because as I understand it, the medicinal marijuana isn't subsidized um, by, like, welfare or things like that. How do they afford that type of Stuff. It's one thing to get a medicinal marijuana card at $450. It's an entirely different thing to be able to afford the medicinal marijuana that comes out of there, which is at a premium. I, well, that would be something that has to be researched and analyzed. Yeah, and it, just, it, doesn't, it doesn't pair up economically. I mean, it just, it just doesn't. I just, I, I really question that. So I'm, let me look into that if you don't mind. That would be great, Eddie. I really appreciate it because, yes, uh, like you said, there's a lot of great area. And I think that uh, if you put your head together with a few other good people, uh, Republican people, and try to really come up with a good solution to help these people that are in desperate need I think at, at different I, levels. Yeah, sure. I mean, you could say that, and I appreciate that. It's a bit of, a, a bit of platitude. Uh, uh, speak, of course, but let me look into it, and I think the best thing okay. I could do is research. That would, that would be great, and if okay. I can say one more comment before Very you quickly. Me We've kept you on for a while. Go ahead. And I just want to say that for anyone who believes, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, anyone who believes that a sanctuary city is good, it contradicts everything that has to do with helping the needy. It contradicts everything that has to do with the police with helping control uh, crime, it's a big contradiction because one does not allow it to go past a threshold. And you know what I mean? And you can probably be uh, a little bit more open. I can go on on it. <laughs> okay. I, I I barely follow the last one. I'm totally against sanctuary cities uh, uh, from top to bottom, but I'm, I'm sort of following what you're saying. I appreciate you calling in. Take care of your babies there in the uh, household. They're very quiet. Make sure they're not doing doing some bad things in the other room you know what i'm saying 
No, they're okay. They're fine. Okay, they're, they're well trained. Okay, they're very, well trained. very, very That's well trained. That's what I see. There we go. We need. We Eddie, need thank you very much. All I right. listen to you, and <laughs> I hope you win. Oh, I do. I hope I win too. Thank you so much for your support, your vote, and your phone call. Five fifty fifty five hundred. Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Uh, hello. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing fine. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I I had to call you because um, there, uh, Timmy uh, Trump. One one of the last one of the debates. Uh, I think it was Channel Four. I'm not sure. But uh, when you uh, were talking about the uh, homeless crowd coming down from uh, Denver to Albuquerque, and uh, it seemed like uh, Timmy Trump just kind of slucked that off as if it was uh, nonsense. And uh, I remembered that, especially the other day when I pulled into our neighborhood and uh, our park down there, there was a band. And I noticed uh, this guy unloading a backpack, blankets, and all kinds of junk into the park. But what really caught my eye about that is the uh, van had a Colorado license plate on it. And uh, this uh, dude earlier that uh, I heard that was uh, saying, well, you just can't put them on a bus and send them uh, back up to Colorado. And I'm thinking, well, what the heck? They put them on a bus and send them down here. What is it? They're only allowed to go one way to New Mexico? That's exactly right. You uh, just nailed it. That's exactly what they're doing. They can't actually carry the overflow anymore in there. Of course, we're a little bit uh, warmer here than they are in Denver. So it happens a lot during uh, this time of year right now. Well, but when Keller... uh made the comment that it's inhumane to send, ship them back up where they came from. Hey, how about uh, it uh, also being inhumane to uh, push these people onto the uh, taxpaying citizens of this community? Yep. Now, just the other morning, we had a person out here in the alley had uh, a bunch of boxes on fire. The, the fire department was called, sure, cold. and he was one of the people that uh, live over at the park during the day. Uh-huh. And uh, you call the city about this, and you can never get through to the mayor. I've called a number of times. Did you try? Uh, and, did you, you try three one one? How did that? How three one one? Oh yeah, yeah. And you can't get through, right? Well, I, I eventually get through, but here's the thing: I never get a response from the mayor's office. Yeah, I think that's I the fact as a staffed and resource. We got to talk more about that. You're you're a hundred, you're a hundred percent right on all of that, and especially when it comes to them being responsive. And that's one of the things that I'm going to do because if you have you know sort of the big keys on the front line talking about these things, you know people have a tendency to get more done. And you know the morale is pretty low in the city of Albuquerque. These are things that have to be attended to, whether they come from a business, a citizen what have you, you start compiling a database, you cross-reference that based upon, I don't know, geocodes, addresses, phone numbers, caller that calls stuff in. You know, we can talk, uh, you know, talk to a lot of people uh, out there and make sure that, you know, know, people have their junior G-man badges and uh, they're trying to go ahead and increase uh, their ability for the city to be responsible because everybody wants a great city and I think we're going to get there. So your call would go into a place where we could take care of it and people would be responsive. And if we were to write it down and take care of that, you know, those problems don't go away. The very things 
that have been aggregated over time have been called in probably umpteen times. There's probably been 10 people before you ever called the very same thing and called in that very thing. But what's happened is the, I don't know, good feelings have dissipated and people have had a tendency to not care anymore. Uh, crime is up. Calls are down for 911. That doesn't work. Uh, people need to make sure that they continue to call in and that they can do something about what's happening in our community. And your impassioned call here this app or this evening, excuse me, here at 7-Eleven is something that's telling me that, hey, you know what? The city hasn't been responsive. We need to be responsive uh, to it. And we'll put a crew together that can make sure that something happens. Because if they go out to that location, as you know, they're going to find other two or three other things that they can take care of as well. I agree. That's what we got to do. We got to be What's your name, sir? My name is Gene. Gene, I appreciate you calling. Anything else for me? Uh, hey, you've already got my vote. I voted early. Um, I was uh, going to be going out of town for a couple of months to visit a relative in another state. Uh-huh. And I'm debating on whether or not to uh, hang around and leave to the election and either be happy as heck. Uh, when I drive on down the road or be depressed as heck when you, I'm driving you, on you down do, the road. You do you. You do you. You do what, uh, you know, I mean, a lot of people say they pray about or whatever, but you do you, whatever you think you need to go ahead and do. And I, I would definitely, um, you know, we're going to be around for another month uh, with, with all the way things are going to end up going. And so we've got a lot to deal with and a lot of problems to solve here. So if you want to stick around and help, that would be cool too. So Gene, I appreciate you call calling uh, here into the Kiva. 550-5500. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, Eddie, uh, can you hear me okay? I can. Go ahead, sir. Uh, yes, sir. I just wanted to tell you that um, I, I just kind of wanted to go back to what the last caller was saying about the need. You know, when Tim Keller came out with needles and called 311 for oh, sure. yeah, yeah. needles. Well, I live up of uh, San Pablo and Chico, probably next to Murder Mike. And, oh, my gosh. Uh, that is a tough area. You okay? Oh yeah, I, you know I hear the same thing that murder bike hears, and deal with the same people that I run into all the time, and so I just go about my own business. And as long as you mind your own business, I think you'll be all right. But if you get, you know, well, if you get involved in somebody else's business that you don't need to. But anyway, I noticed that you know on the news he had said, oh yeah, this whole needle pickup deal. Well, at a certain spot, right behind where the new library is built, I mean, you can find uh, 20 needles just walking along the side of the fence. Okay, so that, how do, uh, okay, so we, we know that, right? So how do we solve that in your area? How can I, as mayor, how can we as, as a city councilor come into your neighborhood because we know things are getting bad and we see the needles there? How does that needle get there? Why does it continue to be there and why is there more aggregated? So what is the city not doing that's allowing that to uh, happen? Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out is because, you know, this place is, I mean, it's trash. I don't know if it's Parks and Recreation. I don't know who, what department takes care of the trash. You know, I see these uh, big trucks that are cleaning the side of the, you know, streets and, and, you know, doing that kind of thing, which I don't think even makes a difference, you know, when they should have, I mean, I have no idea what the idea is. I'm just throwing it out there. You know, Tim Keller actually put out, oh, yeah, call 311 and we'll have these people come out and pick up yeah. all these needles. Meanwhile, I see a stack of them, uh, you know, from an encampment that somebody is eventually chased off because there's a, 
you know, mechanic shop right there that they probably just said, hey, get, you know, get out of here. Yep. And uh, they eventually left, but they left their trash. They left everything. And I was walking through and I was like, oh, my God, if there's, you know, and there's kids around here. So Big I think, time. so let me, let me jump in here. So a lot of things we can do, you know, one of the things that's really important is making sure property records are good. So we know that who actually has ownership of the property, you know, the landlord will op- oftentimes bear the onus of uh, whatever the liability of the tenant left behind in the case of a renter, uh, in the case of a non-renter, you know, you've got to, you, you have a lot of CCNRs that are established by neighborhood associations. A majority of neighborhoods aren't affiliated with CCNRs. So we've got to do what our very best in the city of Albuquerque to make sure that there's a level of compliance. So if you're violating any of those, you got to have to sort of, uh, you know, fastidious uh, uh, busybodies out there making sure that these people are penalized and find them. And it's really easy to find these people because, hey, you have your mobile phone. There's nothing that's more important to you than your mobile phone, even more important than your social security number or anything. And find and follow these people and make sure that that's taken care of. Uh, here's another, I, I think, really important component. We used to have street sweepers. You remember the street sweepers? They used to show up in your neighborhood and they kind of clean things up. Well, you can not just have sweeping the streets and, you know, taking out the trash, but, you know, you could sort of monitor what's happening in each of those neighborhoods by those uh, street sweepers. They're just driving anyway. And we can see where things need to be taken care of, everything from asphalt and sidewalk cracks uh, to just, you know, unsightly things. And the more that we call in to a place like that, we create a repository, we can be pretty responsive to that. Remember, the municipality of the city of Albuquerque is all about just making sure that things are clean, uh, ordinances are enforced, and you're happy. If we're not seeing a smile on your face and you're not happy about staying here, I mean, you have to think of it a little bit like a hotel. You're our, you're our customers, and uh, we are your servants uh, in the city of Albuquerque. So it's just about caring about the city, and you're calling in, uh, in tonight to, to show how much you care about this uh, this city. And there's lots of other people just like you. So if you have more people that care about it than don't care about it, imagine how much better the city is going to be when you have somebody and uh, when you have a city that is responsive. I recently just went downtown two days ago. Yeah, last yesterday, Thursday morning. And it was amazing. I saw five different cleaning trucks just power washing downtown. And it changed your entire perspective of what was happening downtown. Everything from throw up to bottles to encampments to, you know, waste. Uh, that's down there that's being taken care of. And I'll tell you, if we care about this city a little bit more, sir, you're going to be a lot happier about being here and you're going to tell other people about it so we can grow it as well. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Uh, you know, I just think that the trash, even along the curve, yep, and then yep. not only the trash, everything. Just, it's, a, it's, yeah. a, it's the little things. There's nothing, just remember, there's nothing bigger than the little things. I appreciate you calling in and uh, enjoy your evening. 550 5500. Call it. You're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Going once, going twice, caller. You there? No. Okay. There we go. Uh, how about we do a little bit of, uh, let's go Brandon real quick for a little musical interlude. Thanks, everybody, for uh, joining us. Back in here, just a couple of minutes uh, here on this wonderful Friday night, 718. More of those uh, calls recorded from KKOB right here in the Kiva on AM 600 KIVA. ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Somebody got to do it. Hey, let's go, Brandon. I keep the drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. When you ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. I keep the drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey. 
Hey, let's go brand it. Pandemic ain't real, they just planned it. Hey, hey, let's go brand it. You ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go brand it. Let's go brand it. Hey, hey, said the jest out the spread, it was lies. I remember how you wrote, but you haven't opened your eyes. These politicians are demons just in disguise. Hey, look at Kyrie Irving and Nicki Minaj. Look at Australia, that's what's coming next if we don't stand up. Stop complying with them, taking our rights, it's time to man up. Republicans voting for red back laws, that's just what I can't trust. If you ask what's about the facts, then they're gonna ban us. Hey, this is about control, everybody knows, everyone complies. We're the kinds of pros, I don't need a plane, I just hit the road, I do what I want. I can't sell my soul, market about the crash, this is what you chose. Ruin in the country, I think that's the goal, you gonna take the mark. I take never rolls, I'm a man of God, I can never fold. I'm like I'm Nick Cannon, hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted, hey, hey, let's go Brandon. When you ask questions, they start banning, hey, hey, let's go Brandon, hey, hey, let's go Brandon, hey, hey, let's go Brandon. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon, hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted, hey, hey, let's go Brandon. You ask questions, they start banning, hey, hey, let's go Brandon, hey, let's go Brandon, hey, hey, let's go Brandon, and it's clear that man a rat, hey. Let's go, Brandon, now the Taliban a threat. Hey, you planned it, now the Taliban is standing on our neck. Chanting death to America, you are belly president. Listen, I don't think you here, man. Let me make it clear, man. Better keep your hands into yourself, that stuff is weird, man. I wish I could take you in the back place, smear the queer, man. You could take the facts, I fear God. I don't fear, man. I'm on gear 10, believe me, we ready to rumble. The only play the joke can execute. Is a fumble. I think we all know he's after lunch. That dude went camping. I'm a Christian, so how do I say this? Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. When you ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, let's go, Brandon. We know he capping. Patriots out in the street taking action, hunting us down for speaking the truth. Speak on the pedal to save all the youth. Media lying, ignore all the crying. They build them back better, but only the Taliban pilots on strike with the show it's irrelevant. Open the border, lose all the orders, divide us up to we know that we never went, but we're united. We're here in the stadiums, everyone chanting and seeing and thundering, fighting, collapsing, and Democrats stealing it. If we look at Joe, can we get a refund? How about some mean tweets? Joe is a crook, and he knows how to deceive. FJB is a motto in these streets. Let's go, Brandon. Sing let's it with me. Brandon. I keep a drum like Dominic Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planned it. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. You ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Hi, this is Ava, and I love sitting on the Monroe's patio just enjoying some chips and salsa. And I'm Stella. I love the fresh air. And enchiladas and tacos. Hey, Grandpa, what about the fresh air? Ooh, and some red or green chili with a cool beverage. And the fresh air? Oh, Grandpa, this is the best meal. It is delicious. Hey guys, what about the fresh air? And what, what about, about the, the fresh, fresh air? air? We are going to Monroe's in Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com.
Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's, the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. At Revelco of New Mexico, we believe no vehicle should be stolen, period. Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device is unlike any other. Visit RevelcoNM.com and find out how. Visit RevelcoNM.com and find out how. 
Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your creditworthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. The best website and app for radio is abq.fm. Over 60 stations to choose from, including classic rock, grunge, R&B, country, new wave, trance, even faith and gospel, all at abq.fm on your mobile device or computer. Friday evening, 7.30, Hallow's Eve, Eve, two days before Halloween. Hopefully everybody's going to stay safe out there. We uh, 
appreciate everybody uh, tuning in to the Kiva on AM 600 KIVA and ABQ.FM. Lots of calls coming in, and uh, I'm going to continue to run uh, some of those bits, take your phone calls uh, as well on anything, as long as you like. Uh, tomorrow, all day long, uh, probably from 7 a.m. right until 1 p.m. when we go to Jeffrey Candelaria, straight talk with Jeffrey Candelaria. We're going to go ahead and uh, air the pieces that I put together just a couple of nights ago where I went to 10 uh, p.m. So we'll be doing that and a lot of the radio bias that's out there. Remember, these are your radio waves. you got to go ahead and keep those open by making sure they're fair. Everybody has access to them. And uh, as always, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, how you doing? Hey, it's Mike. It's me, Michael. Hey, how are you, Michael? What's going on there? Right, hey, what are you What are you doing uh, this second. evening? Oh, I'm headed home. I got a long day tomorrow. But uh, yeah, what's uh, you uh, you back at work tomorrow? What's going on? Oh yeah, yeah, I'll be at work all day. Yeah, but I was I was listening to you, and what what came to mind was uh, during the Marty Chavez's administration, he brought he brought together. Uh, native leaders that live here in Albuquerque, the urban aspect of it, and he did a couple of, like town hall things at at the uh, at the convention center. And there was okay. that. I went to one of them. He ended up kind of he introduced a uh, a panel that was exploring if if uh, a native Indian center could be uh, could be built here in Albuquerque. And okay. a lot of the a lot of the a lot of the spectators were. Uh, had experienced uh, really good Indian centers like one in Oakland, Oakland, California, and other big urban centers like Minneapolis, and that that they really they had a spark. But uh, I guess it didn't not go anywhere. I don't know what I don't know whether he you know he was just playing to the to the to the to the folks, but uh, it didn't go anywhere. But that was a great idea because the Indian center we got right now is nothing compared to the huge centers of the of the big cities that uh, I would just mention. Mm-hmm. So I think um, you're talking about a little bit of a summit. Uh, we used to have the Gathering of Nations here, which is pretty popular. And I think uh, people need to understand that a huge number of our uh, population uh, that's out on the street that are homeless are uh, Native American uh, as well. So I think it's important coming upon us and the 23 reservations we have throughout the rest of the state to meet and talk about those issues. Right, Michael? I think we've got to figure out a way, just not just from there, but also in here and then the amount of money that's spent from the various uh, tribes that come into the city of Albuquerque to discuss like how that's done and, you know, what they want to do. And I think, you know, we've got to prevent the amount of native American homelessness. Were you aware that it was that high? Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it, it reminds me of Skid Row and, and uh, Gallup and up in Farmington area. It's starting to look that way now, especially like on the art platforms, you know, every morning there's yeah. uh, Ambulances and pararescue uh, getting, you know, seeing their lives, especially when we have the coast spells. What, uh, what can we do? Uh, what do you think we can do about that? I mean, where does the problem start with the, uh, the Native American population that comes in, into the uh, city of Albuquerque and they remain homeless? How can we help them from your standpoint? Well, uh, there's a, to me, there's a, basically two large groups. There's the young, young people that come in that think they're going to land a job, and but a lot of times uh, they're, they're not taught uh, urban uh, uh, skills by even to cross streets or how to ride the buses or any of that. So they connect with other uh, uh, natives their age, and it turns out those are the ones that are hooked on drugs, hooked on alcohol, and lo and behold, they they. Be 
become one themselves. And then the the older the, the older population are the veterans. There's a lot of native veterans here that that, that you know they start drinking, and it's still another camaraderie thing. You know, they like to joke and like to talk. You know, and then also like I experienced when I was younger, I had a, I had a you know when people come off the reservation, especially when they speak their native language all these all those years they have an accent and then uh, when you go when you do land a job they're you're kind of criticized made fun of so you, you know they don't they don't know how to take that and a lot of times they'll quit or get mad and have to get fights and you know and it just escalates into something like that so right. you know but like i said with a with a big indian urban center yep. those things could be addressed and and you could be a clearinghouse for all the problems that that that, that do strike them and a lot of the a lot of the people that uh families that have have been here from other places who would love that also because it would be a place to have parties and you know the, uh, with the kids and you know family fun and, and family outings you know i think it's important too to really kind of drive on that indian cultural center uh because that has become a very enriched center one of the places that's been identified supposedly for the new mexico united and uh it is probably one of the easy access centers uh, around here but uh, tribes from all around the state could uh, also come here i'm surprised that we don't leverage that more there's been an awful lot of investment uh there in that area Michael. yeah yeah like i said when marty chavis uh spearheaded that everybody everybody thought that was it was gonna materialize into something big like 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 a lot of the like a lot of the people that have lived in bigger cities and urban centers around the nation that do live in there in albuquerque and they mm-hmm. they, they know they know what a, a real good thriving indian center is all about yeah that's good all right, so you're heading out uh, to work tomorrow, are you, Michael? Was that? Yeah, I got to work tomorrow. All right, well, keep working hard. We appreciate uh, you tuning in. Are you here in the city? Was that? Are you here in the city? Oh yeah, well, uh, in South Valley. Okay, have you cast your vote? No, I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm. Uh, you're in I'm the. Resident, you're in the uh, county. Yeah, yeah, but, but officially I'm a resident of Amos Pueblo. Okay, got it. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you're here and uh, appreciate you very much for calling in. 550-5500, uh, good stuff. Uh, David, do you want to jump in before I get into more KKOB stuff? Yeah, yeah. Let me let me make Mike laugh for a minute. I know what Mike does up at Hamas. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. They, 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 they uh, make uh, Orno movies up there. Oh, stop. Come on. No, or- no, no. Or- yeah, no, I, I know or- you said, I know I got it, but, you know, it comes off a little bit. Yeah, Orno. Like, no. you're cooking hey, in the Orno. Hey. I got it. I got it. Hey, I was told that I was told that joke by Hamas <laughs> Indians when I was a guest in their house up at Hamas Pueblo. So if they can tell it to me, I can tell it to Mike. Yes, you can. Go ahead. All right. Yeah, and, and Mike Tandle is uh, MT1. Okay, you guys are buddies, so. Okay. No, I'm not buddies with, with Mike, but uh, Frank Montoya from KUNM Singing Wire gave Mike uh, Toya, city bus driver, that handle MT1. You know, as a city MT1. bus. MT1. Okay. Mike took Mike Toya, empty, empty, empty one, because he's driving a big empty bus up and down Central. <laughs> oh, got it. Okay. So, got uh, it I'm, I'm got slow it. on the uptake there, man. Look at that. Yeah. You had to say that three times for me to get that. That's not good. That's not. I good. did. All right, here we go. Uh, more of the uh, House of Strauss. Awesome. Here we go. Hold up. We got red hot chili peppers jumping in the middle of that. Anthony Keyes needs to shut his mouth because we've got to... Boy, look at him back in the day. That was under the bridge. Look at this uh, under the bridge thing. Holy moly. We're really old. 
is something else. Look, look at this. Under the bridge. What is this? 94? It's hard to believe that I'm all alone. Anthony Kiedis has got to be at least in his mid, mid, mid to late 50s, maybe early 60s at this point. God, I, I remember Red Hot Chili Peppers in 1983. Like, That's how old they are. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. not touching that one, Jack. Thank you for the oh, call. Oh, yeah. Bro. That's right. Where I live, what I do. I do love it when people crack themselves up. Yes, I do. Yeah. I, I'm just going to. Okay. Let me just tell you something. Don't ever laugh at your own jokes, David. Don't, don't do it. Asked Eddie in the pajamas question. Like, you were literally here in my radio studio. Ding dong. Although I found it interesting that he does live at his radio station. I don't think you did. I'm wondering if that's... Uh, anyways, how precisely do you plan to remove the homeless and, and bust them out? Is he going to create his own, like, gateway but non-gateway, like tent city? I don't know. What an idiot. 243-3333. By the way, I've got breaking news about Michael Carlisle, by the way. Actually, come up with a moniker. So when we take a look at traffic, you ready for this, Jeff? Give me a, uh, the breaking news sounder. Do we have it? I wonder if I did uh, sounders all the time, David. If that would make my uh, show more listenable. I think I should just do nothing but sounders all day. What, what do you think? Then you would be like I described them last night. You would then be vaudeville, like KKO. Yeah, just like uh, intros, outros, like all the stuff. Yeah, just. Whatever. Like them a couple of things. Um, one, uh, Mayor Keller would say they're not illegal aliens; they're undocumented. In the question so far, Logan, I think there's some softballs yeah, really, here. But go ahead. No, no, no. I really like them a couple of things. Um, one, uh, Mayor Keller would say they're not illegal aliens; they're undocumented people. I wanted to correct you on the police, the PC term. Two, I had to pull over because I was laughing way too hard when you were practically begging the Keller supporters to come on down, throw some softball questions. Yeah. I absolutely lost it. That yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah it was really funny. Will. Yeah, I know. Because, you know, we got to be fair, right? we got to be unbiased, right? He's a hey, great mayor, right? I, um, hey, so. let's give me the softball. Where does a Keller supporter look at the city <laughs> and go, he's kicking ass, dude. This is our man. <laughs> Timmy's all over oh, it, man. man. No, I really like that guy who you and him had the conversation about the, the murder. And it kind of goes along with what I want to talk about. I okay. believe, you know, fact check me, the murder has gone up every single year for yeah. the last five years. He's the, we've done so much on crime, yet crime has gone up. Our police officers are leaving the, the, the PD, not the, the county. I, I'd have to double check on that. Yeah, uh, wow. Really done. Yeah, they're... It's about the same, by the way, both city and county, about the exact same. Throwing money at it. What are the actual initiatives that he's going to do to make it successful? So we're not the you know per capita crime of the world, murder capital, car theft, everything. I mean, it's disgusting. Uh, he spins it, Logan, and these are my, this is my frustration with the questions on crime because he just spins it. Any, any, like, do you remember? It was almost like when Hillary's compared herself to Abraham Lincoln during the debate with Trump, and you're like, "What the bleep yeah. is she?" I don't think uh, David he ever spins it. He just basically avoids it altogether. There's never any spin on it. Uh, he just says national root causes, national, national. So I don't think there's any spin on it. Well, there's no substance there. Yeah. 
you got to have you got to have substance in order to spin something. But if you're just flitting around like a butterfly from one non sequitur to the next, there, there's no substance. Yep. I would agree with that. What are you talking about? Yeah. See how we need a question, Logan. And I want you to think on this that paints Keller into a corner. And that's I know, where, man. See, I was hoping, you know, I was getting lubed up like you were saying. I was thinking maybe a Oh, they're talking about getting lubed up here on a uh, Sunday or what, Thursday, Wednesday night uh, show. Conversation. We could, we could start it. Okay. Ball and other okay, so let's, so let's, okay, work. let's lob out. We're just going to put crime as the subject. What is a salient question? Record number of murders. Or is this blood on your hands? Is that too mean for a debate? It is. No, he's a politician. He's supposed to take it. This is his gloves are all. Okay, let's. I mean, if I was, if I was uh, an Aragon or a Gonzalez, I would paint that picture and say, you you know, and and paint him into the corner on that. Logan, thank you for the call. I appreciate you. This is going to be interesting. Two, four, three, thirty-three, thirty-three. How can we tighten Logan's question up? Mine was too incendiary, of course. That's why they don't ask me to do these things. But there, there's so many different... That's the only reason, by the way, David, they don't ask him to do anything. Plus his uh, denigration into uh, weird, creepy faces of human behavior as a point of uh, a discussion on a public talk radio program. Different things going on there, because anything that he doesn't like, he's going to blame on COVID. Okay, so... So COVID, COVID Keller and the Gateway, we know right. that. So crime... There's nothing here. Oh, here we go. We got more. KOB with Eric Strauss. Hey, what's up, Strauss? How are you? Good. How are you doing, man? Hey, I just want to, just really quick. I know uh, Jeff St. Louis wanted me to promote, Man- uh, you know, Manny Gonzalez for Governor Butt. Oh, did you hear that? David, did you hear that? What he just said? I'm the one that recorded it. Did you hear that? He's like, listen, let's, let's go back. Let's listen to the incrimination here. Just really quick. I know uh, Jeff St. Louis wanted me to promote, Man- uh, you know, Manny Gavos for Bilkner, but... Wow! He didn't even wait. He literally went straight out, David, and he said, I know Jeff St. Louis, the producer, wanted me to pr- uh, uh, promote Manny Gonzalez for, for, ma- for mayor. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. But what what probably really happened there is that caller Jeff probably did not actually say that to him. The caller is listening to the whole gist of Strauss's program and knows what's going down about how Strauss, Gonzalez is Strauss's candidate, and and came up with that little vignette, that little scenario on his own to make his point uh, indirectly, as opposed to saying it straight out. Unbelievable! Here we go. This this is really something. Like this stands out, doesn't this? Not stand out. This really stands out. Listen. Charles, how are you? Good. How are you doing, man? Uh, I just want to just really quick. I know uh, Jeff St. Louis wanted me to promote, Ma- uh, you know, Manny Gavos. I don't have anything else to say right there. Let me let me just let me just listen to it a few more times. Okay. Really quick. I know uh, Jeff St. Louis wanted me to promote, Ma- uh, you know, Manny Gavos for Bilkner, but. I can say it's just kind of weird that you, you know you, you go for homeless, but you laugh at and promote the what Eddie Aragon has pajamas and is living in the station. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. That was you. That was, that was not me. That was the caller. Oh, look at him getting all worked up. 
How about that? He is so upset. He does not want to get caught. Let's let's do this again, sir. Uh, let's do this one more time. And promote the what? Eddie Aragon has pajamas and is living in the state. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. That was you. That was, that was not me. That was the caller. <laughs> No, you listen. You're laughing at it. And you thought it was listen, really funny. Listen. Hold on. And then you... Dumped. That got dumped. Meltdown. That got totally dumped. That is a total meltdown right there. Let's do this one again. Yeah, you do, man. Uh, I just want to, just really quick. I know uh, Jeff St. Louis wanted me to promote, Man, uh, you know, Manny Gonzalez for a builder, but... I can say it's just kind of weird that, you, you know, you, you're all for homeless, but you laugh at that. And promote it. What? Eddie Aragon has pajamas and is living in the state. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. That was you. That was, that was not me. That was the caller. No. You listen. You're laughing at it. And you thought it was really funny. Listen. Hold on. And then that's a t- David, that's a total meltdown right there. Your 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 phone your phone is like losing it. Can we get can we get any more power out of that thing? It's it's how about now? You like power? You got power. There we go. It's squelching the you know what. You're you're there we go. Let's just do this one more time. This is so damning. Just wanted me to promote Matt. uh, You know Manny Gonzalez for governor, but I gotta say it's just kind of weird that you you know you you all for homeless, but you laugh at. And promote the what? Eddie Aragon has pajamas and is living in the state. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. That was you. That was, that was not me. That was the caller. No, Do you that listen? Was you laughing at it, and you thought it was, it was really funny. Listen. Hold on. And, and then you... there it is. Yeah, I mean that's that's it. Yeah, I just wanted to <laughs> just really quick. I know uh, Jeff St. Louis wanted me to promote Matt. Uh, you know Manny Gonzalez for Bilkner, but. I gotta say, it's just kind of weird that you, you know you you're all for homeless, but you laugh at and promote the what Eddie Aragon has pajamas and is living in the state. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. That was you. That was, that was not me. Fire. That was the caller. No, Do you listen? You're laughing at it, and you thought it was, it was really funny. Listen, hold on. He's so defensive, David. It's insane. Like that, that's a high level, and then we'll let it finish. Uh, this is after the silence has been dumped. Hold on, hold on, Daniel, because you're not gonna you're not gonna get away with that. I have nothing against Eddie Argon. If he can win, more power to him. There we go. So, so let me be clear. Hold on, let me be clear on my position. May the best man win. I don't have an agenda in this thing. No. So, <laughs> what do you think, David? Does he have an agenda in this thing? What do you think? Yeah, that was a flat-out lie. He has he, there, there's a do, there's a dozen uh, points of evidence in the form of his statements on air on his radio yeah. program yeah, showing yeah. that his candidate is Manny. Manny Gonzalez. That's right. Knock yeah. it off. It was a funny joke. Anybody can laugh at a joke. It doesn't. If you drive a car, truck, SUV, or vehicle of any kind, you need get upside. The free gas app. Uh, the station wigged out. Like you just went to break. Look, getting money back for things like on your next fill up. No, how to get rid. Wow, that was something. All right, let's. Uh, I guess this, that was really something. Let's go to the next one. Here we go. By the way, this is all point of record. Help of federal agents that ultimately caught the murderer of his wife, and the media did not tout plan to remove all the homeless from Albuquerque. Be precise, because legally, you can't just put them on a bus, Eddie. (laughs) And then how precisely, question... Oh, there it is. Look, did you hear that? He left. There we are, backside. 
Here we go. It is radio station. <laughs> I, I'm not touching that one, Jack. Thank you for the call, but I'll. There I'll it is. There's the whole thing. You just recorded on the on the other side, so there it is. Yeah. He cracked himself up. I love it. Two four three thirty three thirty three. By the way, I've got breaking news about Michael Carlisle. By the way, I've actually come up with come up with a moniker. So when we take a look at traffic, you ready? As the subject, center attract other states, homeless people. Ask that question. Whoa, this guy is very angry. That's 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 too angry to be uh, uh, too angry for homeless. Conversation. American Home Furniture Outlet and Clearance Center. You can shop the largest selection of in-stock furniture in the state. See it today. Have it tonight. We guarantee you'll pay less. American Home Furniture Outlet and Clearance Center at Comanche and I-25. You're not listening, obviously. Click. Yeah, I agree. I, you probably would be better at this than I. But look, because you're right. But on one level, I. I want to reach guys like Daniel because they come up with this kooky crap and like none of it makes sense. Like what <laughs> skin in the game do I have for mayor? No. He literally just lost his mind on the guy. And what skin is the game? And the guy's literally listening to him the entire time. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> but I do want to ask some good questions in the debate. That's what the show was about. Two four three thirty three thirty three. How are we better off than four years ago? Will the Gateway Center attract other states' homeless people? Ask that question. Ah, just yell at me. How Jeez. will you prevent? Ill- oh, what what is going on? This is way too angry. Center attract other states' homeless people. Ask that question. That's quite that's quite angry. All right, call it. Call it. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, it's Joe. How are you doing? Hey, Joe. How are you doing tonight? Uh, thanks for all that you do that to help me, the radio station. And I want to let you know that um, we renewed our license there, Joe. Oh, I know. You're doing good. You're, we're all right. We're all right. Hey, just a co- couple of quick questions, right? I sent you a text today about, like, number, number one, who funds who funds that uh, soccer team, right? What's number one. Okay. It's uh, it's uh, it's owned by like four or five guys. Actually, pretty good guys, with the exception of Trevestiani. I think he's a little bit too out front, but the other guys are pretty good. A couple of uh, real estate developers, good guy, and then you got, I believe, the Garcia Automotive ownership yep. uh, involved well, I mean, in that. So know, that, know, that's fine. I know who they are, but anyways, I'm just saying. So that's not taxpayer money, right? We're gonna build a stadium. For that, right? Okay. Well, I mean, I understand. I don't understand where they're coming from. Okay. The other, uh, the other thing is, is, is why doesn't why isn't all the bills publicized to the uh, public? On right, and it's like, what what is the deal here? Right? You know, we're, we're not in Congress right now, right? So, anyways, if Dow can counter that back to me, I'd love it, right? Yeah. And and I told you. You there? I think we lost him. Joe, go yep. once. Oh, there you are. Go ahead. Uh, we lost yep. the last part. Yeah. Anyways, just get down. Just tell me, like, I mean, you know, that, that's a smart dude right there. You got, you got one, one good guy right there. Anyways, but why is it every, everything that's voted on, on in Congress? Why do we, we hear it from Congress? 
we don't hear it before they vote on it because I'll call every one of them and put them on point right now. You know? Yeah, that's a good point. I, I like that. We we got to call those guys out. Joe, thanks for the uh, phone call uh, there. 550-5500. Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, gentlemen. I'm back one last time. Uh, last time. That's okay. Go ahead. Well, if it is illegal to relocate people to another state or location, then why is it that the state of Hawaii will pay for the airfare to any location within the contiguous 48 states? of a person who is caught being a vagrant that is not from the state to somewhere in the lower 48. They will quite literally ship these people over the ocean, $1,000 ticket if not more, even if they're flying coach, and put them in New York, Utah, California, New Mexico, Texas. How is it they can get away with that? Because I remember Tim Keller was saying, you can't relocate people. It's illegal. Really? Take a look at the state of Hawaii. Huh. Your thoughts? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I'll let David uh, respond. The other David. David, go ahead and respond to that. Do you have anything to say? <laughs> yeah, well, it occurs to me that that's, the federal government is doing that. They're taking homeless people that come across the southern border and shipping them all around the nation. So they're doing the federal government is doing the same thing. There you go. All right. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. Uh, any more phone calls? Let's continue uh, with more of this audio here. I think we uh, shall. Let's pick it up right here. How will you prevent illegal immigrants from oh. taking advantage of the services? Why did we vote against speed vans? And we have them. And if we vote against the soccer stadium, is it going to come back if you get reelected Mayor Tim Keller? Answer yes. Just ask, are you going to pack the courts? I don't have to answer that question. You know you're going to do What is it. he rambling? Uh, honestly, no, David, answer. what is he even rambling on about at this point? I, what is all my, It's just yelling. My, my interpretation is that when you, when you don't have, uh, when you, we don't have conviction uh, in, in certain uh, train of thought, then you just amp it up, make it make it louder and faster. Oh, okay, and louder, louder faster. Yeah, that's right. The motion. Yeah. yeah, okay. All right, here we go. Why do we have speed fans? We voted them out. What is the mayor's relationship with Sam V. Hill? What do you think? Did, did... <laughs> let's just start asking a bunch of random questions. I think that's a, that. Let's let the focus be that. Just random questions all day. Did, I'm gonna I'm gonna double down on that question. Did I want Keller to answer this question? Did the federal agents work? Did they work or not? Because Manny got no credit. They worked. We caught a killer at large. And the media didn't didn't tout that. Do you regret now, Tim Keller, your statement that the federal agents were going to gaslight immigrants and people of color? Did you see them gaslight immigrants and people of color, or did they catch a murderer at large? Answer the question. Wow. Look at that guy. Just crazy. Looks like getting a little too gesticulative in here. Is he? So I guess he's flailing his arms all around the studio at the very same time he's speaking like this. Did he he say gesticulative or gesticulative? I didn't catch that. Yeah, he said gesticulative. Yep. Did the federal agents work? In your opinion, did they work or not, Tim? Mayor Keller, 
Would you, isn't there some decorum? How precisely do you plan to remove the homeless? And we need a question on crime because I don't I haven't landed my question on crime. We're at a record setting pace of murders in the city. Tim Keller, do you will you now admit your policies do not work? What Democrat policies work when it comes to handling crime? Is it our Nobel released on your own recognizance? Two four three thirty three thirty three. Michael, you're on News Radio KKOB with Eric Strauss. Okay, I've got a question. Uh, why why does it continue to be that two cities side by side with same demographics, both going through COVID, one continues to flourish, low crime rates, have a quality of life? All right, we'll leave that uh, there. Let's go to the next one. That one uh, about ended. We'll see where we are here. Here in Albuquerque yesterday, a lot of people were going to be. Oh, this is uh, more Bob Clark, uh, if you will. If it's so, is uh, is Eric Strauss like this when he was on the weekends? Was he always like this? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, he goes up and he goes up and down a little bit. That's the one. That's the one extreme. But but he's closer to that end most of the time than he is to the other end. So he gets pretty bothered whenever my name comes up, and he's not sure how to handle that. Uh, from what I can tell. Yeah, my assessment is that uh, he's getting pressure from management to not say your name and his favorite candidate is Manny anyway. And I don't know if he has any secret deals with, uh, uh, if he's vested in some way in Manny getting elected, I don't know, but, but I, I, obviously I have a suspicion or I wouldn't mention it. Um, yeah. So there was one more thing, but I lost it. Curious to see what the money situation is for the campaigns, because as we know, mayor Tim Keller getting about 600, and you know about six hundred thousand dollars in public financing, and he can't privately fundraise. And the situation for Sheriff Manny Gonzalez was he was trying to get public financing, and that turned out to be a legal battle that consumed many many weeks over the summer months, and ultimately did not prevail. So he got a late start in raising money privately. Well, in just three weeks, according to his campaign finance report, uh, they raised. Uh, $338,201, and they still have cash on hand, three hundred and thirty-two, about $333,000, which is more than actually Mayor Keller has left of his public financing money. Cash on hand, he's at uh, $313,385. So can you only imagine how much money the sheriff would have been able to raise if he had started with private fund, uh, fundraising from the very beginning of his campaign? Radio show host Eddie Aragon has $25,456. It's always radio uh, Right now, just a reminder, coming up this Thursday at 7, we'll have the second of two mayoral debates for you here on 96.3 News Radio KKOB with Tim Keller, Manny Gonzalez, Eddie Aragon, along with our TV news partner, Channel 7, and the Albuquerque Journal. Dan Bongino's next. Eric Strauss here. Let me save you some time. If your garage door won't open or is making huh. a nasty noise, just grab your phone and call. The fact that they actually have Eric Strauss on weekday phone calls. Are we there? Okay, so more Bob Clark uh, on the mayor. There we go. There we go. Uh, well, three things. One, that I was right. <laughs> I already acknowledged that. The second thing, the, the number two thing is that there is money out there. Uh, sure. uh who who are just people who are frustrated over what's been happening the last three and a half years. And and three, and this is the most important thing, 
it doesn't matter how much money the mayor has right now, public financing or whatever. He, he, there is, he, it's the sheriff. Yeah, he's running against the sheriff. He's running against the radio guy. Any uh, run? Yeah. Oh, whatever. look at that. Um, just, but, uh, whatever. What did you hear that? The radio guy. The radio guy. Let's let's do this again. We got to listen to this, David. He, he, there is. He, it's the sheriff. Yeah, he's running against the sheriff. He's running against the radio guy. Any uh, run? Yeah. Whatever. 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 Ah, <laughs> eh, just some guy. Like, literally, like, how much can you possibly denigrate a guy? Let's go. Um, but there, the, the mayor's got other baggage that's just, no matter what, I don't, and I, I'm going to make this prediction today, and I think we talked about this before, I don't think he's going to have a clear sailing on election night. I think it's going to be a runoff because he's running, and it doesn't matter, and I know we, we'll get into this, and we, we talked about this before, but... The crime issue, the homeless issue, the COVID issue, the economy here in the city, those are the things that the mayor's running against. And, well, especially and they're winning. And they're winning. Those issues are winning. Okay? And so there is a, there is a, there is a population in, in this city. The, segment, the voters in the city are saying, you know what? I don't. You know, I'm I'm just not sure. The only public, and, and and the polling has showed that. Well, the the, the and, only public poll that we've seen so far was from the paper, but they did work with a professional polling firm, Public Policy uh, Polling, and it, it had uh, Mayor Keller in the lead, but he was under that 50 percent. Exactly, mark. Uh, he was at 47 percent. Manny Gonzalez, I believe, was at 21 percent, and Eddie Aragon was at 11. There was a huge undecided, wasn't there? Yeah, about 21 percent. Yeah, and and that undecided is is that because. If you're a mayor, look what happened uh, in 2013 when R.J. ran. R.J. Berry. Yeah. He ran for re-election. There was no – he he won – what was – Oh, well, he won with 62% of the vote, but there there wasn't really – I mean, uh, Pete Dinelli, uh, and I've known Pete for a long time. You've known Pete, and he, he's, a, he's a nice guy and everything, but he just wasn't going to be the kind of candidate that was going to put up the, the same, same dynamic right yeah. now, you know, for other reasons. And – but – but uh, so what I'm saying is it doesn't matter who the mayor is running against, a person-wise, candidate-wise. He's got these other issues that are just weighing him down, and that that is going to be a problem. And he does not want to get into a run oh, a runoff, rather. No, no. I mean, for I, because I, I, then I, more money will start pouring in for the sheriff or whoever is number two. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, just based on uh, the polls, the, the poll that we've seen and some of the internal polls that are sort of out there. I mean, Manny is a solid second place right now. So if there is a runoff, it would make sense. It might it would likely be Mayor Tim Keller and also uh, Manny Gonzalez. That doesn't feel like steering. Does that feel like steering at all in any way? Oh, no, no, never. When you, that's KKOB. They would never do that. But it's making sure he stays under 50%, and that's where this big infusion of cash uh, really helps. Because, look, I, I, I'll tell you this, and I, I mentioned this two weeks ago after the chamber debate, and this is just the way the sheriff is. I mean, he's just sort of a soft-spoken guy. He's never been a great public speaker. But the bottom line is that needs to start changing and fast because it doesn't matter how much money you have. If you cannot articulate your message. I agree with you 100%. Okay, so we're going to make every excuse for him just because he's got to start learning how to speak at 58 years old and he's been a sheriff? Like, honestly, like, that's such an excuse. 
Yeah, you either you are what you are. You either produce or you don't. And you said this before. You can't change the sheriff's DNA. Yeah. But the the what's what's the the wind that's behind him on the set on his sails is the issues that are bringing down the mayor. So that's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter really who the candidate is. The mayor's not running against. Eddie Aragon and, and, and Sheriff, the mayor's running against crime. He's running against COVID. He's running against homelessness. He's running against the economy in this city because of COVID and the decisions that were made. And those, and those issues are winning every day. Every day we have to wear a mask and it, it's not his decision. Yeah, it's not his mandate, but, but it's, he's, he's being affected by that. And but he's not out. He's not speaking out against it though. Exactly. And, and, and the other, the other issue out there is the stadium. The stadium is not helping. The polling showed that they're, pour, they're pouring a lot of money and it's not making and it's not making a lick of difference. Yeah, no, the, 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 the again, the one polling we've seen from the paper done by public policy <clears throat> polling had the opposition to the stadium bond issue at 59% and the mayor's a full-throated supporter, uh, locally, uh, supporter of that bond issue. And it's very similar to what we saw in 2017 when he was not only just campaigning for himself, but campaigning for people to vote yes on the paid leave uh, ballot issue. He won ultimately in the second round in the runoff election, but paid leave, he didn't carry that across the finish line, so there's no guarantee that he's going to be able to do that with the stadium bond issue again, even if he ends up winning uh, re-election this time around. Exactly. All right, and then the, uh, the other, uh, the latest figures here, and again, this is important to remember, that because Mayor Keller took public financing, uh, that's the, the chunk of money, over $600,000 he starts with that. They can take, quote-unquote, in-kind donations. Uh, but he's a, he's got cash left, about 313000 So, actually, Manny Gonzalez has more cash on hand than the mayor does right now. And then Eddie Aragon, uh, he's sitting right now cash on hand at $25,456. He's put up a couple of billboards. I saw him yesterday on my way in and out of uh, uh, along I-25. So he's, I mean, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to throw in another caveat in here, and this is something, and my wife is not political at all. You know, living with me and our daughter, who's kind of very little, very political also, yeah. my wife just kind of tunes all that out. Yeah. But she was, she pointed out to me, she said, you know, it was really interesting about all that Keller money. He spent it outside, outside the city. Yeah, I mean, but that. That's kind of telling to me that that for her to pick that up, you know, us guys who are in the weeds on this stuff, excuse me, are in the weeds on this stuff. I, I noticed that right away. But yeah, her, actually, our TV, this part of Channel 7, did a story on that the other day. Um, and it, with all of the TV and film production work and any post-production editing, all of that stuff can happen right here. But you know how it works with these political consulting firms. And, and Mayor Keller, I guess, is he's involved with uh, some K Street firm back in Washington D.C. They have their they have their friends. They have their companies that they like to you know make sure they get a little piece of the pie. David, what, what's that, going so, on in this recording? What are you doing? Are you like? Uh... <laughs> I'm, I'm living I'm living my life. I was having to record this stuff for a month and a half. I think what that is is that. I'm, I'm repackaging stuff I bought at the grocery store, so I'm going through plastic bags and finding the appropriate plastic bag. Got it. Okay. I mean, it goes to the local media. But it's, you know, that's money that he could have spent here in town. Yeah. People here in town could have done that. Although I should say this, if, if there is an effort here to get a, a, a locally produced and edited political commercial uh, before the election coming up in early November or the runoff on December 7th, you may want to do that fast because word has just come down 
uh, that TV and film um, production crews have elected, have announced that they will be going on strike next week, which does include right here in New Mexico uh, as well. What about the PACs? We'll tell you what their uh, money issues are, and then we'll get to the governor. That's all next year on 96.3 News Radio KKOB. Did you hear? Mm-hmm. <laughs> PV is There's moving the on up. There it is. We've got to get through that. Just it's free, and we'll give you a here for our community banking reimagined. You need... Okay, we'll we'll get rid of that one there, David. Uh, let's continue this. <laughs> Forget about it. All right. Uh, more on. Uh, let's go to the governor's race now in terms of fundraising. And the governor uh, tweeting out Monday that in the past six months she's raised two hundred or two point five million dollars. You always know an incumbent, especially when it's the current chair of the Democratic Governors Association. Uh, money was not going to be an issue. So two point five million dollars minus, of course, one hundred fifty thousand. For James Hellman, because that was the other part of her campaign finance report that they uh, that ultimately was the uh, overall total that they used to settle with James over his allegations that during a, uh, a campaign meeting in 2018, she threw water on his crotch and then grabbed it. Crotchgate, crotchgate is what we um, have called it. Now, look, let me just say this. This wasn't a he said, she said thing, because there were other people in the room, people very close to her in the room, all right? So there were witnesses. Look so at, look at like KKRB going together, with this. Look at this. And it's like, uh, he's making this allegation. Wow, this I didn't do it, but how could I really prove it? If she didn't do anything to him, there's proof. There are witnesses in the room. So this idea that they just settled with him because they wanted to avoid any distractions during COVID and they wanted to avoid any prolonged litigation you don't pay someone $150,000 if they're totally just making up a story like that, especially if you supposedly have witnesses who are friends of yours who could, who could prove, who could testify that it didn't happen. So something happened. There's no question about it. And in my mind, in my opinion. Wow. And they would have to testify before you go. All right, I'm not interested in this. I always believe the victims. I believe James. That's what the governor has told us. You should always believe the victims. So I believe James. Well, hashtag me too, right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, but $2.5 million, that's an impressive total with uh, still more, uh, with almost a year to go before election, more than a year to go, 13 months. Well, you hit, yeah. Well, she has the bully pulpit. She can raise money constantly. And she's the chairwoman of the Democratic Governors Association. So a lot of that money is probably coming from out of state because, you know, we don't have a... We, it's not like she did the Bernie Sanders deal where you was, everyone was giving her $10 or $5 or whatever. This is big. I'm sure she had some small donors. Yeah, but no, this is big donors. You know, it's, let's be honest here. Yeah, no question. But it's, but it, but it's, it's still money. money. It's it money. still spends. Yes, it, it, it does. Now, on the Republican, more on her association with the DGA in just a moment. Uh, on the Republican side, uh, State mm-hmm. Representative Rebecca Dow of Truth or Consequences, uh, she is reporting that she raised $440,000 between April and October, which is by and far a huge lead over the re- other Republican candidates running. Uh, but she did start off, and, and we talked about this. This was going to be an advantage for her when it comes to fundraising because she's able to transfer the funds that she's raised for her state legislative races over to her race for governor, and that was already over six figures there. Yeah, it was over $100,000, but again, that was money that was raised here in New Mexico. So um, I I think she's clearly has an advantage on the Republican side as well. And there's what, like seven Money wise, people, yeah. Seven people running. Um, the other, the other guys, the other 
candidates rather who have who have money in that race, um, they had to loan themselves money. Well, Greg Zanetti and uh, Jay Block. Uh, Jay Block did really well. Yeah, he I raised eighty six thousand dollars in six months. That was that was months. a really good indication. Yeah, for him. Um, yeah, he. Uh, I have thoughts about all of that, by the way. But anyway. Um, I, I'm not getting I'm much not, out of any of this. So they go to the mayor's race at all? Later on down the line. But, I, yeah, they got uh, forward. I, I don't know for sure. I, 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 I guess you're leading into this whole DGA letter. And for whatever reason, speaking of Mark Ronchetti, why are we talking about Mark Ronchetti? He's been in like three days. And city laws. Which is... Um, Eric, let's get no, 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 no. Okay, so go ahead, explain. Sure, sure. I am with uh, Save Our City, which is a measured finance. Oh, perfect. This is good. What brought you to this place? Because I, 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 Jeff was doing some homework off uh, a, a little bit, and so you're you're part of the Gonzalez campaign, or let's air, let's get no, everything. no, no, no. Oh, is this is this Karen Montoya? Yeah. Not. I don't have skin in this game. This is a. He keeps going there with a no skin in the game and, you know, not well, involved means, you know, it, or whatever. Yeah, well, you know how to read that, right? I know. I do. Yeah. Okay. Non, I mean, to me, I don't like this partisan politics stuff. Is this about partisan politics or what brought you to this place? Because I, 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 Jeff was doing some homework off uh, a, a little bit. And so you're, you're part of the Gonzalez campaign or let's air, let's get. No, 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 no. Okay. So go ahead. Explain. Sure. She's not. Sure. I am with uh, Save Our City, which is a measured finance committee, which is, um, you know, the same as the political action committee. And what we are doing is uh, we are fundraising, running our own campaign uh, for Manny Gonzalez. Uh, it is separate from his campaign. Um, we are not allowed to talk to each other, uh, coordinate in any way, and so we don't. And so, so um, you're saying that as an individual, you're filing this or uh, and, and clearly well, you're saying at, this at Manny has nothing to do with this or give me some details. That's correct. No, clearly Manly ha Manny has nothing to do with this. Um, I am the chair of the uh, Save Our City Measured Finance Committee. Uh, so I'm doing this on behalf of the PAC and myself. All right. And so do you feel like you have just cause here? We got to stop right there. So she said all her piece. Is that correct? Is that what we heard? Uh, yeah, it's been too long. I don't recall the whole recording. I'd have to listen to it. Well, you, you just heard it. What, what's your question? My question is, is, she said, all like, go back, listen to it. I mean, I haven't even heard any of this. In any way. Fundraising city, which is a measured finance committee, which is, um, you know, the same as the political action committee. And what we are doing is uh, we are fundraising, running our own campaign uh, for Manny Gonzalez. Uh, it is separate from his campaign. Um, we are not allowed to talk to each other, uh, coordinate in any way, and so we don't. And so, so um, you're okay. We heard that part, right? Was that correct? Yeah. Right. Yep. Just make it. Do we hear that part correct? Yes. Yes. One hundred percent. We just literally heard her. Correct. Yes. 
We begin tonight with Mr. Gonzalez. During COVID-19, we had sex offenders that were flying into Albuquerque and having sex with underage girls. And nobody should be able to walk around downtown without any clothes on. Mr. Gonzalez, we asked a question about how you're going to help businesses. Mr. Gonzalez, can you, you may please, answer the question. Can you please repeat the question? Yes. Please explain, after I gave you use of my radio station, Sheriff Mady Gonzalez, uh, why you decided to put me in front of the ethics board. Thank you. I have not put you in front of the ethics board. That was the doing of my political consultant. Uh, you just admitted that you are colluding and using your political consultant, and you just admitted that your MFC is working directly with your own campaign, and you have now just admitted fraud, Sheriff Gonzalez. All right, so we got that, right? David, is that yeah. correct? Yeah. Okay, so let's continue with her. Let's go back to what she just said. You know, same as the political action committee. And what we are doing is uh, we are fundraising, running our own campaign uh, for Manny Gonzalez. Uh, it is separate from his campaign. Um, we are not allowed to talk to each other, uh, coordinate in any way, and so we don't. And so, so um, you're saying that as an individual, you're filing this or uh, and, and clearly well, you're saying this uh, Manny has nothing to do with this or give me some details. That's correct. No, clearly Manly ha Manny has nothing to do with this. Um, I am the chair of the uh, Save Our City Measured Finance Committee. Uh, so I'm doing this on behalf of the PAC and myself. All right. And so do you feel like you have just but you, you literally just heard that it's her it's his political consultant, right, David? Is that what you heard? That's what he said, yes. That's exactly what he said. Us here. Absolutely, there's no question. And it's all spelled out in our in our complaint. Um we have the uh paperwork and uh he has he has uh broke multiple um laws. Oh yeah, you're uh, an attorney. Violated, mm -hmm. uh, you know, federal and city laws uh, regarding equal time. Uh, equal time doesn't exist in the way that you think it does, sister. Advertising, uh, have not adver reporting. Have I? Have you heard one? Have you, have you one heard one commercial? No, you haven't heard one, and no value. Political information to the Federal Communications Commission. Um. He's also broke city ordinances, which require him to uh, report contributions. Uh, nope. Incorrect. That would be you guys. And I'm not sure why you're so worried about me. We're worried about Keller. His business makes to his campaign. Uh, his, um, so Eric, Aragon actually went as far as to put rockoftalk.com as his campaign website. So uh, they're, again, using uh, his business uh, to promote his campaign and not filing the proper documents that, that are required. So where, where else have you gone? Yeah, what, what happens? Gone look, look they're spending the entire time on their entire radio station. They're spending their entire time on their radio station talking about all of this. So what's really interesting is as they continue to talk about this and that like whatever ethics violation that they might have, you know, as far as what they're doing, they spent the entire time talking on KKOB about what laws I violated, David. But they didn't cite the laws. They didn't cite <laughs> the laws. And she's not an attorney. And she's right. the one who drafted all this stuff up. 
So let's continue. This story. Were you, have you gone to other news outlets or where else are you going? They're running after me like it's this giant crime of the century. Right. But the, once again, back to the, they forget the, Manny I, Gonzalez. Like, like, let's go. But this is a PRC commissioner in all this. Let's, let's start it again. What we are doing is uh, we are fundraising, running our own campaign uh, for Manny Gonzalez. Uh, it is separate from his campaign. Um, we are not allowed to talk to each other, uh, coordinate in any way, and so we don't. And so, so um, you're... the ethics board thank you i have not put you in front of the ethics board that was the doing of my political consultant uh you just admitted that you are colluding and using your political consultant and you just admitted that your mfc is working directly with your own campaign there it is right there bingo just yeah. literally admitted it saying that as an individual you're filing this or uh, and and clearly well, you're saying this uh, manny has nothing to do with this or Give me some details. That's correct. No, clearly Manly ha Manny has nothing to do with this. Um, <laughs> I am the chair of the uh, Save Our City Measured Finance Committee, uh, so I'm doing this on behalf of the PAC and myself. All right. And so do you feel like you have just cause here? Absolutely. There's no question. And it's all spelled out in our in our complaint. Um, we have the uh, paperwork and uh, he has he has uh, broke multiple um, laws, uh, violated, uh, you know, federal and city laws uh, regarding equal time uh, advertising, uh, not reporting and not uploading political information to the Federal Communications Commission. Um, he's also broke city ordinances, which require him to uh, report contributions that his business makes to his campaign. Uh, his, um, so Eric, Aragon actually went as far as to put rockoftalk.com as his campaign website. So uh, they're, again, using uh, his business uh, to promote his campaign and not filing the proper documents that, that are required. So where, where else have you gone? Where else have you gone with this story? Where you, have you gone to other news outlets or where else are you going with this story? I've been asked to um, to uh, talk to some other news media as well. Yes. Okay. Well, Karen, I, I appreciate the phone call. And again, in, in full disclosure, you know, I haven't done enough homework on this, but, it, you know, and clearly anybody can call in and give us the other side because I'm sure, uh, you know, yeah, the you know what? campaign has a complete. Yeah, I'm sure anyone can call in like the other side of the campaign can call in at any point. Right. Right, David. We can just call in whenever they allow us to call in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We've already. We've already shown the evidence to support the contrary. Mm. It's amazing how they are. Completely different take on this. Wouldn't you agree with that? Okay. Right? Uh, I I wouldn't assume so, but we'll see what happens. Okay, Karen, I appreciate the phone call. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh -huh. uh, wow. This is bombshell stuff going on. Oh, there we go. Bombshell. It's all bombshell. This is, this is bombshell. 
This is all, this is really bombshell. If you want to know what bombshell, this is it. Eddie Aragon is breaking all laws. It's not allowed on any other news media, especially 770 KQB, but this is bombshell stuff. And you got electioneering and steering from all the talk shows, and we have all of it recorded. We'll see what happens. Okay, Karen, I appreciate the phone call. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. This is bombshell stuff going on. That in the was crazy. Uh, I mean, hold on, hold it... on. I need to put this in. I mean, is it? I don't know. Two four three thirty three thirty three. It's. I mean, look. This story is going to continue to gain. As as more as more news outlets, she reaches out to more news outlets. Now, do you believe this is about partisan politics? Do you? Well, you, it, you, doesn't it sound well like she's got a valid point? Because no, if he's you know, putting, zero. if he's using his show, which is a couple hours a day, to promote himself, he's got to give equal time to uh, both of his, you know, the fellow candidates, or. What, what about your not show? Using, he's not following the equal time laws. Gotcha. You know, if they ask for equal time, but right. then if they ask for equal time, he's got to bring and them that in. Only, and, and so the pushback's going to be, well, uh, you have this candidate on, on KKOB, you have this candidate on. That, remember, Eddie was, we were beyond that coverage, and Eddie declared late. Yeah. So I, I want to be very upfront about that. Oh, but he, Eddie wasn't it. a candidate. When like Bob Clark had Manny on, Eddie wasn't even a candidate. But but do you see her point? If yeah. he's using his position and his show to directly profit him, you know, in in that profit. campaign process, I Listen that might this. have some volition. I, I don't know. Again, I this is that was breaking news to me. So <clears throat> it's uh it's interesting. I I wonder where the story's going to go. Uh, clearly. Uh, she has enough skin in the game where she filed the complaint. So there's that. Um, two, four, three, thirty-three, thirty-three. I mean, is this, we're, we're in the home stretch right now. I am surprised that more campaigns aren't hitting hard right now. I mean, you drive up and down the freeway and it's Autogone up and down the freeway. Yeah. Woo. And, and I don't <laughs> yeah. see much pushback. Keller's That's right, baby. Right yeah, Aragon. Yeah, yeah, I got I got to hear this. Yeah. Autogone up and down the freeway. And, and I don't <laughs> see much pushback. Keller's no, I don't see anything. Right now. Who, who doesn't like oh, themselves on billboard? Your campaigns aren't hitting hard right now. I mean, you drive up and down the freeway, and it's Autogone up and down the freeway. Woo! That's and, what and I'm talking about. I don't know about you, David, but that is exciting. What? I like that as a campaign slogan. <laughs> I don't know about you right now. I don't know about what's going on, but let me tell you. I, I'm driving up and, and down the freeway, and <laughs> could there be? should I use that as an endorsement all day on Monday? That's what I think I got to do. Like no, that, you should <laughs> You should you should record you should record there we a go. commercial. Let's feel good here. Now, yeah. That, they're, they're, you're okay. You're not going you're not gonna get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Somebody gotta do it. Hey, and it's Autogone hey, up and down the freeway. Let's go, Brandon. I keep a drum like I'm Dominic Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Pandemic right, ain't real. They just panic. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. When you ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. I keep a drum like Dominic Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Pandemic ain't real. They just panic. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. You ask questions, they start banning. Hey, 
Let's go, Brandon. 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 Let's go
I don't know. I don't know if you can get something better than that. No, no, you gotta, you gotta take that audio and put it with the visual of you in, a, I'm picturing a red convertible. You're riding in the red convertible <laughs> up and down, the, up and down the freeway and you're passing these billboards with Eddie Aragon. That's good. I like that. That's good. My, the, the dog was, uh, my parents' dog was like literally looking at all the, bill, the billboards. Pretty good stuff. Call you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hello. Hey, Eddie. It's Stephanie. How are you? Who is this? It's Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. You've got to, you want to, you want to do a little let's go, Brandon. Uh, some, you want to drop some rhymes on us this evening here? Well, I'm thinking the way you're going in your billboards all over the freeway and stuff, and I'm not liking it. Oh, you you don't Maybe like my you don't like, like you don't like my billboards? I, I, no, no, no. I said they. I love it. Oh, okay, yeah. He's he listened yeah, to it. Yeah. I, I, mean, right yeah, I mean, you drive up and down the freeway, and it's Autogone up and down the freeway. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's pretty cool. Myself. Look how angry he is. That's 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 a high level of anger. <laughs> Surprise! Yeah, he can't listen to that. Hitting hard right now. I mean, you drive up and down yeah. the freeway, and it's Autogone up and down the freeway. <laughs> and, and I don't. I, I don't know. That's so good, Stephanie. All right, drop some rhymes on us. Go ahead. Well, I'm thinking it's time to read the latest one. I was going to wait till Monday, but since you're on late, it's called the mayoral election. It's encouraging people to vote. So not for president, Congress, Senate, or governorship are we voting for this Tuesday, but Albuquerque's survivorship. So make sure your decision you weigh carefully to which candidate a vote to cast. With commerce on the decline and the homicide record unsurpassed, we must all align. To ignore this election with police morale low may be consequential. So at the polls, make a show. Talk in the nation is our crime and homelessness, too, on the rise. Now is the time to make sure we are wise. Voting is our right under the 15th Amendment, so step right up and get in line. Show your discontentment and its current leadership opines. A ballot someone will hand you, and into a vacant booth you'll go to mark your choice and turn in your ballot. You must understand the plans of each candidate, and know firsthand Eddie is mayor to validate. Yep. Vote for the man who'll do the job. Get behind Eddie and watch crime drop. Because to be mayor, Eddie is ready. Show your support for our police and take a stand for our city. And with Albuquerque, within Albuquerque, increase the peace. Be sure to be witty and vote Eddie a new leader to have. Crime he'll shave and commerce you'll see increase. A city with more peace will have. And COVID mandates will cave. Homelessness will grave and corruption will decrease. Remember, not for president, Congress, Senate, or governorship are we voting for this Tuesday, but Albuquerque survivorship. So make sure your decision you weigh carefully and for Eddie to cast your vote. What do you think, David? What do you think, David? Talk to Stephanie. Good stuff, Stephanie. Good stuff. Okay. She loves your stuff. Thanks for the uh, fundraiser this weekend, Stephanie. That was good. A good turnout. And uh, tell us a little bit about the uh, the Jewish synagogue that you're part of. Well, actually, I'm not a part of that particular synagogue. Um, even though my office was there, 
for 13 years in the basement, so I know a lot of the people there. I go to a personal Havara at a home, which is just a home fellowship. A Havara is a home fellowship. So, And then I have a personal Havara at my own house every other week. In fact, it's tomorrow also on the off week. But um, the good people were Messianic Jewish um, many of us were born and raised Jewish, but not all. Some are Gentiles who came in and believe that the Old Testament has not been done away with. So we follow the dietary laws, but we do believe that Jesus, or Yeshua, as we call him, is our Messiah and our Savior. So we do accept him as our personal Savior. Okay. Yeah, so a little bit different, uh, as you know. So. Um, I just really yes. appreciate it. Uh, what was her name? Dina. She was great. I love Dina. She's married right, Dina, to. Yeah. Dina Shapiro is the wife of the leader of Adopt Yeshua. Okay, he's great. I love those people. They're they're good people. Yeah, yeah. no, no, the wonderful people, good people. You know, I I wanted to have it there, but we couldn't. You know, so it is what it is, but. Katarina is a good friend and a wonderful person, and she always opens up her home, you know, to allow me to have functions there and adopt, for that matter. So mm-hmm. she's a she's a godly sister in the Lord. So she's beautiful. I'm, I'm I just glad. I was like totally oh. taken with her that she was awesome. Good. All right, Stephanie, thank good. you so much. Good. Call back later if you like. Well, I'll probably be up for a little bit while, a little while because I'm just hanging out in my transformer pajamas all day, right? Isn't that right, David? <laughs> Uh, is, is, you got the video rolling? Can can we see uh, that? Yes, I'm in my transformer. Uh, is it a onesie or a uni or I don't know something like that, right? All right, let's let's yeah. continue. Keller's at 47 right now, according to Paul. Keller's bouncing out of way up and right now. I mean, you I, drive I up and get down the freeway this. and it's autogone up and down the freeway, <laughs> and, and I don't see much pushback. Keller's at 47 right now according to poll numbers, but I, again, I don't trust poll numbers, but my whole take on this thing is anybody but COVID Keller in the gateway. All right. We're making a move huh? up and down the freeways. Like they, like deep down what these guys truly understand is that I care and I'm going to fight. They just wish it wasn't me. Right. Is that, is that fair to say? I think it's fair to say. He doesn't deserve reelection. Clearly. I, there's no question about that. Two, four, three, thirty-three, thirty-three. Let's take a look at the Casbah of Crash, the Ayatollah of Crash, Michael Carla. At Glasheen, Bias, and Enderman, we know how to get results for our injured clients. There's That's so many Bias and Enderman. Uh... <clears throat> Hello, you reached the rocker top. Oh, you were calling me. Look at that. That was your phone call directly <laughs> to me. What is that going on there? Let's let's continue. New items and new markdowns almost every day. American Home Furniture Outlet and Clearance Center, Comanche and I-25. Since you're always looking for ways to make taking care of your health easier, did you know that you can come to any Loveless ER for urgencies or emergencies? Harris Jewelers in Rio Rancho. Oh, here he goes. Have you heard him on Harris Jewelers? He kisses uh, Harris Jewelers' ass for like two minutes. Before he starts every second. Have you heard this? A few thousand times. Yeah, like he just loves them. Watch. The amazing diva of diamonds and lord of the bling, Karen and Mark. Nine zero nine. The diva of diamonds and lord of the bling. I got. I got to tell you, that's 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 tight. You know? Southeast, right up in Rio Rancho, left on Southern. 
right on the northern side of the street. And if you win a Chalice of Open Freedom, which we need to give away two tonight, because I said I'd give one away last night and I didn't. You gotta keep you gotta help me a little bit here, man candy. Tang you with your little notepad. But but you can pick up your chalice at Eric. Does anybody say that? Does anybody is that a thing with anybody? Man candy? Well, you, you you know where that's coming from, don't you? What? Well, you you remember the the uh, audio you played from their broadcast where Eric made a comment about uh, what was it about uh, pedophiles or something like that to to Jeff and Jeff jumped in and and uh, uh, kind of angrily asked him why do you always have to go there? That's not related to the top the topic. Oh yeah yeah that so, was yesterday we or two days ago when we covered that. Yeah, That's right. So, okay so, yeah man can't. So, it's gross. If Eric prides him, remember Eric is the one that gave him that moniker, and it uh, Jeff is uh, apparently a little bit uh, uh, distressed. Uh, would be one word about Eric's focusing on LGBTQ. Yep, that's right. Yeah, yep. yeah. yeah right. And, okay. And so, right, yeah, I've, yeah. I know, and, and it's it's awful. Let's continue. Jewelers. They have amazing prices. The largest oh selection God, of unmounted and lab-grown diamonds I've ever seen. And I can tell you the... Uh, web- uh, Eric does not strike me as somebody who knows a whole lot about jewelry. Wedding sets are beautiful. They have very reasonable prices. And you get 10% off when you mention you're part of this Viper Pit family. By the way, off the top, anything in the store, anytime. Their idea, not mine. 892-3841-909-36 Place Southeast. Open Monday through Saturday, uh, Friday, 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Hardworking, blue-collar, core-value people. Unique in all the universe is their motto. Go check out some of their Nambe. Or they have Star Wars watches, Citizen. They're amazing. We went Lord of the Bling, and then somehow we uh, went to Star Wars watches. <laughs> did, did you hear me yawn? <laughs> Get in there, support the people that support this show, and please tell them Eric Strauss sent you. All right, back to okay, it. Okay, I just yeah. wanted to t- t- tell you real quick that she Is that Jeff St. Louis? Yeah. Co-chair of Save Our City. It's a measured finance committee. Okay, so, and she used to be a county assessor. So she's been, you know, she's actually had some legal Shh, positions. Stop. She's held some legal She's held some legal positions, but the woman does not have a degree, like not even a bachelor's degree. Her level of follow through is zero, meaning she has never concluded uh, with finality uh, the, you know, final, you know, a couple of classes to finish and consummate a bachelor's degree. I just think this is a frivolous lawsuit. Well, we'll see. I mean, again, I. Anybody's welcome to call in two four three thirty. Anybody, uh, just not Eddie on. Aragon or his supporters. So she called in. If you want to call in with a different view, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure the Aragon campaign is more than ready for that. You know, of course. Um, but to me, it feels like why? Where is Gonzalez signs and the push? Right now, it's it's the ninth inning. Well, I mean, even Keller. Keller's just in cruise control. Keller's not Stop, spending a David. dime. Let me listen. Like, yeah, you know what? The track, the COVID Keller, the track commercial, the, the race against COVID, the race against COVID. Where, give me a bleep and break. You know what? He's just cruising. He is so convinced he's going to win. He's, he's just 50, cruising. I, uh, according to one of our pundits, 50, he'll get 55%. 
which thoroughly depressed me. 2.333. Look, throwing in the towel, voter suppression once again. 33. Couple open lines. Margaret, you're on News Always Radio KKOB with Eric Strauss. Hi, you Eric. How you doing? I'm doing great. Right on. What's on your mind? <laughs> Please. Well, I was Soon. listening to the lady um, talking about Eddie Aragon, and I listen to Eddie Aragon just about every day. Mm-hmm. I really, really like him. And um, she was trying to say, basically, that he was breaking all these laws and um, that he doesn't give equal time to the other candidates. But that is not true. Gotcha. I listen to him every day invite the other candidates onto his radio show. He does it every And how many have taken him up on that? None that I know of. And so here's here's the other thing, you know, and just thinking reasonably, I don't think you can just file this thing frivolously. It It doesn't do it that way. Do it. Right? We'll we'll see. Do it, Eric. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, clearly... You have a pretty big advantage in terms of advertising if you're on the air every day. Oh, do it, Eric. Complete. Come on. Like if you know, well, sure if you I ran, maybe I should run for something. Yes, you should. Absolutely. Please run against me as soon as possible. Go file your little stuff from your uh, talk radio show host uh, contest. I got you your little thing, and I would love it. You've been on the uh, air what 15 years now, 16 years? Absolutely. Please do it, Margaret. Maybe you now that I'm on weekdays, maybe I'll just run for something like dude, what would be a good just minute except you don't own the station Nusha, like uh official state flag bearer, you know <laughs> and I'll just, no every day I'll come on and talk about how I want to be the official state flag bearer, and I'll go this guy is absolutely unbelievable. He's trying to demonetize like people who are trying to improve the city of Albuquerque. Like we can sit here and talk about all the things that I'm talking about all the time, which is city, COVID, crime, commerce, and corruption. We can do that every single day. We can leverage our resources and who cares right now where anything is at because things have gotten that bad. We have to improve our city, have a conversation, get things moving forward. And we can't do that. We have a bunch of people who are just piling on saying, hey, you can't be on our radio station. And by the way, you can't use your own radio station as well. BS. 550-5500. Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Are you okay? Yep, yep, you lost it. All right. Go ahead, David. Yeah, I was going to say, well, w- welcome to the club. They've been That's been their MO for as long as I've been in this city. That's exactly what KKOB does. They're yep. just doing it to you. They're just Absolutely. doing it to you now. Yeah, it's like we benefit by making sure that we have bad, bad, right, news all the time. Let's, let's listen well, more. Like to the middle of the interchange, and I'll put the flag up every day, and you'll see me out there like. Now he's angry about my billboards. Listen to him. The guy is literally upset because I have billboards with my face on the freeway. I earned those. I raised the money. I put them out there. Coated in soot. What do you think? You think well, <laughs> I think you you be you and you do you. And oh, this is a great lady. Uh, Eddie Aragon is just fantastic. Right on. You know, Thank it's you. just it's just really cool that he owns his own radio station. So you know that. That's neither here nor there. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that he's stepping up to the plate. Right on, Margaret. Thank you for the call, sweetheart. Yeah. I appreciate you. Well, you're welcome. Yep, take care. Yeah, take shut that down right away. <laughs> that was like too much to listen to. Three, 
Yeah. Paula, you're on News Radio KKOB on, with Eric Strauss. What do you got? Throw some hate. Hi, Eric. I'm really angry now because that woman obviously never listens to any show. He's continually inviting both of the other candidates to come on the show. Mm -hmm. They don't. I mean, continually. So she's probably the same one who tried to get but, off but the you, ballot. But Paula, do you think... Paula, do you, Paula, take a breath. Let me, let me ask. Hang on, Paula. Paula, take a breath. Do you no, think she? Do you think she? Do you think she's just doing this thing frivolously? Like she? You don't I think, think they have? Because she wants to be jealous. I think she's just. But she's she's a Manny. But she's a Manny Gonzalez person. But Paula, Paula, she's. A <laughs> <laughs> that woman is gold. Is she? Listen to that. Like, I I want to love every part of that woman. I just want to give her a hug, a kiss. Throw a high five. Like, listen to her. That's real emotion. And people are like, you know what? Can we have a voice here? We have a voice. Uh, Eddie's very helpful. You know, we like what he's doing. I think it's awesome. Listen. Both of the other candidates to come on the show. Mm -hmm. They don't. I mean, continually. So she's probably the same one who tried to get but, off but the you, ballot. But you, Paula, do you think, saying, Paula, do you, Paula, take a breath. Let me, let me ask. Hang on, Paula. Paula, hey, take a breath. Do you no, think she's? Do you she think she? Do you think she's just doing this thing frivolously? Like she? You don't I think, think they have? Because she wants to be jealous. I think she's just. But she's she's a Manny. But she's a Manny Gonzalez person. But Paula, Paula, she's a Paula. They're all totally biased against Eddie. Paula, because he's got he's a, the cojones to stand up. She's a. Oh, <laughs> this is so <laughs> awesome. This is beautiful. Look at that. That woman's got more cojones than me. Let's go again. Right on, Margaret. Thank you for the call, sweetheart. I appreciate you. Well, you're welcome. Yep, take care. 243-3333. Paula, you're on News Radio KKOB with Eric Strauss. Hi, Eric. I'm really angry now because that woman obviously never listens to any show. He's continually inviting both of the other candidates to come on the show. Mm -hmm. They don't. I mean, continually. So she's probably the same one who tried to get but, off but the you, ballot. But you, Paula, do you think, Paula, do you, Paula, take a breath. Let me, let me ask. Oh, hang on, Paula. Paula. Oh, my God. What a disaster. Like, no, he, she, he talked her. If they're on the golf course, he's talking her entire backswing. Hi, Listen. Eric. I'm really angry now because that woman obviously never listens to any show. He's continually inviting both of the other candidates to come on the show. Mm -hmm. They don't. I mean, continually. So she's probably the same one who tried to get but, off but the ballot. But you, Paula, do you think, saying, Paula, do you, Paula, take a breath. Let me, let me ask. Oh, hang on, Paula. Tell, Paula. tell me right now hey, if she's breath. not the entire time no, interrupting. She, Let's go back she, to the entire thing, David. Listen, listen to this. Listen, listen. Inviting both of the other candidates to come on the show. They don't. I mean, continually. So she's probably the same one who tried to get but, off but the you, ballot. But you, Paula, do you think, saying, Paula, do you, Paula, take a breath. Let me, let me ask. Oh, hang God. on, Paula. Paula, hey, take a breath. Take a breath. Take a breath, Paula. Take a, take a total breath. Let me just interrupt you. Like, we listened to this, what, eight times now? And it's the same exact thing. It's Eric Strauss interrupting this woman, not letting her get a point across. Is that about right, David? Yeah. Well, it's not only about right. That's exactly what Eric does almost every single time 
there's a caller that he disagrees with yep. in the middle in the middle of their first or second sentence uh eric will just start talking over them and redirect the conversation yeah he just redirected he talked over her and he went uh continually the entire time just looking at something else yeah and then frequently after he redirects, after he hijacks the statement, in other words, doesn't let the person finish, then frequently, not all the time, but frequently, he will then end the call while he's still talking so that he gets the last word. <clears throat> Here we go. All right. Uh, more information. Let's see. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. That's great. Can you play some of that TJ and Brandon stuff again? Yeah, we're going to come back to that. I'm just taking these as they go. Let's see how far I've got. Yeah, I've got Brandon coming. <laughs> actually, after the next one, about uh, we've got about four more minutes here of the stra- – whoa, who's going on over there? What's, who's that? Is that is that your husband? That's a, that's a husband there. Well, that's, that's serious. All right. Let's get- do, you think she, do you think she's just doing this thing frivolously? Like she, you don't I think they have? She's a Manny Gonzalez person. But Paula, Paula, she's a Paula. They're all totally biased against Paula, she's a Cajonis to stand up for something. But she's a Gonzalez. Paula, she's a Gonzalez campaign person. All right, fine. He invited Manny on many times. Do you think Manny's taking him up on it? No. Okay. Well, thanks for the call. You're pretty. I like how you're fired up. It's good. I'm fired up. You, you, keep, you stay fired up, girl. You stay fired up. I want to make. He's patronizing her. He's patronizing his own listeners. Can you imagine patronizing people on your own radio station? Can you imagine if I did that? That's ridiculous. I can't imagine it because like making fun of people. This is very clear. Anybody but Keller. So let me yeah, make my position very clear. Paula, get Paula, get no. up, get up on the, get up. Uh, anyways, thanks for the call, Paula. I, we had a bad connection. I can barely hear. What about you? Could you get her? Well, you could tell she was upset, but you know, this is one of those situations where don't shoot the messenger. Yeah, I'm this just, is anybody just, can call in. We're the station. station. You know, that's, yeah. that's our moniker. But we have Bingo. to do traffic. I'm not doing traffic. <laughs> the Casbah of Crash. Until you say my moniker, I'm never going to traffic. I'm joking. Casbah of Crash. Now that Hurricane Ida has passed, Lowe's is ready to help get our neighborhoods back up and fresh on uh, West 916 or 66. This is you. Oh, there's a month. All right, that's gone. God, you, you and your background noise there. It's absolutely incredible. It's moved out. Love you, Mom. We wanted to do something different for Nicole. Said every BB today, 96.3 News Radio. Hey, yeah, there was a that guy left. Here we go. Thanks for being here on this Friday afternoon. So last night uh, they aired the the latest debate uh, between the mayoral candidates on KOAT. You know, I asked Bob Clark earlier. I was like, so did you watch the debate that you were on or the Eagles and Buccaneers that were also playing at the same time? He said Eagles, Buccaneers. <laughs> but we're going to air the debate uh, Sunday at 4 p.m. here on News Radio KKOB. One of the things with cannabis that was brought up that I thought was 
kind of bizarre was uh, Eddie Aragon in an exchange um, uh, talking about cannabis, and then we get into a little bit of crony capitalism. This is from uh, last night's debate. Mayor Keller puts it, cannabis and things like that. Shame on you, Mayor Tim Keller. We're talking about this complete and total 180 on our culture and wanting to legalize it. And Sheriff Manny is a much better calling it bad timing. So he's on board to go ahead and legalize marijuana. I'm going to answer your question directly, Bob, because this is something that's going to increase crime. It's going to increase a high level of homelessness. We don't. We, let's go a little bit further uh, north to from Durango and Trinidad, and let's on, move on up the road to Denver. And let's see where Denver is trucking their homeless right here to Albuquerque. Go out and ask out on the streets. They've got a unbelievable homeless problem that they cannot manage. This could not be worse, and it's this crony capitalism that's coming from the likes of Darren White and his donations to Michelle Lujan Grisham to legalize it, and the very people on the left doing the very same thing uh, as well. I'm absolutely sick. I'm so glad that you brought this up. We have reversed our culture here to say that this is okay to my six-year-old and my nine-year-old to tell them that it's okay to go ahead and smoke pot. It's okay to go ahead and have certain – we're stopping at stoplights now. We're at this particular point where we're seeing people just strike it up at, at, at a stoplight. Come on. We know that this is wrong. We know it's bad. And policing it, we can't even police our homeless. We can't even police anything else out there. What makes you think that we're going to go ahead and – get back to law and order and be able to please the people. Now, uh, it does no good to relitigate uh, the, the marijuana debate. You know, it's here. Now, what you can do is talk about what you're going to do as far as law and order, um, as far as measures that the city uh, can uh, can implement here with uh, the effects of cannabis, um, that sort of thing. The whole thing with, you know, Denver trucking people in and dropping them off here, although that has happened before, uh, we know in the old days that used to happen, you know, whatever city you were in, they'd give you a bus ticket to a city in a different state, and that'd be it. Um, it's not going on now. I mean, that's that's kind of been disproven through uh, a lot of studies that they've done, uh, that they're, they're not bussing people into here. Now, people do end up here from, from other places, don't get me wrong. And then uh, the crony capitalism debate and invoking Darren White involved. You're right. Oh, your buddy, right? Yeah, your buddy. Do you see right there what he did of all the things that he picked up? Where did he pick up on? Darren White? Yeah, that's all he picked up on. It was a guy that he knows that works at his radio station. Yeah. And I was making a moral argument, and then I was talking about the argument that was directly coming from, or the, the argument about Republicans donating to Democrats like Michelle Lujan Grisham, who's totally and completely corrupt, right? Think about that for a second, just so they can go ahead and get contracts. Right. There was not, my argument was clean well, all the way through. Here. All of those things that he talked about there, there's really nothing to do with the, the job that he's actually yes, going it to does. be running for. Absolutely. He wants does. to run the city. And I just thought that was a little bizarre exchange. Uh, last night from uh, the mayoral debate, you can find it tomorrow or on Sunday at four o'clock here on News Radio KKOB. Um, Ryan, real quick, Ryan, you're on News Radio KKOB. Hey, hey, Brandon, thanks for taking my call. Is Eddie running for mayor of Albuquerque or a, a mayor of next door? That was the most unhinged, unhinged rant I've ever heard. It checked about every urban legend box I've ever heard. I'm surprised he didn't squeeze the chupacabra and uh, well, that was in there. I, soldiers I, in there yeah, somehow. Yeah, I cut that part out. I cut the uh, chupacabra part out. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Wow, this is uh, really interesting. You can't have any sort of quote with a logical explanation in any of this. Let's go back to this. Let's let's. You're going to do as far as law and order, um, as far as measures that the city uh, can uh, can implement here with uh, the effects of cannabis. Uh, do, you, do you think uh, Fat Guy Laugh is embarrassed about what he's hearing here? I think he's just just uh, picking on something. I think, I think it's just a hack. It, yeah, it's just it doesn't it. it he doesn't just needed to find. He needed to find something for material, and so he right. found some stupid thing, and he's latched onto it, making more out of it than what it is. That's what There's I. There's almost nothing here. Um, that sort of thing. The whole thing with, you know, Denver trucking people in and dropping them off here. Although that has happened before, uh, we know in the old days that used to happen. You know, whatever city you were in, they'd give you a bus ticket to a city in a different state, and that'd be it. Um, it's not going on now. I mean, that's that's kind of been disproven through uh, a lot of studies that they've done uh, that they're they're not bussing people into here. Now, people do end up here from from other places. Don't get me wrong. And then uh, the crony capitalism debate and invoking. Darren White involved. You're running for mayor of Albuquerque here. All of those things that he talked about there, there's really nothing to do with the the job that he's actually going to be running for if he wants to run the city. I just thought that was a little bizarre exchange uh, last night from uh, the mayoral debate. You can find it tomorrow or on Sunday at 4 o'clock here on News Radio KKOB. Um, Ryan, real quick. Ryan, you're on News Radio KKOB. Hey, hey Brandon. Thanks for taking my call. Is Eddie running for mayor of Albuquerque or a- a- mayor of next door? That was the most unhinged, unhinged rant I've ever heard. It checked- this is really awesome. They're, the level of help I'm getting from these guys is kind of amazing. If you really, If you think about it, right? without uh, reacting emotionally. All right, let's do some uh, trout here. To live and to work. Hey, it's Scott Stigler. Sadly, crime is a part of life. Uh, Two poor sales offers. Is it Windsor Door? Check. You can get your direct deposit. Uh, which one are you going to open first? Slash bank for details. In fact, the average get unlimited. Go KKB 3333 or wherever. Not Christmas. The market is constantly changing. The- it's an indices. Quit-based. Visit both. BB Today, 96.3 News Radio, KQB. Real quick follow-up on uh, earlier we were talking about uh, the vaccine mandate. Los uh, Alamos. Nothing, nothing better. Nuclear engineers, Los Alamos at this point. Nothing has been, there's no been no executive order or anything at this point. I think they were waiting to see in the spaces that you can. There's no vaccine mandate uh, for city workers or county workers. Interesting here is the fact that you're welcome. You know, Los Alamos and a lot of these other companies you and private companies welcome. across the uh, state have uh, implemented the vaccine mandate, but not Tim Keller in the city of Albuquerque. There's no vaccine mandate uh, for city workers or county workers at that. That's an interesting little tidbit there, Tim Keller obviously is against a vaccine mandate because he hasn't implemented one as of yet. We'll see if there's some some pressure moving forward, but that hasn't happened. We'll get your thoughts, 243-3333, because I think this lawsuit was futile. One is because there wasn't enough people. I mean, 96% of, of the folks there had already been vaccinated. That only was 4%. 
And there was a hundred, and that's what I think is that it doesn't last night at the debate. If Kirky, oh, that's okay. Well, we, we won't put a mandate in. In fact, this was brought up last night at the debate. Um, uh, Tim Keller said he's going to push people as hard as they're allowed to, citing unspecified legal and collective bargaining considerations. So he, he's running into the union here, too. They can't convince the union uh, that this would be a good idea, evidently. So, Tim Keller, anti-vaccine mandate. Who would have thought? We'll get your uh, calls on this, 243-3333. Daniel and Larry, coming up next here on News Radio KQB. I'm Aaron Jones, owner of International Protective Service, IPS. By now, you know how passionate I am about the security of your home or business. Now, not only does IPS respond to your alarms, usually in seven minutes or less, but we install security systems now as well. That's right. IPS is the only company you need to protect what's important to you. Standing guards, 24-hour patrols, and now full-service security systems from a local company, not a national corporate giant. Call 897-2420 or go to IPS. All right, there we go. We got uh, cannabis money. Removal and control. They offer 100% organic trapping, no bait or poison, safe for pets and families. They're also locally and family-owned and operated, 25 years experience. They specialize in large-scale services, including ag plots and golf courses, and can help you with residential, commercial, anywhere in the state of New Mexico. The job ain't done until the gophers are gone. Call or visit gopherguysnm.com or for a free safe estimate and give them a call, 400-1314. It's 400 400- 1314. Okay, so New Mexico is starting to explore public financing for the cannabis business, and cannabis also got brought up in the uh, debate last night. We'll get to that in a second. Suzanne, you're on News Radio KKOB. Hi, Suzanne. Hi, how are you? Doing great. Go ahead, ma'am. Um, so I just wanted to talk to you about the vaccine. So I am a product of a parent that took the, a drug while she was pregnant with me. They didn't know until 12 years, that, and it was in the 1960s, mm-hmm. that it would pass on. To, it would pass on to all those children. Yeah, and, that, and uh, it affected all their reproductive systems. Yes, and I know about this. Okay. And I mean, the only thing I'll say is this drug wasn't as widely uh, uh, used as what the COVID vaccine has been. No, yes, and I understand that. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is. Then they gave me a drug for my multiple sclerosis. It caused kidney disease. Yeah. And so now you you want me to put a vaccination in my body when my systems, like, I mean, I've got three different diseases. So I'm mm. not going to put just. Yeah, it, it seems like, you know, and, and you're you're not going to take the vaccine, and, and that's fine. But if you don't take the vaccine, you're not going to be able to live your life as as you have before. There's things that you're not going to be able to do. One of them, especially for these folks at Los Alamos, is is work in that industry anymore. And that's unfortunate. I wish we could have found different ways around this. But that's that's just the the reality that we're living in here. Uh, Gabe, you're on News Radio KQB. Hi, Gabe. Hey, how are you? Doing great. Well, I, w- I want to talk about the Los Alamos thing, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm currently in kind of a similar situation, but I don't know how many people are aware of this. You know, there are actually no 
fully approved vaccines in the United States. And people think that the Pfizer vaccine that's available in the pharmacies is fully approved. It's not a fully approved vaccine. Okay, explain that. I mean, it went through the FDA. Like, No, Comirnaty went through the FDA. That is not the one that... All right, I don't think we have anything here. $5 million declined to its parts. Usually in seven minutes. All right, uh, another right. What do we have? Six more, I think, uh, David. To get through, yep. let's see where we go. Systems now as well. That's right. IPS is the only company you the right training. The technician. A specific provides the energy prices. It can make its way to New Mexico. Oh, uh, Paul Guessing, the poser Republican conservative. Prevention of COVID-19 disease at individuals 16 years of age or older. So that's where the um, the other name came from, Comirnaty. So that's that explains that. All right. Uh, Dave, you're on News Radio KKOB. So public financing for cannabis businesses here. Um, one of the problems I think conservatives get into is relitigating and continuing to fight the battle on a social type issue that has been decided. And in New Mexico, we've decided the cannabis, regardless of how you feel about it, it's over, it's done. That you're, you're not putting the toothpaste back in the tube. However, I think this is a hill uh, that that some people can climb being, should we allow... Is there anything here, David? This is just more cannabis stuff. You know what? Probably not. Okay. Let's, we got two more. Oh, my God. We got through uh, 85 soundbites. You know, Walker. It seems like we're back to... Suicide carnage. Limited. COVID-19. General who have been fully vaccinated. Afternoon, the FBI and cannabis... Three news radio KK. Nothing there. Oh my gosh, last one, dude. Yeah, so All right. Yeah. Capital One, even a decision, that's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? See CapitalOne.com slash bank details. No fees or minimums on new consumer accounts. Capital One and name of FDIC. The word Condom. is out. People are abandoning their overpriced wireless carriers and flocking to Pure Talk for the same 5G coverage, but at a fraction of the price. In fact, the average family saves over $800 a year when switching from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. Go to Pure Chain, but it falls on the U. In collaboration with KOE. Oh, my God. I'm so glad we're all done with this. Okay, anything else, David? Do you need anything else on uh, all this? I think we got through all of it. Not, not as glad as I am. Oh. <sighs> Okay, so what did we learn from all of this? We know that KKB is biased, that Eric Strauss, Brandon Vogt, these are just, I didn't even actually download the stuff from today. If we got, I can't get the stuff from today or yesterday. I would love to hear that, uh, but we'll leave that for another day. Any final words there, David? Yeah, I got some, but I'll save it. No, no, uh, finish up, please. Oh, well, um, what I, the last thing that I was saying a couple hours ago, mm-hmm. Was the uh, I was, we were listening to Jack from Rio Rancho uh, about your transformer pajamas? Oh, and, uh, what color and, are my transformer pajamas? Are they red well, or are they I, blue? Yeah, I presume they're a combination of red, white, and blue. <laughs> there we go. That's a, America, baby. So there, there was a uh, a point there because Jack was one of the people. Of apparently, there were about twenty people 
that were altogether that had been on this official banned list. Okay. And Jack was Jack was, and so was I. And the point is, is that KKOB actually maintains a formal mandatory banned list of callers that they will not allow their speech to be heard on the radio station for various different reasons. And um, uh, I, I know the reasons they put me on the list because I confirmed it with the producers that I know, and that's because, because they don't want the subject matter that I want to talk about, the, the violations of law by public officials in the state of New Mexico that I can prove and have proved, they don't want that on their radio station, and that's why they banned me uh, for that for those number of years. They banned me for about, I don't know, two, three years. And um, so, and, and the, the the call that you decided not to play the rest of um, when I was uh, 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 acting up to uh, producer Francina is the reason that I was uh, speaking up to her in that manner is there was a previous call where they were talking about something as simple as a road rage in Albuquerque, and I called up just simply to share a road rage experience and. They, they, they found it necessary at KKOB to screen what it is I wanted to say about road rage and then declined to take my call about road rage, the experience that I had for whatever reason. And I found that to be just a glaring example of the length that KKOB goes to to silence speech. You know, why in the world do you need to hear someone's entire narrative of their road rage experience and then decide not to take their call on that. That just shows exactly how far KKOB goes with silencing people's voice when you can't even just go on the radio station and and share your road rage experience without it being thoroughly screened before they allow you to share it. Right. Yep. It's all bad. All right, David, get some sleep, recharge that phone. I'll see you tomorrow on the air, bright and early, 7 a.m. I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, good stuff. All right. Uh, call you in the queue. Go ahead. Going once, going twice. Call, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, hey, go ahead. Shoot. Yeah. Hey, that uh, TJ Brandon stuff you're playing, really great. Yeah, did, did you, you like it? Did, do you like it? Or you, are, you sound almost like Brandon, but uh, that's not to be uh, denigrating. It's just to get No, a little... man, that's great. Okay. Did you call him a big fat animal earlier? No, I did not. I said uh, he's got the fat guy laugh. That's what I said the whole uh, time. You, yeah, I got a recording of it. You said uh, big fat animal. No, I said uh, fat guy laugh. If you have the uh, big fat animal, that's uh, if I said that, I guess you got it. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I got it. That's funny, man. You're great. I voted for you. Did you? Who's this? Yeah, this is Richard. Richard what? Richard Watts. All right, Richard, I appreciate you calling in. 550-5500, that's, uh, that's nice. Did I call him a big fat animal? I don't know if you even know if I did that. <clears throat> oh, you know what I was? I, I'll, I'll tell you, what, what is it called? Um, I believe that is from, what's the name of that movie with Chris Farley? Yeah, right? Um, I'm trying to think of that. Farley, let's see. There it is. There it is. Tommy Boy. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's kind of what we were referring to. I think if if we were looking for that or it's looking Walmart for the, the one piece uh, here, I think that's what we were looking for. 
So uh, that might have been Brandon. It sounded like that to me. I'm not sure. Yeah, Tommy Boy. There you go. You sure sound? Didn't that sound exactly like BV? I think it sound. I think that was BV. I think he actually just called in. So uh, good one. Uh, here we go. So here we go. Richard, you don't know me as good as you think. Oh, it is. That was totally be- well played. Well played. Was that not well played? That was well played. Here we go. So this is. Oh, that's so good. You know what, Richard? You don't know me as good as you think you do. I care about stuff. I'm getting better at this sales thing. I'm not, but I could if you help me. Forget it. I got enough to do without having to change your diapers. <laughs> Richard? Is this your coat? <laughs> don't do it. That guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Don't. <laughs> that guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Take it off, dickhead. I'm serious. Richard, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Good work. I think that's exactly it. This is good. Um, Where, where did we get that one? Let's see. Oh, that would be so awesome if we can get that. Good. BV, is that you? That is really awesome. Good for you. Look at you taking a little bit of ownership this evening. It's uh, You've been outed, like, seriously. The amount of material and the stuff where you're just absolutely getting angry, particularly the stuff with the PBS people where you just came in all fired up and, and angry about that. Oh, and referring to another woman as Mrs. Aragon. This was absolutely brilliant. So I just got to tell you, I'm very, very, very excited. Um, And by the way, this is beneath the people of Albuquerque. They're not really interested in that. But I can tell you, like, for example, how angry it makes me to think that you wouldn't allow me to be on your show when you can easily debate me on any of those issues. And trust me, you would not ever debate me on any of these issues. And the reason why is because you actually agree with me. But because your hubris is so large, not to mention your gut and your laugh, you would never debate me on your actual station because you know that you would be taken down. So I challenge you, BV, if you want to have a mayoral candidate directly on your radio station, I'd love to be on there. Since you've moving on up to the one o'clock appointment time, I would love to hear that. And I know many of our audience members would love to hear that on both radio stations. People who love conservative talk radio throughout the rest of the state would love to hear directly from you, BV, on having me and debating me on your air about why you support Manny Gonzalez and why you can't support Eddie Aragon. So I think that would be absolutely amazing. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. In fact, uh, I think we'll do a little tribute to their uh, the old uh, vote. Brandon, I will say... Brandon Vote is slightly better. At least he never whines. He's kind of funny, unlike Eric Strauss. Yeah, not so funny and really bad. Like, he's got to couch that stuff. If he's going to get better after 16 years, last thing you want to do is go ahead and uh, whine on the air. Let's do a little uh, Let's Go Brandon. Uh, let's Go Brandon Vote right here in the Kiva on AM60 or KIVA, BQ.FM, rockoftalk.com here at 920 in the evening. Shots that people are getting now cover that. They're they you're okay. You're not gonna you're not gonna get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Somebody gotta do it. Hey, let's go, Brandon. I keep the drum like I'm Nick Cannon. <laughs> 
Hey, hey, let's go brand it. Pandemic ain't real, they just plan it. Hey, hey, let's go brand it. When you ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go brand it. Hey, hey, let's go brand it. Hey, hey, let's go brand it. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go brand it. Pandemic ain't real, they just plan it. Hey, hey, let's go brand it. You ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go brand it. Let's go brand it. Hey, hey. Fire said the jab stopped the spread, it was lies. I remember how you wrote, but you haven't opened your eyes. These politicians are demons just in disguise. Look at Kyrie Irving and Nicki Minaj. Look at Australia, that's what's coming next. We don't stand up. Stop complying with them, taking our rights. It's time to man up. Republicans voting for red back laws, that's just what I can't trust. If you ask what's about the facts, then they gonna ban us. Hey, this is about control, everybody knows. Everyone complies, where the kinds of pros. I don't need a plane, I just hit the road. I do what I want, I can sell my soul. Market about the crash, this is what you chose. Ruin in the country, I think that's the goal. You gonna take the mark, I take never rose. I'm a man of God, I can never that's fold. Brandon, I can I'm like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go brand it. Pandemic ain't real, they just plan it. Hey, hey, let's go brand it. When you ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go brand it. Hey, hey, let's go brand it. Hey, hey, let's go brand it. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go brand it. Pandemic ain't real, they just plan it. Hey, hey, let's go brand it. You ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go brand it. 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 Let's go brand it. Let's go brand it. Let's go brand it. Let's go Let's go, Brandon, now the Taliban a threat. Hey, you planted now the Taliban is standing on our neck. Chanting death to America, you are belly president. Listen, I don't think you here, man. Let me make it clear, man. Better keep your hands into yourself, that stuff is weird, man. I wish I could take you in the back place, smear the queer, man. You can take the facts, I fear God. I don't fear, man. I'm on gear 10, believe me, we ready to rumble. The only play the joke can execute. Is a fumble. I think we all know he's out to lunch. That dude went camping. I'm a Christian, so how do I say this? Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. When you ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, let's go, Brandon. We know he capping. Patriots out in the street taking action, hunting us down for speaking the truth. Beat on the pedal to save all the youth. Media lying, ignore all the crying. They build them back better, but only the Taliban pilots on strike. But to show it's irrelevant, open the border, lose all the orders, divide us up to they know that we never went, but we're united. We're here in the stadiums, everyone chanting it, seeing it's blinder, inviting, collapsing, and Democrats stealing it. If we look at Joe, can we get a refund? How about some mean tweets? Joe is a crook, and he knows how to deceive. FJB is a motto in these streets. Let's go, Brandon. Sing it with me. I keep a drum like Dominic Cannon. Hey, let's go, Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planned it. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. You ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey. All right, 924 here in the Kiva. Glad to be here with you. Let's uh, do a little compilation directly. I'll take a couple of your phone calls. A couple of you guys are actually holding. How about a little uh, Trump, funniest Trump compilation where Trump can't win? Let's take a listen. He's not going to be the nominee, Chuck. I mean, as you know, I'm ahead in Ohio. <laughs> so, Jenny, could he actually win? No freaking way! <laughs> he will be tempted to run be predictably shellacked. Do not tell me that Donald Trump is in this to win this, okay? He's a sideshow. This is going to turn a three-ring circus into a freak show. He's not running for president. He's running for keep me famous. I thought 
This was maybe some strategy for a new reality show. How should Republicans handle Donald Trump? Uh, ignore him. And Donald Trump is not going to be the nominee of this party. Well, I don't think it's likely that Donald Trump will be the nominee. Well, I, I do, based on your theme, believe that he's here to stay for a while, maybe through a few primaries, but he is not going to be the nominee. Well, I'm going to support the Republican nominee, and I'm comfortable that it's not going to be Donald Trump. There's not going to be a President Donald Trump. Um, that's not going to happen. Donald Trump will not become president. He's not going to be president. He is not. Donald Trump is not going to be president of the United States. Take it to the bank. Okay. I guarantee it. All right. All right. I think if he becomes the president, he'll make, make it great. The state is already great. I think that man will be president of the United States right about the time that spaceships come down filled with dinosaurs and red capes. And then, of course, there's Donald Trump. Donald Trump has been saying that he will run for president as a Republican, which is surprising since I just assumed he was running as a joke. <laughs> Donald Trump just last week, he confirmed to the National Review that he is again considering a run in 2016. Do it. Do it. Look, look at me. Do it. I will personally write you a campaign check now on behalf of this country, which does not want you to be president, but which badly wants you to run. So when you stand and deliver that State of the Union address, in no part of your mind or brain can you imagine Donald Trump standing up one day and delivering a State of the Union address? Well, I can imagine it. Uh in a Saturday night skip. I continue to believe Mr. Trump will not be president. He will never be president of the United States. And uh, we better be ready for the fact that he might be leading the Republican ticket next. <laughs> I know you don't believe that, but I want to go on. <laughs> okay, here we are. And which Republican candidate has the best chance of winning the general election? Of the declared ones right now, Donald Trump. And so, right now, Mr. Trump, to answer your call for political honesty, I just want to say, you're not going to be president, all right? But, but, but come on, come on, buddy. All, let's say, cow poo-poo aside, there is zero chance we'll be seeing you being sworn in on the Capitol steps with your hand on a giant golden Bible. I'll make a prediction, though, for you. I, I don't really get into predictions much. But this one, I'll go way out on a limb. Donald Trump will never, ever be president okay. of the United States. I that Trump should not be in this race. He's an absurdity. He is a travesty. Donald Trump will never be elected president of the United States. Donald Trump is a here today, gone tomorrow candidate for president of the United States. Donald Trump is not going to be president of the United States. Uh, ever respectful of the fact that the people have not voted, he's not going to be president of the United States. Let's be clear. Donald Trump will lose the election. I mean, he had a really good chance to be different and really have a chance to change things, but yeah. he, he doesn't do the work. He's lazy. We talk about him every day and we all continuously he's bash not him. He's going to be the president. Don't worry about it. <laughs> exactly. It's a wake-up call to the Republican Party. Uh, despite Boris thinking that Donald Trump could win New York, like this, the, the presidential race is over. Hey, just, just, could I just cut through? I have one thing to say, one thing only. 
and that is that this race is over. Tomorrow morning, the money will dry up. The Republicans will start to hide. Trump has no place to go. This race, effectively, as of tonight, is no longer a presidential race. I will get, I mean, everything I know about presidential politics, and I've been through five of them. I've never seen one like this. This race is over. You might as well accept it. And the question now is, how do you minimize damage? And the only way you can do that, it seems to me, is to try to grab hold of some old conservative value things and do what Mondale did in 84, which is try to save a few people down ballot. But as far as Donald Trump's concerned, it will never, ever, ever happen. President Obama will go down as perhaps the worst president in the history of the United States, exclamation point, at real Donald Trump. Well, at real Donald Trump, at least I will go down as a president. Our new NBC News survey monkey poll is out today. It puts Hillary Clinton up by 10 points over Donald Trump. And this is not the first poll since the conventions to give Clinton a double-digit lead. This is actually the fourth. Four polls that have Clinton up by more than 10 points, or at least 10 points. Staying the kind of lead she has leaped out into, in, into this race, you could see other states that suddenly get crazy. States you wouldn't have even imagined, like a South Carolina, even a Texas, they could at least become competitive. And what it would mean doesn't mean Hillary Clinton's going to win all of these. It means we could have more competitive states than we ever imagined. That's the way the lay of the land right now at this low moment for Donald Trump. We'll be back right after this. We are back with David Undo P. Club, man, who says Hillary Clinton has a 100% chance of winning. So that means that, means that no scenario that we could lay out to get Donald Trump to 270 electoral votes is something he would buy. So we thought we'd get David in here to look at those scenarios that the Republicans are talking about, citing them as a potential path to victory, and explain to us why they are not just implausible, but impossible. If you look at Wisconsin, the Marquette poll came out yesterday. She's up six points. She's up four points in our polling in Pennsylvania. If she keeps those together, all she needs is New Hampshire, and she puts the race away, and she's up there. Well, so for, again, them, that's the whole Colorado. for them to look at fortune, uh, to, and it is true, fortune favors the bold. Yeah. If the Comey bomb didn't get them where well, they that, needed to the be. Question. That really is the question. It's, um, it'll be interesting uh, tomorrow night, I think, when Hillary Clinton uh, wins that Donald Trump will have lost this election from the very first day he announced. If the numbers bear out what we're seeing thus far, Hillary Clinton will win Florida. And the delicious irony in this is that Donald Trump will have been kept from the White House by a big, beautiful brown wall. And CNN projects Donald Trump will carry the state of Florida. Kentucky, Indiana, West Virginia, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Mississippi, South Carolina, Alabama, Kansas with its six electoral votes, Nebraska with its five electoral votes, and Wyoming with its three electoral votes, North Dakota uh, with its three electoral votes, and South Dakota, Texas, Arkansas, he has now taken the lead. Donald Trump has 128 electoral votes, Louisiana. The state of Montana, Missouri, Ohio. He has 167 electoral votes compared to Hillary Clinton's 109. Idaho, North Carolina, Georgia, Iowa, Utah, Wisconsin, Arizona. Uh, but we should really just take a moment here and look at this. Holsters predicted that Hillary Clinton was going to have not just a victory, uh, but that she was going to win uh, an electoral landslide. Not only is that not happening, 
It is entirely possible that Donald Trump is truly redrawing the map the way that he said he was going to. It was Donald Trump versus almost all the experts. And as of right now, it looks like Donald Trump was right. Donald Trump has defeated Hillary Clinton to become president-elect of the United States. Sorry to keep you waiting. Complicated business. Complicated. This is not the outcome we wanted or we worked so hard for. And I'm sorry that we did not win this election. I love this country. The shockwave from Donald Trump's victory continues to be felt across America and around the world. Donald Trump wird der 45. Donald Trump, President elect Donald Trump. Everyone was wrong. The backlash begins. Some magazines are facing big embarrassments today. Newsweek had already shipped out this cover, Madam Secretary, but quickly had to change it to this, President Trump. Please raise your right hand and repeat after me. I, Donald John Trump, do solemnly swear. I, Donald John Trump, do solemnly swear. That I will faithfully execute. That I will faithfully execute. The office of President of the United States. The office of President of the United States. And will, to the best of my ability. And will, to the best of my ability. Preserve, protect, and defend. Preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the United States. So help me God. So help me God. Ladies and gentlemen, there it is. Let's go ahead and play the very last debate, and then some will go straight into Coast to Coast. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in here this afternoon. I think we got through all the tapes that David submitted. We're well within uh, our own to go ahead and uh, submit and put those on for the record. So that is actually kind of cool that we put all that stuff uh, out there. Uh, But in the meantime, we're going to go ahead and play one last debate, and then uh, we've got uh, Monday and Tuesday. It's been a lot of fun. We really appreciate everybody, uh, you know, Jumping on board, getting inspired, feeling good, and, oh, wow, I love that. Have you ever seen the uh, Clinton roast from the L. Smith charity dinner? It's, it's, it's amazing. So, so anyway, here is the debate from the other night. This uh, comes from courtesy of KOB Channel 4. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in on AM1600, KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. 